Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by Motosport.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Chris Kiefer. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. Pulp Next Show, presented by Motorsport.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you. It's Monday, April 27th, 5 p.m. Pacific. Got a couple of great guests in studio here. Looking forward to having a terrific show. Rockstar Energy Husqvarna's Dean Wilson will be on. Dino, one of our favorite guests. Dino will be on. Michael Antonovich from Swap Moto Live will hopefully be on. He's been MIA all day on text. And I'm really looking forward to Ryan Hughes coming on tonight. If you follow Rhino Global on Instagram, you know that during this whole COVID-19 thing, Rhino is living his best life in Hawaii. I am going to get Rhino on the phone and I want to find out what has been going on with him because I don't know if he's ever coming back. I don't know if he's ever coming back to the mainland, folks. We might have lost Ryan Hughes forever. So I'm looking forward to talking to Rhino. Always great to talk to him. An interesting uh, guy, no doubt about it. Thank you for listening. Don't forget, Amazon uh, link on pulpmix.com takes you to Amazon and make a small purchase. We get a small slice of that. The same thing with the folks at Motorsport. Great prices, great customer service, great shipping, great everything at motorsport.com. And then we have widgets on Pulp MX Show and pulpamex.com. So please uh, go over there and check them out and uh, see what you can do. The sit-in studio with Adam Seen Cirillo, with all the proceeds going to Ronnie Tishner, auction, eBay auction is over. We got $3,500 for RT, the other RT in Florida. And uh, so thanks, everybody. Appreciate it. And uh, we're going to work out a time to, to make it happen uh, for the uh, for the winner. We're not sure exactly when Adam will be free, but it's uh, it's a guy named John. And uh, we thank John for doing it, man. And uh, we'll get him here. And uh, he writes some dual sports stuff out here in Vegas. And when maybe that will work out and we can even save us on a flight trip, maybe. So uh, thanks for that. Also, don't forget the Yamaha LCQ Challenge. Whenever Supercross picks back up, we'll be on. $20 gets you a raffle ticket. Uh, the link is on uh, pulpamex.com as well as my Instagram at pulpamex. 20 bucks gets you a ticket, a chance to win a 2020 YZ450, a chance to win a couple of generators, some gear, products from our different uh, partners and things like that. Uh, so please check it out and, uh, and, and, and support the privateers. Whenever we go racing again, we're hopefully going to give this money away. I just don't know when that will be. Um, okay. Uh, motorsport.com, fly racing, vortex racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Roost MX, X-Brand Goggles, Vertex Pistons, EVS Sports, Michelin Starcross 5, Maxima USA, Skosh, Pro Filter, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, Guts Racing, FMF, Get Data, OGO Power Sports, Art of Sport, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, WUSA, LA Honda World, Ride Engineering, Intense Cycles, and Works Chassis Lab, all on board with us. A lot of codes to save. On, uh, on our sponsors um, under pulpamexshow.com under sponsor deals. So use a code, save some money, and uh, get yourself some product and support the show. So uh, we really appreciate that as well. We got a special grillyourassoff.com key for after dark edition tonight as well. So we'll do that at the very end of the show as usual. Uh, first up in the studio here, like I said, a couple of great guys. We went out mountain biking today, had a lot of fun. First up, he is uh, the director of uh, media relations for the Husqvarna KTM Gas Gas Group, former top pro rider, 
Andy Jefferson. What's up, bro show? How are you? I'm wonderful. Great Thanks for coming day. in. Yeah, it's been a great day. Yeah, so far. So far it has been anyways. Yeah. Um, really looking forward to talking to you. Of course, uh, you raced pro for a long time with some really good results. And uh, you knew Mitch Payton and Troy Lee before they were Mitch Payton and Troy Lee. Yeah, for sure. Right? <laughs> uh, so we'll get to some of those stories as well. Also here uh, from Kiefer Inc. Testing, fanpulpamex.com, my buddy, my soulmate. Hmm. Chris Kiefer, what's up, buddy? An advisor. Uh, an advisor. Well, and an advisor. So those were shaky times, but one word, Rhino. That's all I'm here for tonight, Rhino. It's it's I unbelievable. It's unbelievable, right? There's so many things that I want to get to the bottom of. He is really looks like he's enjoying things in Hawaii during this COVID nineteen break. It's hard not to be jealous of the it guy. It is. It you know, is. He has a little crazy in him. But that crazy really intrigues me. Here's the thing about him. Yes, he's got some crazy in him, but I admire how he sticks to it, to his theories. Like, he's he's passionate. Oh, he's passionate. And I like that. Oh, I if like you're that passionate too. about something, I'm on board, even yeah. though I maybe not agree. And here's the thing. He could give zero Fs of who he pisses off. Oh, yeah. If it's controversial or no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No, yeah. no, absolutely. Uh, our buddies at Atlas Brace, I don't really agree with his things on neck braces. Uh, I think he's thinking about the old school Liat. The braces now work right. really well. I, right. will, I will fight him on that brace argument. But other than that, oh, okay, all right. There's a lot of other things he doesn't like either. So. Yeah, yeah. But uh, there's a lot of things that I want to talk about his lifestyle now yeah. versus what he was like before yeah. and why it changed, how it changed. There's yeah. so many things. Yeah. So. Andy, you don't follow him on Instagram. you got to sign up. No, I will. I you will gotta start get now on that. just you to gotta, see it. you got to do that. Uh, taking uh, taking your calls, producing the show. <laughs> Are you sure you're over there taking it? Holding things down. It's Talon Lone Wolf. What's up, Talon? Hey, hey. Ow. Ow. What's up, buddy? How are you? Good. If you uh, want me to keep answering calls, you better be nice to me later. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we'll see about that. Uh-huh. Directing the show, determining the video uh, frames that you see on YouTube and Facebook, Racer X Facebook page, Pulpamex YouTube page. Uh, the video stuff's been going really well, and it's been encouraging to see the numbers and the support of all of you people. I'm glad we ended up doing it. Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? Yo. Marks Dog. Oh, 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 back to that, huh? What's up, bud? How are uh, you? Another day in paradise. Yeah? Happy. This, I'm still not used to this mic. I can't hear myself in my... Yeah, mine feels like it's muffled. Does I sound normal? I yeah, sound you sound right. fine. Huh. He, but he's got a new mic. Okay. So Need more snare. You want me to turn it up? No, that's all right. Okay. All right. Um, we can fiddle with that. A commercial break right. or something. Uh, what's up, Marks? How are you? Everything good? Everything's good. Yeah. I haven't touched my computer since last show. Wow. So For you, that's a big thing. Yeah, that's big for yeah. me. I still have another computer at home, but right. like, I haven't really been doing much. And honestly, it's been nice. It's been nice. Does your job get affected as well since quarantine <clears throat> crap going on? Yeah, I got laid off. Okay. Yep. Thanks got for it. paying attention. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, hey, Sorry. D- Dean Wilson's coming up shortly here. He wanted to get on early because he's, he's back east and everything. So, uh, But, Marks, the, uh, the video stuff's been going really well. I've been stoked with the, it has, with the yes. views, the engagement, uh, the, live, the live viewers, the archive viewers. Like, I don't know... Who wants to sit down in front of a laptop or desktop and watch a podcast show? Mm-hmm. I don't know who you people are. I don't understand it because I listen to a lot of podcasts and I listen. I don't watch. Right. I don't care to watch. I listen on an airplane, mountain biking, exercising. However, there are a segment of people out there that like it. So here's what Thank I you. think. Thank you, people. I yes. think it's a younger group. The same group that FaceTimes each other and then ends up not looking at each other but talking so it's the same thing, essentially. Does Aiden just, do that? Yes. Okay. But, like, 
you know, someone will put that on the TV, the show, yeah, and they'll walk about the house having the show on, but yet it's on the screen. Okay, yeah, that's what I, I feel find like that bizarre, on. but that's okay. Yeah, I just listen to podcasts audio only, and no one needs to see us. I mean, Andy's a good-looking man, but <laughs> yeah. me and you, Kiefer. Trust me. Yeah. I know. Heather would like to see Heather you. loves Andy right, a right, lot. Yeah. Right. Um, so anyways, um, e-bike ride today before the show came up. E-bikes e-semble. E-semble! E- uh, the Intense Taser for myself. Uh, the pro build. You had the Intense Taser expert build. A, I'm not as good as I'm not a pro, so I got no, the expert. you got the expert build. Yeah. Uh, about $1,300 difference between the two bikes. Um, and uh, they let me borrow that expert build for a little bit, so that's interesting. And Andy, you brought up a Husqvarna test bike, e-bike. Yeah, we we have some bikes in the country we're testing yep. for maybe a later release. Yeah. Later in the year, but yeah, we're just uh, trying to... On my Instagram right now, there's a lot of questions about the bike. Yeah, it would, I'm sure that it would create a lot of... Uh, Hopefully traffic, yeah. which, which is good. And and like I said, right now it's all test bikes, and yeah. we we'll just have them and trying different things with them and different setups to see, see what. I talked to the be. intense guys today. They're selling a ton of these things, the tasers. Yeah, like especially now, people getting out want to get out. So yeah, uh, um, you Andy, so you bicycle a lot, road bike and mountain yep. bike. And I sensed before we started the day that maybe you weren't the biggest e-bike guy. Nope. Because you're in not. shape. Right. It was not. And, and you know, it's... So this is your third ride on this yeah. test bike. Yeah. And, and one thing I will say that, especially after riding today, you're riding along and we were just having fun. And and you could do it on a regular well, bike. I was, but I was dying. But, but you'd be having... gassed and wouldn't have fun. Yeah. I mean, and, and I'm not saying you wouldn't have fun. It's just not as much fun. Yeah. So today we were out and we did we did a lot of climbing on rocky, just shaly. Yeah. yeah. And... Was it Rocky? By the time, no, I mean, I know how much you love rocks. <laughs> but by the time we were, you know, halfway through, I'm like, wow, this is fun. Yeah. And I'm not like <laughs> sucking the top two. So it's it kind of like riding a dirt bike a little yeah, bit. It was, yeah, it was a blast. And then, you know, we downhills, you know, we have big suspension instead yeah. of my cross country bike. Don't so. you feel like, so people that I take out e-biking talk about how the e-bike plants on downhills. Yes. Plants yes. very well on Very downhills. much yeah. better. Yeah. Better than like my cross country yeah. bike is a little sketchy going, especially rocky stuff because there's yeah. not any much travel. So yeah. this was a blast and, yeah. and it kind of opened my eyes to go, you know what? This, I could maybe get into this. This could be fun, you know? Because he's in shape. He, right? he's, he's, not, he's not getting one. He might. Nah, he won't get one. What'd you think? What'd you think of the Look, I always forget how fun it is yeah. because I ride mine at home all the time. Yeah. And Heather doesn't – I don't like to bring Heather on long rides because I don't want to wait around. I'll go on he- – well, me and Heather will go 10, 12-mile rides. Aiden will go on 20-mile rides. But I would like to take all of them on a big ride with me and have them experience all that. So I think an e-bike would be great. And I always forget how much fun it is to have that thing, especially when all of us are riding them, right. you know. So Yeah, I, I do – like, I got a friend out here that I ride with, Justin. We, yeah. we rode with him last time. He doesn't have an e-bike. It's not great for him. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm decently good at, at riding. I'm in the low mode, and he's struggling. Like, and it's not a lot of fun, and I'm kind of waiting on, sometimes for yeah, him. Right. So I think you got to have a buddy with him. Yeah. And Randy Richardson got one, and his buddy Robbie's got one. And well, I'm telling you right they now. They go out together right. and have a blast. Right. When I went with you and I didn't have one, it sucked. Yeah. Right. It's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's bullshit. I, it's bullshit because I'm 180 beats per minute. You're waiting on me. I feel like I'm a piece of shit. I feel like I'm not in shape. You know, it's just yeah. it's a different 
you know, whole, for, whole different deal. But for people who want to know, I mean, Andy, you're a, a very good cyclist and a guy who does it a lot. You got to work out today. Oh, yeah. I mean, for, you, no, like, no, it's no, not no, like you sit there and right. just like, It's you know. not like it's just pedaling for you, for no. sure. I mean, there's the uphill sides that your heart rate, like I was telling you, there was the one uphill my heart rate got up to 160, 162. Was that the one I let you go ahead of me? Yeah. Yes. And <laughs> for me, that's that's getting up there, yeah, you know? Yeah. So yeah. normally I'm not that high. I don't run that high. But yeah, so yeah. I got up there on that and, and but it allowed us to go we we did these trails and and it was just fun like yeah. literally fun instead of get to the top and you're just going like oh my goodness i can't you know i now i gotta relax myself and calm myself down we just can't yeah. continue to go yeah and we just had yeah. a blast no, that's that's uh, e-bike life great great little time out there today that's yeah, great i think it's a, it's a and i'm glad that Kiefer once again experiences the fun of an e-bike yeah i have no i'm not hating on an e-bike okay i just feel like it's time for you to have a regular bike why <laughs> because I feel like it's time. Like it's you, not time. Yeah, an e-bike's fun for I, all the reasons that Andy just covered. I'm not saying get rid of it. I'm just saying add to your collection a normal pedal. Machine. Why? I would. Why would I want to do that? Why would I not want to have fun on an so e-bike? So you're saying that you're not going to have fun on a normal bike? No, because I'll, for all the reasons Andy just said, I'll be struggling. My heart rate will be high. I'll be spiking. I'll have to rest more. Just like you did when you started your e-bike. It was the same fucking thing. You were struggling then. This is a non-starter. I'm an intense <laughs> e-bike, e-bike athlete, guy. and that is it. I'm a taser, and that is it. I am. I'm like tits legendary. We are taser guys. All right, that's it. I'm so, just thinking it's time for you to. It's not, and never say you, that again. Maybe never a road say bike. That again. Maybe a road bike in your future. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Pulpum X10 at Intense Cycles. If you want to get yourself hooked up with a taser, either the pro build or the expert build, about $1,300 difference between them, and it's all in components and weight and things like that. So uh, same all-carbon frame, though, on both models. So uh, Also, uh, Vertex Pistons. Andy, as a Husqvarna guy, did you know that every two-stroke KTM and Husqvarna comes with a Vertex piston in the, in the engine from the factory? Yes, I did. And if I didn't, I'd be Wouldn't it be big great if trouble. you said, no, I didn't know that? Yeah. No, it'd be, it'd be big trouble if I didn't know that. Vertex is an OEM supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, and more exotic brands like uh, Beta and TM. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. Full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons. Uh, the Vertex Piston Kit is in uh, Travis Marks's uh, 06 oh, there, over there, running strong there. Uh, and uh, thanks to uh, Vertex Pistons, e- email sales at pivotworks.com for a deal from the folks at Vertex Pistons. And we're pleased and proud to bring you our first guest of the night. Speaking of Husqvarna's, Andy Jefferson's here. Vertex Pistons uses, uh, or in a stock Husqvarna two-stroke. Speaking of that, Dean Wilson. Dino, what's up, man? How's it going, guys? How is everyone? We're good. Do you have an e-bike? Have you tried an e-bike, Dino? Yeah, I've got a Knievel e-bike, and I I love them. Super fun. Um, That's in California. There's not a lot of uh, mountain biking really going on here in Claremont. That's more of a California thing, so... Um, oh yeah, I love it though. But awesome. and you get a good workout. You yourself, you're a great athlete, but you get a good workout on your Kinevo. Yeah, if I want more of like a lower heart rate day, something mm-hmm. a little, little bit more mellow, yep. I'll go on level one. You know, because yep. level yep. two is quite a kind of a assist, and level three is like a full on electric bike. You know, so yeah. level one, I can still get like a half decent heart rate and a and a good push and. um yeah, it's just it's got that very small assist on the first one, so right. it's a lot of fun. Well, you should try. And it's got super good suspension too, which I like. You should try an intense taser. You know, just saying, just that's the bike of choice for a lot of us elite athletes. You know. Yeah, I don't know, man. Specialized top of the food chain, though. Oh wow, well, I, I beg to differ, Dino. You know, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey. Um, what do you think of this proposed? So we've had a bunch of guys on the last few weeks. We all know about this proposed Supercross plan to 
uh, start in the middle of next month, run seven races in uh, you know three weeks or so, wrap this thing up. How do, what's your feelings on it, Dino? Where do you stand on that? Would you mind doing two races in, say, three days or four days? Yeah, I'm fine with it. I'm totally fine with it. I'm ready to go whenever I've been uh, keeping in shape. And uh, it's just it's weird. It's just a weird time mm-hmm. mentally because yeah. you're like, like, I'm trying not really. I mean, right now I'm going to start, you know, cranking up a little bit. But I've been trying not to go too hard too soon type of thing. Like, I, I kind of want to I've just been maintaining. Yep. So um, I'm ready to go, though. You know, I, I've heard some things like, we may be quarantined in a hotel for three weeks, which really would not be good, like, at all. But um, other than that, you know, everything else kind of seems okay. Um, you can so, you imagine motocrossers there, there, quarantined in a hotel? There, there's there's no no, I've heard that, too. There's no chance they're going to say, hey, you guys can't practice. Like, there's no way. That's, nah. that's not going to happen. I've heard that, but I cannot see them doing that. Just no way. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It's, that's a crazy one. You mm-hmm. know, imagine... Everyone, every team, track builders, everything in one hotel. Then, like, how are we, you know, work? How are we supposed to work at? That would be crazy. (laughs) Hey, everybody, we're going to Anderson's place every night. Every night, Anderson's got a. There's an after party over here in this room. Team Fried and Tom and Anderson are are are, are, they're the party room. So, um, yeah, it's tough, Dino, to get motivated, right? Like we've talked, I've talked to some guys. We've had people on the show, uh, and to to go out and first of all. You don't want to get hurt. You don't want to tax the hospital system. Uh, Husqvarna mm-hmm. doesn't have a lot of people working for parts if you need things. Uh, and yep. it's also tough to just get out there and start grinding out laps, right? Yeah. Yeah, I took I took a good three to four weeks off yep. writing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, kept, I sat, been cycling a lot, and then I just got back into writing. And, yeah, I'm going to hop on Supercross tomorrow. So it's just a crazy, uh, crazy time. It's it's. I'm I'm still pretty motivated. Like um, I write at um, it's called the 83 compound, which is Chad's old place, and oh, yeah, you know yeah. the Lawrence brothers are there, yeah. and uh, Timmy's got you know Jalik and his guys. So um, it's a really just like fun group, and it's it's makes it so much easier when you have like a bunch of like motivated kids. You know, like it's it's easy, it's fun, and I, I enjoy it. So it's it's good. Uh, yeah, it uh, well, between yourself and the Lawrence brothers, you guys are winning social media these days, Dino. It's really good. Yeah, I mean, I think it, this time, you know, since we're not racing, we have to do our part and, you know, still keep our sponsors out there and keep representing them and do what you can. And um, it was crazy. Last week I had five sponsors reach out to me and I had, I had to do these pictures, these videos, and it was it was a lot on my plate but i try to get it done because you know mm-hmm. that's our job and yeah that's you know can, that's part of our deal so yeah. um i just do my best on that part and oh, keep everyone happy makes me laugh it's great it's fantastic <laughs> here's what I, I think sometimes i and maybe i'm sure dean knows this but for me as you as a fan watching these guys and you see dean racing i really and this is coming from me and i, I think a lot of people can relate i never thought o'neill was cool right mm-hmm but you see O'Neill gear on Dino and the way Dino rides and how he rides. It looks sick AF. It makes people want to go buy that gear. I know I've done it in the past. Like someone has wore a set of gear. They look sick on the bike. I got that gear because of how it looks and how that dude rides. So I feel like they have a direct connection for people for sales. And once you're not riding, you got to kind of do something else, you know? Yeah. No, you're all yeah. part of it, right? Yeah, exactly. No, I – Yeah, they're good. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. 
Well, I was going to say, Dino won a couple of lit kits a few years ago when mm -hmm. we were doing it. And I had these industry guys like, oh, fucking O'Neal. Like, fuck. Blah, blah. I'm like, fuck you. It's, that stuff looks good. Yeah. Like, there's this cool guy click right. in our industry sometimes that makes me want to throw up. But I'm saying sometimes it takes yeah. a guy like Dino to make it look cool. Well, it, good looking gear is good looking gear. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I don't. Yeah. You know. I, I think a lot of gear companies, like, I think back in early 2000s, like, you could definitely tell the difference of good looking gear and not good looking gear. But. You know, I feel like O'Neill's done a really good job the past few years, and I feel like a lot of other gear companies have too. Like, I, I, there's really not a gear company w that is absolutely god awful anymore. Uh, I mean, yeah, no, I, you no, know, no, like I don't think there is. Everyone's really kind of caught on. Like, it's not like I don't know. I just remember older gear back in the day. Like, you were just like, oh, I would never wear that, you know. And then, um, so a lot. Uh, everyone's kind of, you know, kind of gets it now. Like, well, I, I think I think gear the. the, the, the I didn't think this conversation would go this way, but I think manufacturing gear has gotten so cheap that every gear company can have four different lines. And here's the crazy stuff. Here's the solids. Mm -hmm. Here's the these colors. Right. And we all have because there's stuff that Fly has, and I'm like, no, no. Yeah, you know what I mean? Taste, right. it, so every gear company can have a choice of what you want, right. mild to wild. You know. So that's yep. all. Yep. Um, Yep. No, everyone's been pretty good. So. Uh, but no, your your social stuff's been great. I just it's fantastic to see. I don't know if we're allowed to talk about this or not, but I'm going to bring it up. Okay. Uh, I know some of these people out there don't think that these riders are suffering from this pandemic. Right. But some of these riders, I don't know if Dino can talk about it. Some of these riders aren't getting paid at all, or maybe half of what they're making. Yeah. So they're suffering as well. They're not just sitting back saying, oh, "I have a vacation. I'm getting paid." You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've um, all our Husky and KTM guys have had a pay cut, but it's totally like I'm obviously totally fine with it. And you know, uh, a lot of people have lost their jobs, you know. So I'm just happy to you know yeah. still have my job. And uh, yeah, I mean, every you know, it's just part of the deal. Unfortunately, it's, it's the world's on pause pretty much. It's yeah. crazy. So um, totally understandable. Uh, I'm done. I'm down. You know, multiple thousands of dollars from sponsors that I've, that I keep promoting. Right. I haven't stopped uh -huh. promoting them. Um, just because I want to be cool and I understand it. And when they called me and said, Hey, Matt, is our marketing money. We're going to hold on to this. Cause we don't know what's going to happen. I yeah. understand. Right. 100%. I, I like that. I think that's super cool. Yeah. I'm not going to not promote you. I'm promoting all this. I'm not going to tell you who they are, but there's guys that sponsor my shows that I'm, I'm keeping promoting and we'll right. see how it goes. Yeah. You know? Yep. Yep. That, yep. That's you it. Know, when an opportunity comes around that, you know, whatever you did them a solid. Yeah, kind of, right? That's what I think. So, Dino, for this Supercross plan, so there was Supercross in the fall. Remember that? They wanted to do it in the fall after the Nationals, and yep, now this yep, thing yep. is... Do you have a preference? Would you rather get it done now? Yes. Reason being, I'm supposed to get married October 16th. Oh. We had the date, and oh. then all this stuff happened, and then... And the thing that, you know, we were going to do a destination wedding, and we had all these plans starting to figure them out then this happened and then no one's been working so no one's going to be able to go to that destination wedding so yeah we've got a lot to figure out so yeah. if we can get supercross done now and i have a little bit of time then to get you know the, the wedding deal done then mm -hmm. that would be more ideal but either or you know racing uh, uh still first <laughs> yeah no i know uh what do you what do you hear so i talked to a team owner today he told uh -huh. me he told me he thinks it's sixty forty that this thing is going to work in the middle of May. I don't know what you two have heard, Andy and Kiefer, but Dean, what have you heard? Like, how confident are you, Dean, that we're going in mid-May? 
I I I want to say I'm kind of just in the middle. Like I I don't I'm not super confident. Like I'm I'm a, I have a weird mindset. It's, then okay, we'll carry on outdoors. If you tell me yes, just I guess just you know. Then you're told your focus kind of just you get more tunnel vision. You, you know, like you know yeah, what's yeah. going on. But I don't know. The latest I've heard um, was that it's going to start May 30th now. Oh, that's the last okay. I heard. Okay. Yeah, I got May 17th or whatever. So. Okay. Yeah. So that's all I heard. And then, I don't know. I don't know what to believe in. So many different stories, this and that. So right. apparently we're going to know for sure on Wednesday, though. Yeah, I've, I heard that too. But then I heard last Friday we're right. supposed to know. Right. So Right. Uh, um, I'm hearing Supercross yeah. May 30th, uh, outdoors mid-July. I can't see how they get 11 nationals wow. in. I've been saying that for right. a month now. I know they plan on, you know, they lost Hangtown. They want to get going. Redbud had uh, a 90-day thing the other day, like, hey, you know events for 90 days. I can't see how we're racing 11 nationals. And um, the fact I, I don't that know. If, if, I, I didn't actually know that they were trying to squeeze in all 11 still. I thought it maybe it would have been nine or eight. Yeah, or yeah. Yeah, I think so. Well, yeah. Hangtown will be we canceled, so there's one off in there, right? Right, 11. So, so that's yeah. 11. Yeah. But, but I don't know. I, I think as a racer – Look, Dean, you're not uh, in the championship fight like Sexton and Tomac and, and these other guys. To do yeah. 11 nationals and then pick it up in October and you got to race for a championship in Supercross, that would be weird. Yeah, that'd be risky business for sure. <laughs> I mean, right? That would that'd be a little bit scary, but it's just one of those things you have to go in and not think about it until maybe, you know, wherever you are in points the last couple of rounds, maybe just yeah. tone it down or whatever. But the beginning, you can't think about that at all. You got to just carry on, you know? No, yeah, absolutely, right? You just got to, like, however, as soon as, Andy, you know, as soon as you be careful, that's when the shit goes wrong, right? Yeah, as soon you as can't. You, you got to kind of go and do what you need to do, and, and as soon as you slow down a little bit, then something bad. Yeah, like, oh, I got a Supercross title. Right. Oh, shit, here, watch me cartwheel, right, right? Exactly. or whatever. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, that would not be good. Right. Was there something that, out of all this shit that's going on right now, is there some? was there a positive for you, like, okay, now I can work on this, or maybe yeah, he something can hang on my out with bike. Sarah more. Well, that's a plus for sure, <laughs> right? I mean, no, I'm I'm feeling so good again, like physically, like I'm stoked. Like I was Daytona, I feel like I was just starting to maybe like a couple rounds before Daytona, I was really starting to get like back in my groove. I was, you know, uh, on the board at uh, Atlanta. I was on the board every practice, mm-hmm. re-practice, both qualifiers, and I was like feeling good. And then that night, I was kind of looking to get a podium. Um, and then, unfortunately, Jason just got squirrely in front of me a couple of times. And then, um, <laughs> anyway, so I was really starting to just get that confidence back and believe that I could be up there. You know, obviously, I came in very underprepared. Yeah. But um, so this has just gave me more time to get healthy. And, you know, I, I just feel physically and mentally everything like I feel good again. And I'm having fun on my bike where when I first started riding, like I was riding in a little bit of pain and. Everything was just a struggle, you know, um, trying to catch up. I was, it was just catch-up mode. So now I feel like I'm caught up and, you know, just feeling good again. Where's Dean's fiance rank for you, Kiefer, in terms of Out of all the, the hottest, dudes, hottest the dudes chicks, yeah, yeah. Uh, she is third. Third? Yeah. Okay, very good. On the podium. Top three, podium. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's not bad. 
And she's the number fact, one. And, I, and, and I've never met her, right. but from what I've seen and I've heard from other people, she's yep. very friendly. She's very nice. She's yes, always she happy. Yes. She takes care. I see how much she takes care of Dean. Yep. To me, that's a good woman. She seems very nice. Yeah. Right. I don't know her that well, but yeah, so. absolutely. What, who's number one? Uh, uh, number one always for me, and maybe it's not a writer's chick, was Diana. I just think. Really? Yeah. I just have a son. Still. And then, in 2020. And then, and yes. And you want to know the second one that you're going to laugh about as well? What? I have a thing for Weimer's wife. <laughs> cool. Yeah. She's gonna be loving that, yeah. dude. Yeah. I don't know. Like Jake's wife does it for me. That she's curvy. She has a little bit of a mouth on her. <laughs> I fucking love it. Okay, there's keepers <laughs> top three, everybody. And yeah. Sarah's <laughs> it, boy. Get yeah. him all fired up over there. Yeah, I've had many yeah. evenings with yeah. her uh, in oh, my mind. Oh, yeah. oh, many. Yeah. Oh, in your yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. All right. <laughs> right. I, I'm still, I'm still Nicole Way. Like she's still up there. Oh, yeah. hey, um, you know who I, you know who I really like, as in I think she's pretty and I think she's yep. a really cool chick is Paige Brayton. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Paige Brayton and Nicole Way are are they're, they're just naturally they're beautiful, just, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I saw when I was Nick's mechanic, Nick and Nicole got in a fight one time, and she believe me, she's very she's fiery. Also, she's very fiery. I just, I'm into more curvy women. Yeah. Okay. And I think Sarah's curvy. She's so, like a, yeah, Sarah's like yeah. a slim thick yeah. for me, oh, right? Oh, okay. And uh, Nicole, Nicole is is I just curvy. Yeah. I didn't think this part, this interview was gonna go going to go. Yeah, where is yeah. it after dark? Is our, is <laughs> no, our no, starting area? Right. I respect her. I respect her. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, anyways, uh, back to the interview. Uh, Dino, <laughs> what's your favorite Skosh product? What What is your favorite Skosh one? Um, oh, it's gonna be that that iPhone battery packs. I love those things. I use I use them all the time. On the plane, wherever, when the iPhone gets low, you got that battery pack. So um, they're super handy. They have the little clip on them. You just clip clip them like to your backpack or whatever. Mm -hmm. Super just handy. So they have that. Scotia has a lot of awesome products that like you wouldn't even know about. You know, like it's it's super, like they're an awesome company. I'm a boom bottle guy. Yeah. I like that thing. Yeah, that yeah. thing is awesome. Yeah, that I thing's... use that every morning actually in my little when I do my cardio. I use the boom bottle. Well, that's good too. Pulp 2020 to save at Scotia.com. Uh, an awesome sponsor of the Rockstar Energy Husky team of Dean Wilson, award-winning consumer technology, power sports, car audio products, and more. Uh, get the charger that Dino talked about. Get the boom bottle. Get power sports clamps, chargers, cables, that type of stuff. And save with Pulp 2020 code. So, um, Dino, some I've never really, and because we have time and we may as well just talk about it. So, uh, you posted a couple of throwbacks, and one of them was Kamloops Race that I was at, Kamloops Canadian yep. National, when you came out and, and, and won. And then I yep. remember there was this big thing that year, like, would you get the Pro Circuit Rider, weren't you? Blake Baggett was up for it. You were up for it. Yep. Baggett came out and raced at the end of the, end of the Nationals. Um, yeah. And you didn't. What did you yeah. did you did you want to? Were you and Andy thinking about it? Like, what was the decision behind? Like, because you know the the pro baggot people were saying, "Oh, Blake's shown what he can do." Here's here here's Dino's not showing up. Yeah. Like, like what was that yeah. like? You know who guided me a lot through this was um, uh, Dave Gowland. Okay, helped yep. me a lot to get on Metro's team. He would go in and have meetings with him. I would go in and talk to him. And then Ryan Holiday was also a big help. Um. But, yeah, I mean, I, I had a super dominant year that year, like in the A class. Yep. And then uh, I'm pretty sure Dave Gowland recommended that I don't uh, I don't race the outdoors because I don't think I could have raced my bike. It was like my amateur bike or something. There was something weird, was something, so I never okay. ended up yeah, doing yeah. it. Yep. So I, I do know, though, that, like, it, it, Mitch let, like, left me waiting for a long time. <laughs> like, 
I'm talking like maybe first that right on the bike was November 1st. Like it was, it was very late. Cause uh, yeah, it was crazy, man. Wow. Yeah. But it all worked yeah. out. Yeah. It, it totally worked out. And, and I remember thinking like, Oh, I remember thinking at the time, like, Oh, Baggett, Baggett's doing pretty, he's going to show Mitch what he's got. You know, he's bag. He can, I, I don't know. I remember thinking like, Oh, Baggett's going to get the spot now. I don't know why I thought yeah. that, but oh no, it was a battle between me and Blake. Like it was, yep, it was very like we were fighting for it. But I had my results were just I kind of beat him most of the year that year, you know. And then I, uh, you know, four fifties, two fifties, um, yeah. And then yeah, I ended up getting it. So, but it's funny. I was thinking about that, and man, I wish I could have. I would have tried. You know, my 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 plan was to do the first three Canadian nationals and. I, when looking back, I wish I would have tried to win that championship, even if I missed a couple rounds. That would have been kind of yeah. something cool to do. Yeah, it totally would have been, after, right? Yeah. After Edmonton, I chopped the top of my finger off, so I was kind of done anyway. But. <laughs> uh, and th- I forgot that you you rode practice in the 450s, right? For one race? Yeah. I was, yeah. I forgot I about was, that. Uh, at Edmonton, I, I was going to do both classes, but dude, honestly, what, first off, I would have to Ironman it, you know, four four moles yeah and then second off i i qualified fastest on the 450 yeah and then you know i was thinking about it and honestly what put me off the most was this track was so fast and if i didn't get a good start which my starts were not good the roost was insane (laughs) this place it was the worst roost i've ever had in my entire life i had a fifth gear straightaway and i was thinking i just don't know if i have it in me to keep suffering if i have a bad start to like Mm. And then I have the next mode coming up, you know, four. Yeah, yeah. It would have been tough, but <laughs> uh, I think any other track, I probably would have did it. But that one, like, yeah. it, I'm talking rocks for spit. Is that, that, is that the one by the drag strip? Yeah. Yeah, I went, yeah. Out to, I, I, I went to that one once. Yeah, it was flat. It uh, was flat, wide open. Yeah, just whatever. Oh, amazing. <laughs> but those are good times. I enjoyed that. I, that was fun. I definitely remember, like, you know, you showing up at Canada, and I remember thinking to myself, okay, this could hurt, or, hurt him or help him. Because if he, if he doesn't win, yeah. you know, pro circuit, everybody's going to go like, oh, you know, you couldn't be. But then if he dominates, which he did, now it looks like, okay, he's pro. He's ready Good. to go. Yeah. But then he didn't show up at, for yeah. the last Nationals, but Blake did. And I just, yeah. yeah, going back, it was a lot of drama, like you said. So. But before the Nationals that Blake went dead, we just raced Loretta's, and I beat Blake every mole. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, I don't really. So, yeah. yeah, so that was like. You know, it made me kind of look good because I beat him before he went and raced those outdoors, and then he got a fourth one moto. Yeah. Uh, I was stressing, though, for sure. I was like, oh, man. Remember that. And it, so then Blake races for Rockstar, right. the team you're right. on now, yeah. Rockstar Suzuki Dino, and then gets a ride from Mitch the next year, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. Funny. Yep. Funny. And I remember, like, me and Blake were quite big rivals and amateurs, and I got stuck in, remember when I raced Toronto, then I couldn't get back oh, across yeah. the border because I was stuck there. Mm-hmm. And then Blake got his first main event win, and I was so, I sat on the couch watching it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Talk about just painful. I was, like, yeah. almost in tears. Which is but. which now, Dino, in 2020, you look back at all that, and you just shake your head because, like, none of it really matters. Like, you know what I mean? No, as far it doesn't, as, but yeah. honestly, that Freestone win that I gave away still, that ah. still hurt. <laughs> oh, my God. That was, oh. I watched it. It was like one of those movies. I watched it again after not watching it for 10 years. I watched it, and I was hoping, please just tell me the end's different. And it was oh, all. <laughs> and then it came, and I'm just like <laughs> cringing. Oh, painful. I, I know. And, yeah, was it was it one of those days that was super hot? 
Dude, I was fine in the heat. I just okay. I never seen Ratchery the whole race. I never seen him once. I remember. Yeah, I had, I passed Tomac and yeah. I had a huge lead and and like I never seen him. And then he was charging the last lap. I was cruising and I literally thought I had the biggest lead and I thought he was a lap down because he. I looked behind me and I see him and I wreck it back up and then. And then I was like, oh, maybe he has a lap down. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll buy, like, be a good teammate. Yeah. I, I'm like, that's just yeah. stupid. <laughs> and anyways, he fist pumps over the tabletop before the finish. And then I, my heart just crumbles because I just gave away my first win. Uh. But not knowing that I still had the overall win. And I'm rolling the rollers, being crying my eyes out. And Brock passes me over the finish. And I went from first overall to third. Um, uh. And I remember afterwards, people were like, He's delirious. He had heat stroke. He was losing his mind. But no, it wasn't no, any of that. Not right, at all. Right, right. Honestly, I, that was not the case. Like, <laughs> like I had, I was, I was, I was like cruising at the end. So I had some good energy left. Yeah. But oh, that one was painful. But I'm glad I won like the next. Weekend. Yeah, yeah. You said that. I like those little stories that you put up. Like, yeah, you're telling the story, but yeah, what was going through. I was just trying to keep people. Yeah entertained with throwback thursdays there's some good races out there and yeah a little story behind it yeah that's funny it's funny when i watch races like that and yeah. i watch dean ride i try to compare his styles from then and see what's changed and there's and i was going to ask you this i don't see a lot different from when you were on i just got taller yeah right? yeah that's my thing i wish that's one thing i wish i was that same height and light like i was then i was like 5'11 and I was about 150, 155 pounds. But I remember in 2012 was like the year that I really just like I was I was trying not to eat much, and you know I was trying so hard, but dude, the muscles was just growing on me. I couldn't help it. <laughs> and then yeah, I just became a, a bit of a big lad these days. But I mean, um, I wish I could be like you know that that body type still, but it's just it's not the way it is anymore unfortunately we got a call for you from damon uh damon what's going on what's your question for dean wilson uh yes sir number one um you used to have like really cool merch as far as like um these t-shirts that were like kind of like cartoonish but moto Uh i'm I'm hoping those come back like because um i bought one and it got ruined, and uh, so I'm hoping that you keep doing that. Yeah, also, we'll we'll, we'll have to get one back up. And you know who made that? Steve was out. Uh, who got that painted was um that the, the artwork was. Do you remember Wally? He used to do like those Pastrana ones and the, mm-hmm. the, the artist uh, Wally. Uh, no, I don't actually. No, I don't. You, you, they were like old school Pastrana ones yeah, yeah. in the grass, like with the big heads. They're super cool. But he did the artwork for that, so. Yeah, we'll have to help him up and get a new one going. All right. Yeah, there you go. Coming down. Come on up the go. presses, Damon. Thanks, man. And, and how serious is cross-jumping? I always hear about, like, um, going back to you and Baggett, like, I always heard, like, this. Um, I remember after this moto, he was like, you cross-jumped me, and that's this, that, and the other. Like, I mean, how – is that just something that somebody says when they're getting beat, or is how serious is that in, in the industry? No, cross-jumping's the worst. Like, that's the – the worst possible thing you could do because you can't really move in the air. Like if someone cuts you off in a corner, you can kind of figure. But in the air, you're like, you're not on land, obviously. So it's the worst. Your front wheel just gets cleaned out and whatever. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. That was from Pala 2011. We had a super heated battle and we fought super hard. And like he says, I was cross jumping, and then to this day, I don't think I was. I would never do it in intentional um, manner. But yeah, it, was, it got a little hot, but. 
I've always <laughs> said, I've always said, everybody cross jumps at some point, uh, not on purpose, just, you know, whatever the case of racing, if you're in front, you control the track and it happens and it's all happened to everybody. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, I don't, there's some guys that do it on purpose. Vince Freeze had that reputation, right? And, and, and there was enough people saying that Vince did it on purpose that I believed that he was doing it on purpose, but for the most part, yeah, I, I got yeah. cross jumped by our, even what's sketchy too is getting cross. I don't even know what you call it. Cross whooped because Freezy cross whooped me. I was like about to pass him <laughs> in the whoops, and he just turned left through the whoops. And then so like I'm like kind of breaking, but my front ends end. Oh, sketchy. But anyways, yeah, cross jumping is just not okay. Yeah, yeah. Don't you feel though, Andy, that everybody does it at some point? Yeah, I think sometimes you know obviously you get crosses in a rut. And yeah. There's nothing you can do. It just yeah. happens. But mm-hmm. some guys do it. Yeah. Some guys do it bad, and, and you can really see it sometimes. You yeah. Know? No, I, yeah. I agree. All right. Uh, but I got one yeah. for Dean. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Quick. Sorry, Andy. Dean, yeah. this is Andy from Husqvarna. Hey, I just wanted to tell you, first of all, thank you for those videos and, and giving away bikes to those kids. Yeah. Dude, I think that is the coolest thing in the world. It it, it To me, it, it just shows the other side of, of what our sport is and what like I, I think our sport needs to be. And uh, but I just want to say thank you, and, and not just because oh. I work for Oscarvana, but because I think it it helps our sport and helps people see what what you guys do and and really the commitment you guys have to our sport. You know. Oh, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's just something I think like um, I, I've been kind of just doing this the past few years. Like it's like I don't know. I feel like sometimes you need to. Uh, I, I'm just thankful for what I have, more or less. And then, it, you know, you think if, you know, I, I think of if I went back to a kid and, you know, one of my, um, you know, heroes were ever knocked on the door and I had an old, old bike that needed, you know, I needed a new one and it would just be the best day ever. So I just try to put myself in, you know, being a kid, you know, again. And um, I just like to get back. I think it's, it just makes me feel good and, uh you know, it's a it's a good deed to do. So yeah, for sure. And you know, um, you know, you we were just talking about that the the year you won the two fifty championship, and and just in the last two weeks, I went back on uh, YouTube yeah. and watched all the races. And if mm-hmm. people out there, if you ever want to see the the coolest series that year when you Rattray Baggett Baggett yeah. Tickle was on the team, yeah. Yeah. you guys were amazing i mean well, and you guys fought it out every race i think dean you were off the podium three times in 24 motos or something like no i don't yeah I, it's I ridiculous that. that's definitely a paul p question but mm-hmm. i know we were we won every moto but one as a team 23 out of 24. Yeah. Yeah. Swanee. Swanee got it. And so it's like oh, that's, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right, right. Yeah, who, who forgot about that? So, um, yeah. well, Ed Dean, thanks for the time. Tell Sarah she's number three. She's podium. She's podium. So tell her that. I'll tell her. Maybe I'll tell her. To, I don't know. What, what do we got to do to step up to get up on the box? <laughs> yeah, that's not the time right now, Dean. Not the yeah. time. <laughs> Uh, actually, actually, before before right, we, I'm before, out of here. See you guys. All right, see you, Dino. Later. See you later. Uh, Walt Hackensmith was the guy. Dino, by the way, I flew. the the cartoonist oh. Walt Hackensmith. Huh. Hey, quickly, let's bring our our former co-host in, Jake and Coke. Jake Weimer, what's oh, up? Oh shit! Oh, you're what's in up, now. Fellas? How are you? I'm good. I just left the local dealership and picked me up a new. YZ 450 2020. Oh, Blue Crew, welcome, welcome back, welcome aboard. 
Yeah. And he's yep, not stoked. Getting ready to go. <laughs> uh, you had a KTM 125, though, for a bit there. I was getting worried. I still – yeah, no, I still have that. I just – this year, I still – I want to do – I mean, assuming it all happens, but I would like to do that Washougal, the 125 race during the national. Yeah, yeah. And right. the KTM – so I picked the KTM 125 just – Oh. newer bike it's a little easier to make it run fast so that's why i picked the ktm 125 but yeah the sticking with the blue crew 450 uh, i'm glad to help convert you on that fantastic machine fantastic <laughs> Just, that's all right did. he's still halfway there he's still halfway i'm <laughs> okay. okay he's got a little <laughs> bit listen jake uh i just want to touch base with you real quick is nicole in the car with you no okay well Tell her this. Chris, Chris Kiefer's in studio. Oh, boy. Uh, we just hung up with Dino. And yep. and Chris put Sarah, Dean's fiance, number three on his hottest wives list. Okay. Yep. You know who's number two? I mean, I'm going to guess Nicole. Nicole Weimer. I yep. think he, Jake who's might know this one? already. Who's, Who's number one? Well, it's not a, really a rider wife. I just think Diana's super hot and like. I, I don't think she counts. Okay. I don't think she should be in the list. Really? She's not a rider wife or girlfriend. I don't know. I'm just talking about industry. Okay. Anyways, congratulations, Jake, to you and Nicole. Yeah. For that. Congratulations. I'll let her know. Actually, I she I think I saw something maybe a while ago, or she saw it on Twitter or something that. Kiefer had mentioned something about Nicole. Shit. Yeah. What it? What it? What was the word? Uh, Slim thick or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's his. That's, right, yeah, right. yeah, and then so and, and he says he I'm likes. Yeah, he like and he likes the mouth on her. She's, I like she's her. funny. She's, a, she's, she's feisty. feisty. She gives you shit. She she'll fucking. Oh god, cuss you have no idea. F bombs sometimes you to you, no and I, I I like all of it. <laughs> you have no clue. He says <laughs> you have no clue. <laughs> so, uh, well, I just want to let you. Thrilled, yeah. Huh? Congratulations, we'll make you a plaque or something. We'll make her a plaque or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do something. You know, you know why right. he's got he's getting a bike, right? Why? He's he's getting ready. For for, for Loretta's? No. Nope. What? What? Nope. What are we? He's getting ready for vets. World vets? I feel like uh, this is what's when happening. Is that? Not till November. I don't Oh yeah, I got time then. Uh, you bring I it get, on down to my class, see what you got. I get these little DMs from uh his buddy, Chance Hymas. Watch out, Weimer's coming. Oh yeah. Watch out. Just every now oh, and again I he'll he'll just drop it in. Okay. Yep. I'm so. excited. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, Where is it? Glenn Helen? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm fine with Glenn hey, Helen. I, I went, like Glenn Helen. I don't know if I like it on Thursdays, but I like it. Weimer, I went 14-9 for seven. <laughs> wow. That's better than my two... Four for an overall? Yeah, good point. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. So, um, well, hey, thanks for picking up. I just, congratulations to you and Nicole. Yeah, tell Nicole hi. Number two. Yeah, I'm stoked. I'll I'll bet she'll be even, she'll she'll be pretty thrilled about this, I think. (laughs) I mean, why not? There's not... There's not a lot of action going on with everything happening. Right. Just sitting in the house all day, so this could be a good pick-me-up. <laughs> yeah, <this>, exactly. <laughs> We're going to brighten your day a little bit. So, um, all right. Hey, thanks, Jake. Thank you, man. Hey, what about – I actually was going to call Kiefer. I okay. didn't know he was in studio. But yeah, he's right here. Kiefer, yeah. there's there's too many buttons on the handlebars, bro. I need to get rid of some of these. Yeah, the only thing you got to pay nah, attention yeah, to is the They're all the, good. They're the all needed. Side. Everything's good. They're all needed. The, the right I side. I wasn't talking to you, Steve. <laughs> the left side is map. That's all you need. 
The other one is yeah. start. I don't need the launch control. Yeah, don't, don't screw that. with that. I don't mess with it. I don't even so know what that button you, does. Can you can you unplug it or something, and then you're good? You can, but you don't even unplug it. Just leave it there or just take it off. And, yeah. And, hey, we'll get you the Travis Preston 3 map. So you, yeah, send me that over. You can load that map in, and then you can use the stock map on number one because you you can have two maps, and you can try it out. So I have yeah. my map and Travis's map on mine. It's good. Oh, maybe I should try your map. Yeah. I like TP's map. It, it's a little more aggressive. Yep. It's a little more aggressive. So mine's That's a little bit longer. That's one thing I never... I never did on my last one. I never messed with like the mapping and stuff on your phone. I never did it, but I'm I'm gonna do it on this one. I it's, need to see what this thing's really all about. It's super easy to do. Like yeah. seriously, it's not. I know it seems intimidating, but dude, it, the app is wireless Wi-Fi. You hook it up. It's like you move some buttons, plus minus. It's like super easy. Yeah, just yeah. just have yeah. Nicole call me and I'll teach her how to do it. It's not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, all right. listen, Jake. As soon as things it. settle down, our audience needs Jake and Coke back in studio. So, I'm in. You know, you know, yeah. I'm in. I, I enjoy being. Yep. People, people miss Jake and Coke. So, thanks, buddy. All right. Have a good night, all right. guys. Later. All right. Later. All right. Uh, that's Jake Weimer. Uh, let's get some more phone calls here. Uh, first up, uh, Mark for Kiefer. Mark, what's up? You got a question for Chris Kiefer? Hey, what's up, guys? How's I just going? bought a uh, new 2020 Yamaha 450. It's my first e-start bike. And I was just wondering, uh, as far as, like, charging the battery goes and stuff like that, I don't ride quite as much as I used to, but are you supposed to put that on a charger in between rides? I always hear people complaining about the Yamaha battery and how it dies sometimes. I mean, I have had batteries die on me, but most of them were 250Fs. But I have never put my 450F on a charger, and I have gone as long as four weeks five weeks without touching it and it always started so unless you're okay, going to sure. like store it for the winter i wouldn't no no i'm just talking just like a weekend or two off or something like that oh no, no you're, you're fine yeah you're good bro yeah don't worry about it okay because i've heard some people say that the new 450s need like a certain charger for the certain voltage and stuff like that and i didn't understand wasn't sure about no. that no no, I mean, last year they had fire, Firepower was a big mod yep. uh, for guys to do that was 2019. Yep. 2020. Yeah. Haven't had any issues. Guys haven't had any heard issues, right. Doing haven't that. heard of them. So. But honestly, here's okay. the deal. Like, if it dies, let's say your battery dies, I know some guys say, hey, I'm going to charge it. It's just time to get a new battery. Okay. Got so. it. Okay. But yeah. the 2020 battery is a lot better than the 19. Yeah, I would stick with that. You haven't, shouldn't have any problems. Okay, awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, let's get some more phone calls here. Tyler's on, too. Tyler, what's going on, man? Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you? Good. What's hey, going yeah, on? Yeah, I, I just want to talk to you guys a little bit about uh, the future for Factory Suzuki. And uh, will any other teams, race shops, ever be East Coast-based, do you think? Yeah, I don't know about the East Coast thing. I mean, Andy, this industry's been in SoCal for so long outside of JGR. Yeah. I know some, like, Tedesco and DV went to Texas. They didn't really like it uh, for, 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 you know, riding facilities. It would make sense to move everything to Florida. Like, if all the OEMs just said, screw California and their taxes and everything else were mo and their land problems, we're going to Florida, that would be ideal, but they're not going to do that. No, right? if, the OE if all the OEMs went, the problem is if the OEMs are here, like, let's take JGR, the OEMs yeah. here, you got to ship everything. And it, you people don't understand how expensive it is to ship. Yeah bikes and i mean yeah. i watch sometimes in the race shop they're shipping four or five bikes to florida now yeah I mean, the cost is ridiculous <laughs> and, you know? and another thing to think about too is that everyone who's ridden for jgr and has lived out there chad and Millsaps and brayton and all these guys <laughs> dude 
it still snows and gets right. very cold in cold Charlotte. And, like, right. they can't ride some days, yeah. right. which is not going to be suitable for any OEM guys, right. you know, and all that test track stuff and all that. Right. There are more days than you think that Charlotte is cold and snowy and you're unable to ride. Well, especially when you're trying to test stuff and yeah. you don't want it to be cold because that's not a race condition. You yeah. know, it's, especially yep. when you're talking outdoors, yeah, it's yeah. going to be hot. So, yeah. that's, I mean, you know. To me, as a Canadian, I just thought Charlotte was 24-7 warm weather like a SoCal. Mm. It's not. Right. It's not. They get snow. It gets cold. I mean, yeah. there are uh, people forget Honda is in Ohio. Uh, Yamaha's in Georgia. Yamaha's in Georgia. So there are other areas. It's just most of the motorcycle yeah. units are here in Southern California. I mean, Yamaha's got everything in Georgia except for marketing R&D. and race team and R&D. Right. 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 So everything's in Georgia now except for three things. So is the whole Cypress building empty? It's, do we know? It's way yeah. barren, dude. Right. But do they still own it and work out of there? Yeah, yeah. But, dude, imagine how those people had to move. Like, yeah, right. there must be nobody in that building. Yeah, right. they moved a lot. I had a bathroom that I like to go to. That was like a... <laughs> Which one was it? Uh... Uh, all the way down. Okay, go to the. Um, so you're in the past the cafe. Yeah, past the cafeteria. Yeah, down there on the left. It was a nice walk. You could get away from Jimmy yep. and the race. It was by team. the gym, kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was, you know, you could just get some peace time away from the <laughs> race shop. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I imagine yeah. if I go to that bathroom now, there'll be nobody there. Right. You can read a magazine for yep. five minutes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then Jimmy be texting you something. So. Well, yeah. Uh, all right, Tyler. That's about it, man. Yeah. Cool. Thank yeah, you. Thanks. Uh, also, you know, what do you guys think about like the amateurs coming up for Suzuki? Like, do you think? Suzuki has a future with like some of the 250 guys making their pro debut or whatever, or do you think they're kind of like? I, mean, I know they're like a. Not, I don't want to say to say a lower brand, but they're more. They're struggling right now, and I feel like here's, I don't know if there ever be will be a resurgence. Here's well, what for Suzuki that, that Bar X team with Brooks was making some headways. They had some good guys. One of them left for Star under like yeah. some dubious circumstances, yeah. but. It seems like, and I'll let you keep her, but it seems like Suzuki's all over the place. Like, hey, this year we're going in, we're all in, we're pulling out. Like, and they can't, you can't build yeah. a program like that. Yeah. They, have, they have Casey Cochran, which I think is cool, but I don't know if there's any other guys that are like prospects to go with Suzuki when they turn pro. I'm not sure. Well, here's what I know R&D is no longer around. The guys they had there, they let go. So, yeah. to me, as an R&D guy, that's, that's not a good sign. That's your first sign that things are going south. Right? So. so I think as as a whole in our industry, we need Suzuki. I just talked about this on my podcast, like how much we need that brand because there's a lot of people that are getting introduced to motorcycling, especially now during the quarantine. I know it sounds weird, but I have never seen so many people riding dirt bikes near my home than there is now. People from new bikes to old bikes to quads to all these different bikes. And Suzuki, you can go buy a new RMZ for $5,000. And that is unheard of at, at yeah. this time right now so i just hope they still produce motorcycles they're still around and they keep helping because how long ago was suzuki number one in amateur support right. like they no. helped everybody i just did a podcast with pat alexander it'll be out soon Millsaps, hepler jessamine pastrana right, right. they were the cranking point. these dudes out yeah. uh, eli tomac right. jeremy martin mm-hmm. they're cranking these dudes out and they've always had great contingency yeah and there are people may or may not believe this, but their bikes are reliable bikes. Right. They're not right. pieces of crap. And for so. me as a manufacturer, working for a manufacturer, we need all the manufacturers that we can have in this sport, you know? Yeah. We need, you Every, know, it's, yeah. it's competition, right. and, and that only makes us better the right. more people we see. Look, the, uh, and so there, here's where the comparison stops a little bit. Yamaha at one time was where Suzuki's at now. They had an oil tank and a carburetor on the 250F. Right. Nobody wanted to ride it. Stu was crashing the shit out of that 2010 YZ450. It was heavy. It was wide. It wasn't good. I remember I did a story. There was one 
250F non-star bike in the night show at Anaheim one one year. That mm. was it. One dude. Right. There's three Yamahas. Two of them were star guys and one privateer. Right. No one wanted to ride the bike. What happens? R&D gets in. Yep. They test. They develop. They come up with bikes. They're, they're blues everywhere now, yeah. right. including myself, 14.9 for seventh overall. Uh, so Suzuki can do it. You've seen OEMs be, turn around. Turn around. Yep. They can do it. They just they, they got to start. They got to have R&D. They got to test. And that costs money, I feel like I feel like they're... They're half in with Brooks and a, and, a, and a Bar X team, and then they're half out. And I feel like they're half in with the pro guys and half out. Either pull out and, and work on sidekicks and motors, boat motors, or get back in. Right. What they're doing now to me is like a half measure. Right. You guys agree? Yes, for yeah. sure. As a rider or as a young kid up and coming, I, there's not anybody that I've been around that says, man, I, just, I need to get on Suzuki. I need right. to focus right. my yeah. energy on that. Yeah. They need to. Uh, Tyler, over. you. Uh, you got a bike? Yeah. What do you need for the bike? What kind of bike you got? Ooh. You I texting? have a 2018 250F. What K- kind? K- K- KTM. Okay. Perfect. All right. What should we give him? A chain. A chain? Yeah. Firepower chain? Yeah. You want a chain? Sure. All right. Okay. We'll give you a chain from for the folks at Firepower, firepowerparts.com, all right? Awesome. Thanks, guys. All right. Stay, stay on hold. All right. Talon will get your okay. info. All right. After Talon's done dreaming of single tracks, he'll get your Get your info. Uh, Tanner, what's up? Hey, Steve. I got a question about Marilyn Bastido. Yeah. I was on a vintage CMA Facebook page. Why? The other day because I love vintage motocross, and I'm from Thunder Bay, Ontario. Okay. Home of Shane Drew. Home of Shane Drew, by the way. Home of Shane Drew. I actually know Shane Drew, and I've experienced uh, a lot of his workmanship. It's awesome. Great guy. Okay. Nicole, um, Nicole but yeah, my question about my uh, my question about Marilyn is: I read that she had a stroke last weekend. I I heard that also, but I, I don't I can't confirm that. I just heard it through a text message from Canadian Moto guys. But I heard she had okay, a stroke. Okay, yeah, yeah, I was just I was just going to see if you had any information. No. I know you're a little more detached from the Canadian side of things now, but yeah, no, um, I don't really have any more. Nope. Okay. Um, my l- second part is kind of along the lines of vintage motocross. Um, growing up in Manitoba, do you know who Kim Hood is? Of course. Yeah, I grew up with Kim. Yeah. Yep. So I heard some grumblings that he's having a vintage motocross national, like kind of an invitational thing. And I uh, I got a 77 RM250 that's got your name on it if you wanted to come up for that. Come on, bro. You oh, should listen, know better. Andy, Andy rode Suzuki's in seven, late seventies. Andy, do I want to no, ride that thing? Not really. I don't want to ride that thing. <laughs> I, I'm Blue Crew. Listen, I'm Blue Crew. Bro. That's it. Why so. do you think I am offering it for you to ride? It? <laughs> yeah, smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. No, uh, no, I'm not. I'm not into it. But you know what? I did pick up today. My childhood 1991 CR500. This guy in British Columbia bought it from my dad, who was my bike when I raced, grew up. Growing up, I raced it. My dad got it. Yeah. Under dubious circumstances. I'll just leave it at that. And I bought it back today from the guy who bought it from my dad, and it is coming home. So that's separate from the one that you got a couple weeks ago then? No, no, this is the same one. But I actually, I didn't have it then. Now I have it. Like, I got it. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, 1991 okay, yeah, CR500. It's coming. What are you gonna do with it? Yeah, I don't I, know. I tweeted okay. to you about it the other day, yeah. the other week, and we talked about I, it with the Antignat brothers. I think I'm gonna ride it. Are you gonna ride it? Yeah, you gotta kick it. 
At Western? Better. What do you think, Andy? Riding? Ooh. No. Yeah, it's a good bike, but you just got to kick. I got to see this. A... Oh, dude, I'll, I'll yard the shit out of that thing. Really? Yeah, I was a 500 yeah, specialist. Gotta, you got to make a video of that. Oh, I will. For sure. For sure. All right. Thanks, buddy. Thank you for the call. Perfect. Cheers. Be careful on that thing, dude. What do I got to be careful for? <sighs> Two-stroke 500s are amazing. Thank you. If you can make this suspension okay. work, they're good. They're really Not good. a Honda. Yeah. That thing was a light switch. Yeah, no, no, no. no. Dude, that thing. You know what, though? A guy told me. Uh, so I got a I got a, a silencer for it from Mitch. Mm -hmm. he, but a guy told me, leave the stock one on. Smooth it out. It's mellow and it's longer and it's mellow and everything. Yeah. Dude, I rode, when I worked for Larry Rossler, I rode one of his KX500s and it was the smoothest, easiest thing that I could ride. But then we popped on a Honda. Yeah. And I was yeah, like, yeah. holy boy. Now, if you talk to like Stanton and RJ, like, Wardy and those, they, yeah, yeah, those Wardy, those yeah. old KX 500s yeah. were, were better bikes. Right. Yeah. yeah. The so thing was, yeah, it was it wasn't a Husqvarna Twin Shock no. 84. Exactly. No. Yeah. I will <laughs> say the 85 water cooled, that thing was badass. Yeah, the Husqvarna. Was badass. Yeah, it was. They, they made a big change yeah, right there. Made so. a huge change. Um, all right. Lots more questions there. Uh, Jason Thomas is coming up. Uh, Ryan Hughes is coming up. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. <laughs> you just can't wait. I can't wait. Ah! Did yeah. I did I uh, Marks? Did I say that Anton is brought to you by Scosche? Because then I did the Scosche ad already. No, I thought you said Dino was. I know uh, Dino was Vertex Pistons. Dino was and then Vertex. I threw a Scosche ad in there. Yeah, yeah, you but did. But Anton is presented by Scosche tonight. Yes. Okay, and Michael Antonovich from Swap Moto Live presented by Scosche. Pulp twenty twenty is a code to save Scosche dot com. We'll just throw him out another mention. Anton, what's up, buddy? What's going on, boys? We got Rhino on the night. I know it's gonna be sick. <laughs> It's, yeah, dude. Rhino, Rhino is badass, dude. Like, if anybody ever gets the chance to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with him, he is a Rhino with me in like thirty-five years. So, <laughs> I can see that. As far as like, yeah. yeah, I'll be off the reservation. It'll be cool. Uh, hey, did I don't know? Were you listening earlier, Anton? Yes, I was. Okay, uh, so keeper, I'm in full agreement with you. Thank you. I was gonna bring. So, okay, so N Diana, my, yeah, Diana, no, Nicole, Nicole. Oh no, not for okay. So just Nicole, as far as sneaky. Sneaky in the rankings, Anton. Yes. Nicole reminds me of my chick. Yeah. So, they, and then they're good friends. Like, they see each other and they hang out. So, yeah, that's why I think Nicole's badass. Can yeah. I get a Nicole Way talk at all going? Here's, I want to tell you. Nicole can I, can I, Way is badass because Nicole is so nice. Can I get like an every time I see? Can I get an Ellie Reed comment at all? Ellie's cool. I like Ellie. Ellie's got that old school, like, when I was super fan into it. Yeah. Okay. I just not You're into the, all the. I'm not into the carcass type of women. Carcass. I, I need more meat. The carcass. I don't want a carcass just with. Don't, don't, I don't need you can't refer fallopian to a woman, tubes and ribs. You can't re <laughs> refer to a woman as a carcass. No, Come on. anything like something skinny. Like I need a little meat. <clears throat> okay, like that's I much need better. some some mm. meat so, a little mm. bit, just okay. so I can grab that ass or grab the side of the stomach or just something. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> he's getting he's, for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's doing it like, his, and, like yeah. he's doing and it. And Nicole is beautiful. Naturally, she's beautiful, but I need a little thicker. For me, personality is everything. It really is. And, Absolutely, and I agree. Nicole is rad personality. I'm, yes, as is Nicole Way. They're both rad personalities. Mm -hmm. so. There it is. Uh, all well and all well dressed. That's like the one thing I always talk to them about. Is like, oh yeah, how's your clothes? Yeah. Oh, see, I don't really Every do much of that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I'm not big on that. Um, hey, listen, uh, how's things in uh, St. Louis with this COVID nineteen? Are you, are you okay? How, how we doing? Oh, I'm good, dude. This is great. <laughs> I'm okay. good, dude. This is great. I'm fine. I'm I feel like he's lying, okay, dude. again. Yeah, no. Kiefer, you're worried for Anton. I'm worried because he hasn't traveled. It's not in his routine, and I know how he is. And 
it, it's not good. Like he needs um, he needs hey, some of this. Buddy. I uh, okay. I'm if you, if anybody's ever watched like King of the Hill, I'm very much Dale Gribble and that whole like the apocalypse is near at any time. Yeah, you so, are. Like, yeah, yeah. This is all just in my wheelhouse. But then. Uh, I'll be honest, like, yeah, it sucks. Like, the last two weekends, of, maybe three weekends, like two weeks ago and this past weekend, you just sit here and you think about going to the races, and I watched old races, like I watched Tom Jernet's Team Fried thing, and I'm at a bunch of those races that are in there. And I'm like, God, I just want to go back to the races so bad. Like, I just want to go see that shit, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, there are some days that it's awesome, and I'm like, okay, hey, this is fine, and St. Louis is great, and it's good to be home. And there's other days where I'm like, yeah, can we go? Like, anytime, please, can we go? Um, I told somebody today, and I don't take this the wrong way, Anton, because you're, you're a buddy. Never. Guy, but we were talking about the races getting started, and I said, I'm in between Anton and Trump. Like, Anton's, <laughs> Anton's like, the <laughs> world is ending. Spectrum. There's no more races going on. Everybody buckle down. Uh, Armageddon is here, and Trump is like, this is a, bull- this is a f- bullshit hoax virus. <laughs> right. I said, I'm in the middle. I'm right. I'm yeah. kind of like, we got to get things going. Right. We got to get things opening we gotta up. We got to be careful. But this, be is, careful. this is yeah. serious. Yeah, this is serious. There's people really dying. So I said, Anton to Trump, what's my, what's my meter? And I'm in the yeah. middle. That's fair. That's very, that's two very broad ends of the spectrum. So. Um, because, like, listen, though, if the, and I brought this up today. I'm, I want Supercross to start before motocross. It's logical. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I want things to Total get going. Thing. But, dude, you, you show up at Glendale. You're, you're not quarantining these guys for the whole time. Like, I'm, that's not going to happen. You're, no. You are not going to tell these athletes you cannot practice right. this whole time. That's not going to happen. So, athletes are coming and going. People are spreading this thing, potentially. You're, yes, people have masks on. And, yes, there will be limited people there. And I get it. Someone gets this thing, and we've seen perfectly healthy people die from this. They're, you look in the news. It, it, they're, they're, people are like, my brother died. He was 38 years old. You know, blah, blah, blah. Someone dies from this, heaven forbid. And now we live in this America that loves to litigate things. Hmm. Feld is opening themselves up for a big thing here, and I just cannot see how this is going to work, Anton. That's where I'm at. Like, in the fall, sure, but I cannot see it now. So, and see, that's like, this is where everybody thinks I'm all doom and gloom. Dude, I'm not being doom and gloom. I'm being illogical. Like, you have to think, if Feld gets opened up to a lawsuit then, then what's to say the teams don't? Because you said that my employee, I'm a 1099 contracted yeah. employee, and you said I had to go. I, so then when you get in trouble, then you get to sue the team or whatever. Well, okay. The infa- Fe- all of it, the whole infrastructure thing, you're just so wide open to issues. Dude, Feld will it's, have you sign your life away, but that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. No. Yeah. No, and the other issues that this presents, like the whole spring training thing that's been milled about, yeah, they live on campuses there. There's laundry there. They do food and cleaning. Like, that's not the same thing. That's a union. That's a a union agreement between players and and the league, and they can do that. They can bring their families in, sit in these resorts, and quarantine the shit out of them. That's totally different. Uh Uh-huh. And then let's say that we do get everybody at one hotel – and then everybody has to meter their time in and out of the gym. So then we just spread a staff infection or ringworm, like at the high school wrestling team, like around each other. Like, dude, they're just, they're so, there are so many things that you're just like, oh, my God, this yeah. one issue could spawn 25 more that you never I just, expected. I hope they do it. I want them to do it. But this thing just seems, you know. Uh, Have you heard any? Yeah, I, I, I'm very, like, flip a coin on it. Like, is it going to happen? Is it not? They're going to try to make it happen. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen in the middle of May. I think it'll happen later than that, yeah. a couple of weeks delayed. But um, I think they're really going to make it happen. Do you think, and this is just a broad question, 
this is both to both of you, Steve and Anton. Do you think this thing has blown up too far as far as people staying home and just don't do anything? What do you mean too far? Like, all right, we've been doing this for how long now? You think it's, uh, like you said, you're in the middle somewhere, but yeah. do you think like, okay, hey, now it's up to each individual to take care of his or herself. Like, if you're scared and you think you might get sick or infect someone yeah, yeah, you yeah. love, stay, home. stay the fuck home. Right. But if you want to live and do your thing, wash your hands, wear the mask, go out and live your life. Marks, do you think from – Marks is, like, super smart with stocks and trades and this stuff. Yeah. Like, is there a tipping point for the economy, Marks, here? The, uh, oil, the oil ships are backed up outside the port at Long Beach. Oil gnarly. Because right. they're not using oil. Right. The oil one, that's, that's a long game that they've been planning out for a few months, too. So what happens, yeah. Marks? Not a, like – like, I, I, I honestly don't know. Yeah, I, I'm... Well, back to you. I'm just kind of watching. <laughs> you I'm, pumped him up too much. I, I, I know, dude. I totally pumped him up. I thought he would have an answer. <laughs> I'm not a, a genius economist or anything, but uh, I kind of just go with the price action and, and follow that. But yeah, I don't I don't have the answers, honestly. Like, like I just How are you going to live your life? What would what are you going to do? If, if Feld said, okay, we're on, you can come, Steve, but hey, you have to sign a waiver or whatever. I'm just yeah, throwing something yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah. It's up to you. What are you doing? I think I'm wearing a mask and gloves and going. Okay. Anton? I'm 100% there. Uh, yeah. That's Andy, Andy what would you, how would you feel? Um, yeah, I would wear a mask for sure yep. and gloves. I'm not that paranoid, really. I always think about if I get it and, you know, maybe it sounds crazy, but if you get it and something happens, like it's, you were meant to be. I mean, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. the way it is. Right, but right. I, I mean, now I think we just need to get back to the problem I have and, and you know, to go on a, a stupid Andy story, but the problem I have is traveling. You know, you travel, yeah. I travel. I watch these people all day long go into the bathrooms in in, in hotels and in uh, airports and don't wash their hands. If everyone would just start yeah. taking a little hygiene, yeah. we probably wouldn't be as bad, but people just, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. they act like it's never going to happen to them. And, and you watch them and you say, like, Dude, wash your hands. Like, yeah. what's yeah, the yeah. deal? I don't right. want to touch that door after you did. And if and if everyone would just do that for yep. now, yep. I think we would, you know, we probably could get back to, to life as it was. I, I think the massing's going to be a while because you just never know who's out there that coughs behind yeah, you yeah, and then yeah. you get some yeah. thing, you know. So I, I hate it. Believe you me, when I go into a store, I forget my mask half the time. And I have to go back to my car and get it. Yeah. And I walk back in like like feel like a real idiot. But um, I think for a while we're going to have to do that. I mean, I can't wait like here in Vegas, like where we live in the desert when it's 110 and you have a mask on. You can't, yeah, you can't, you can't yeah. breathe anyway. Right. And now you really can't breathe. So I I, I don't know, Anton. I, I was I'm, I'm more skeptical of them pulling off than 50-50 like you said. I'm very way more skeptical, but I think but it's like a coin toss at this point. You said coin toss. That's 50-50. No, like like – I think it's going to come down to a coin toss of like, hey, you think this is going to happen or not? But mm-hmm. like personally, I don't think, I don't think it's going to happen, and I haven't thought it's going to happen for a bit. And and again, I know everybody's trying. Like I know that there's so much more that would benefit all of us because like even you and I, our income is solely is not solely but largely decided on if racing is happening or not. You know, I want to go, I want it to happen, but it's just like. It, we get so caught up into certain things. Like, dude, you get those trucks out there. That's going to be a couple hundred thousand dollars for everybody all together. And then to say, hey, never mind, can't do it. We're going to have to try this again later. Like, just so many things could go wrong. I yeah. got a. Uh, I wasn't going to say this, but I have a person that works over there 
at the stadium in Phoenix, and he's higher up, and I know him pretty good. I've known him for a while. Hold on, in Phoenix? Yeah. And oh, it's a secret friend you have? Yes. You got a secret friend. And he 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 knows a little bit. He doesn't know yeah. much about Moto. Yeah, yeah. But I've talked to him about this situation. He go. He laughed. He's like, "That's not happening. That's no way it's going to happen." <laughs> well, I know that the Glendale people are different than the Phoenix people. Glendale yeah. is a separate suburb, and they're separate government and mayor and all that. And mm-hmm. the Phoenix guys are like, "No, nothing's happening." And then the Glendale people are aggressive. But uh, yeah, hey Anton, so did Swap Moto cut your pay? Or are you good to go? No, I'm all good, man. Yeah, okay. It's the usual. Um, if anything, like busier than ever. Uh-huh. And then now this is opening up to where I'm going to try to go get a bike in the next few weeks and then do some riding around here. What? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. 125? Yeah. 125? I tried. I think I'm getting a 252 stroke. Whoa. Uh, Anton, yeah. be careful. I'm going to, I'm going to gear it down. All I'm right. going to put a rag in the air box. I'm going to probably <laughs> put a washer over the inlet of the, uh, exhaust port. Yeah. All that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as a as another media guy, um, what do you, is how how bad are you struggling for content right now? I mean, Kiefer, you're you test things and you ride, so it's a little different for you. But like for us at Racer X and for Pulp MX and like like we're struggling. Like we're doing a we're doing a draft of riders on Racer X right now. <laughs> um, you know, well, I have enough stuff. Like since we're a smaller staff than you guys, I like, have enough like weekly responsibilities that I got to check off. And there have been some times where I'm like, oh man, what like what am I going to write or what can't I write? But like what you guys were talking about with Dean earlier, people just want to hear stories right now. So even if you just come up with some little story, like some little antidote or whatever yeah. about something you have, do people love it? Yeah. So it's like, oh, yeah, you know what? Watch Terra Firma. Watch an old race. Watch something, and you could find out a lot, about a lot. Yeah, Andy, um, you watched the championship, right? Yeah, yeah it's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there's enough stuff, I think, to even – like it's a good time for guys to get creative. You'll see – you know, when you and I did that podcast a couple months ago before all this even started, we all said, like, the cream's going to rise at the top at some point, and you'll find out who the good creative people are and who yeah. aren't, and I think now is the time of that for, for at least some part. It's uh, it's awesome that the people that I, – I don't know about – well, I guess you guys don't hear much about it, but people are really appreciative that we're keeping the show going. It's really yeah. neat to get the DMs and the mm-hmm. YouTube stuff. Like, people are like, thank you for keeping it going. Like, somehow we've – be able to fill four and a half five hours of quad talk and moto talk and mm-hmm. and like it just work it's working out and I, I think it's cool people want it people seem appreciative the thing about yeah. racing and racers and people that listen to the show we're all bench racers exactly we've all what done it said. and just yeah. talking about dirt bikes right. in general yeah is a great show yeah i think i mean you can attest to this one of our best shows i feel like is when we all raced the world vets mm-hmm. and we and then, all yeah, sat and bullshitted about show. it that was a fun that was a fun time so um, uh, just, yeah, no, people people love that show. That was and, an all-timer, get, people yeah. said. Yeah. I get the same thing. Like People are appreciative. Like, I'm still testing stuff. Like, yeah. oh, thanks yeah. for testing stuff. I need something to read, yep. or I want to buy a part still. So, uh, Anton, do you get the sense in talking to teams, they really want to get this Supercross thing done before outdoors? Like, really, really, really? Oh, yeah. yeah, me too. Like, really yeah. bad. Yeah, because which I get. On, right. Oh, totally. It makes on every way, it makes more sense. You know, you don't want to have some guy that's in a good position and then he go gets hurt at some point this summer and then all that work all year has been for nothing. Yeah. You know, and, and the benefit that they get. I mean, everybody knows Supercross is the power in American on the American side of things. So that's where all their investment's at, too. What's going to happen in Motocross to Nations? It's got to be called off, right? It's not oh. going to happen. Dude, and honestly, that's what I got so, like, upset about this weekend. Uh, <laughs> There's this really good Woodstock documentary on Netflix. 
and it's just hundreds of thousands of people at that first one. And I'm like, dude, that's what the motocross nations is. I like, yeah. I finally understand that this is Woodstock reference. Everybody's yeah. there just to have a good time. Right. I was like, shit, I'm not going to see that this year. No. That sucks. No, I can't. There's no way it can happen. It's still in, the, it's still in the calendar. It's still in the calendar, but dude, no, no way. way. I can't, I can't see it. There's just not no. if it splits the series. There's no way. Right. Well, it's splitting it right now yeah. for sure. They got so many yeah. pushed back. Right. Um, and so if what are the chances, Ant? I'm gonna I'm gonna break this down. For We're you, not Anton. going to Europe. We're not going. I'm gonna break this down to you for you, Anton. Yeah, that's fine. You're the only one who really cares about that, Anton. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna break this down for you, Anton. Give me percents here, okay? Mm-hmm. Percent we get Supercross in for in mid-May and eleven nationals in your eyes. Like two percent. <laughs> percent we get two percent Supercross in and like eight nationals. Sixty. Percent we get net, we don't start till the nationals and supercross goes in the fall. Ninety. Yeah. You guys agree, yeah. Andy? Kiefer? So. Yeah. If if fans can't come to outdoor nationals, oh, they won't have them. They're, right. they're not doing. No, it. they gotta have. Them. Yeah, yeah, they got. It. That's how. That's how you make money. Supercross is different. Yeah. Outdoors is fan base. Period. Right. That's it. I said this to the team owner I was talking to today. I said to him, "Hey, all you team owners." The fact that Feld wants to get these seven races in with no fans, okay, must tell you how much money they get from NBC for their for their TV deal. Mm-hmm. Because they're, listen, they're not going to make jack shit with no fans. Right. So where are they making their money? Why are they so insistent on finishing seven races? Because the TV money that none of you team owners are a part of. Are a part of. Yeah. Right. So if, to me, as a team owner, your antenna should be up and like, why Feld? You're a for-profit company, right. which is great. Felt Pulpamex is a for-profit company, too. You're so desperate to get these in, you must be making a lot of money off TV. Mm-hmm. Right, Anton? And uh, the team owner I was talking to today was like, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. The, uh, dude, and, like, that's a whole other can of worms. Because not to say, like, hey, man, you really got to go take advantage of anybody, but just like we were at last year after the San Diego incident happened, now is the time where everybody's pretty much on an even platform. If there was ever a chance to eliminate that whole us-versus-them mentality yeah. That, yeah. that those two sides of the sports have, now is the time. Like, you just go do it. And you don't go try to get vindictive with anybody or, or no, try to, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. just you got to figure it out now because there's no other chance where you guys are all on the same plane, you know, not saying union, not saying this, but just association, represent, representation, something where everybody's on a little bit more of an even platform from time to time. Yeah. But yeah, I agree because yeah. that's how any other, like I know you don't watch it really, but that's how F1 is. They all have a, a stake in anything that comes in. That's how Bernie Ecclestein got into F1 is that he did all the TV rights. Well, dude, listen, that's how the Bull Riders Association works. That's how F1, that's how uh, uh, MotoGP works. That's mm-hmm. how cart guys work. These owners come to the table with the sanctioning body and say, okay, guys, what's the TV money? What's the dates? Where's the venues? They all get together. Not in our sport. We got to be what? The fifth or sixth biggest motorsport in America? Like you, F1's bigger. Uh, NASCAR, obviously. Right. But just like American in um, the United States racing. We're probably again, second? Top. Are we second? No, 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 no. Who would be you're ahead of us? IndyCar. Oh, I feel like we're bigger than IndyCar. Nope. Money that gets brought into IndyCar, no. Their, their TV package is the only reason that those races are going to happen this year. Really? Okay, I thought we were bigger than that. Okay, anyways, we're third or fourth, let's say. Right. And literally, the owners and riders have no say. Right. It's incredible. Which is weird, yeah. It's Which so weird. weird. Yeah. Why? 
But why and, is that? And why those... don't... Because companies like Andy's Husqvarna. Okay. No, listen, here's, and I've said this a hundred times. Coy Gibbs and Mike Genova and Mitch Payton have a 100% different reality than KTM, Husqvarna, Honda, Kawasaki. They're spending millions to market their motorcycles. Coy right. Gibbs and Mitch Payton are trying to make some money. Right. Genova. They're trying to make some money. KTM and Honda don't give a shit about Coy Gibbs' profitability. We're marketing. Right. We're, this is sunk cost. In NASCAR or anything, there's individual team owners. There's no right. OEMs. There's right. no Ford. There's no GM. So it's a it's a it's a apples to oranges hmm. uh, team. Now, but having said that, the OEMs I believe should get together and and be like, hey, we're going to help this sport. As you know, you think about the OEMs, they pay all the bonus money. Okay, mm-hmm. they pay all the all the salaries. They provide the equipment and the staff. Like, what do they get back? Right. They That's show right. up, fold open their tent, spend millions, and don't bring one thing back in. Promoters are making the money. TV's making the money. T-shirt guys are making the money. Hmm. If you're Kawasaki or Honda or Husqvarna, you're like, what are we doing? Right. Riders aren't making well, the money either. No. So. Like, it's a whole backwards plan. And Coy Gibbs and Mike Genova are like, shit, man, I hope I make a hundred grand. Right. I hope I make 50 and grand or whatever. The thing that goes with that, too, is we all have a common objective. I mean... Yeah, it's to make money and all that stuff, but at the same time, we all know, and Andy will agree with this, we're just trying to get people on bikes. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like you, all yeah. of this is for nothing if we're not trying to get people on bikes. Right. And that, I think, is the most important thing about this time that we're in right now. You have to figure out how you're going to get people back on bikes and into this thing. Yeah. And they're going to have to do that. For the, for the brands and the promoter, Dude, they have so much space and so much that they could do because all of them are all working on their own separate project to get people to come together to start writing, except and, they're just not doing it together. And I will say that kudos to Feld because I believe they have that ro- learn to ride thing in the pits and Supercross, mm-hmm. and I think they rotate it with the OEMs. Maybe they pay. I don't know if they pay or not. Have you ever seen that Kawasaki Honda thing? They yeah. get the little pit bikes. Right. I think they pay. Oh, you do pay? Yeah, oh, into that. We did it. It's different oh, in everyone. Oh, see, I thought it was like, hey, guys, we're going to set this. Okay, never mind. So they're making money <laughs> yeah, on that. Okay, yeah. never mind. So yeah. Feld's making money on the on teaching the Everywhere. little kids how to ride. Okay, got it. I honestly thought it was a, a joint thing, like, hey, help us promote bikes. Yeah. Okay, all right, never mind. Yeah, so, and that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. everybody has a different initiative that they're trying to do. Like, we all just have to have one common initiative. Like, look at what? any kind of professional, like, mainstream sport. It's all like... NFL has a punt, pass, and kick, or whatever else and, they're doing. Yeah, like, and even you the, just gotta the, NAS- one thing. the NASCAR drivers, half of their purse money goes to the team. There's a there's a or, or whatever amount they negotiate. Like, you know, the, the riders they just get everything, right? And and they should get a lot. And there's very there's probably what fifteen guys really making over half a million dollars in a sport. Yeah, I don't think that much. I think yeah. there's probably fifteen. Would you count two fifty guys? Uh, okay, yeah, right. That's, I would say still that's close. Yeah. Even with 250 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, so maybe, Anton, this whole thing gets everybody on the same page. I don't know. Good luck with that. I don't but. think. It's not. <laughs> it we're to- honestly, <laughs> we're this far into it, and yeah. we're still fighting on when we're going to have races. Like, I, I get it. Racing is important because that puts money in everybody's pockets, like, short term. I get it. But at the same time, like, I even asked Prater this a couple weeks ago, and and. He said they're planning for 21 and beyond. But, like, when I posed that question to him, it's like a larger question to everybody of what are we going to do to come away from this to where we're not 
in the same dire straits uh, in the next economic problem. Nothing, because like we nothing, have nothing. We're nothing, not going to do anything. Nothing. Right. It's we're going to be completely forgotten about it because we have the attention span of like five year olds. Right. And then we're going to be on to the next thing. And, and, Andy, and it's over for as long as you've been racing pro. How many times have the teams bitched about promoters and riders bitched about team? Right. Like yeah, 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 all, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I want to raise something here. Okay. We're. I feel like most. And maybe you know more about this. I feel like most people that are within the OEMs come from some sort of dirt bike background and not a scholastic background. <laughs> Correct. <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> and all dirt bikers, we're all similar beings. We're all very similar creatures. And that, just like what Anton said, our short-term memories are all the same. Like, yeah. we, we see what's in front of us. We want to have fun. We want to do something that we enjoy doing. I want to make my money. I want to go home, and I want to live my life. That is why I think none of this is going to change because I don't think we have someone out there that we've talked about before can well, collaborate all of this and push You were it in to studio with Steve Astafin. Right. He brought up many good points. You were very impressed yes. with Steve. The only problem is with that, it's got to be somebody that's completely neutral. Yeah. Right. Everybody at some point already has a cross thought or like a, a false impression or a bad impression of somebody else in the past. Yeah. So it's very hard to find like a completely clean negotiator to come in and be like, yeah, this is what we're going to do. The thing that I personally think that goes along with all this I think that we took the agenda, like the angle that the sport was covered in, the wrong direction like seven years ago. Like with how gnarly and like, yeah, these dudes are super athletic. Like we get it. You know what I mean? But every documentary or every TV thing you saw or every interview was just like, yeah, this guy overcame this gnarly issue. And it's like, if you're trying to sell that to middle America, why would you voluntarily tell them like, yeah, your kid's totally going to get broken off if you put him on a 65. Yeah. That's the wrong way to go about like it. Like show Roxon's injury 8,000 times? A million so, times. Right. But look at like 2000, 2001, 2002. Bro, they had that thing so dialed in because it was the sexy, like, bitchin' alternative sport that you could get into. It was a little bit dangerous, but the guys were cool. Like, it was flashy enough. It, we got to go back to that, hey, this is cool thing. Like, we're fit and we get it, but yeah. we're not trying to be anything else that we're not. Let the stick and ball guys go do all that. You yeah, I, I, listen, this has been 10 years of Pulp Mech Show and 10 years of me screaming about this. And the OEMs and the teams need to get together. They, the riders won't. Forget it. They're too young. They're too dumb. It's not going to happen. The adults in the room, the team owners, the OEM people, get together, get your shit handled, and, and get in and get some, get some uh, help for yourself. I've always said, like, hey, if I field three riders for your series, I get payment for three guys. Right. You know, for how many races I show up and bring our three guys or whatever, you know, something to help these teams out. And Anton's dog agrees. Yep. You see – 15 years from now, we're doing the same thing? Yes. Yeah. Okay. 100%. <laughs> Andy, Andy's been around two, for as long yeah, as any of us. <laughs> it's it's two, one, one mind. They just, this is what we do. Yeah. And nobody yeah. wants to change it. Nobody but will take the bull by the horns and you say, you got to think, and even like even Mitch Payton has said years ago, all the OEMs should get together and put their purse money into the, and put their money, bonus money into purses and be like, you want to make your money? You race for it. Here's the right. breakdown. We're all going to put our purses together. And and here's the breakdown for every race. Instead, we're getting we're showing off whole shot checks for like a thousand dollars. I think about <laughs> like I also think about the racers, and I know we've talked about this before too. But like just the privateer kids, I see them every day. They're busting their ass, and we've talked yeah. about guys like A Ray. What's his end game? Like he works his ass just off to be on Swap Moto Live. I think. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like he works his balls off. He rides. He trains. He risks his life. 
he's not going to be able to retire off of a fucking dirt bike. He told, he's making about 50k see, a year. He's making about yeah, 50k. And, but that's and not going to. Honestly, oh, it's not. Go ahead, Anton. Yeah. I like, and I think that's the other thing too. We're such a weird thing that we can't be apples to oranges because there's only so many spots in the NFL. There's guaranteed. Hey, we need this many guys to play this many games on this many teams. So you know what your limit is. Any guy with a pro license and however much money it is for an entry fee can show up on Saturday. So then it gets harder to negotiate for that many people's rights and responsibilities and all that stuff and their equal share in this because it's not the same number week to week to week to week. Do you know what I'm saying? But I think the other thing that goes along with that in all of those programs at a high level sport, like super high level, they have some kind of at least planning to where they can help you. Hey, financially, here are some people you could get with. We don't have like a financial advisor overseeing some stuff. Only a few guys do. And that's when they reach like a certain threshold. Yeah. So it's not, it's very hard to negotiate and get the well-being of everybody taken care of when you don't know how many people it is week to week. This is how good writing is, right? Writing is so fun. It fucking brainwashes you to be like, I'm going to spend all of my money that I earn, and I'm going to put it back in right. so I can keep fucking doing it for free. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. Steve, as you talk like the mini, think about the mini kids out there that their parents are just spending dollar on yeah. dollar on dollar. Just chasing and it. And then chasing it, as you say, and then they don't make it. Yeah. Well, now you're 500 grand in the hole. Yeah. What do you do? Yeah. You know? No, absolutely. The whole... The whole thing needs to be taken and shooken like a snow right, globe right. to me and, and fixed. But good luck with that, Anton. So, um, well, thanks for coming on, buddy. Appreciate it. Thank you for the time tonight. Hope thanks for having us. I hope to see all you guys soon. I hope so, too, but I doubt it. Uh, I doubt it. <laughs> uh, you canceled your trip to Vegas here, right? You and Megan were coming out, I'm but, bummed. yeah, that's, that's done. That was going to be my first vacation ever. So, <laughs> without, without a dirt bike. So, Kiefer, yes. before the yeah. show, yes. you said to me you were worried about Anton. I was. How do you feel? I no. feel like he's in a good spot. Okay, right now. all right. I no feel worry. like now all that I've right. heard okay. his right. voice yeah. and how he's talking, I feel like we're okay. <laughs> okay, all right. Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'm going to be, Sergio going to be all right. I'm going to be yeah. a okay. Uh, I have you enough. You know what you meant like, by that? Well, yeah, yeah, okay. If you ever watched uh, uh, Get Him to the Greek with P. Diddy, yeah. oh, Sergio going to be all right. Okay. Fuck a recession. But, uh, yeah, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. <laughs> I got fucking kookaroos. 21, I, I got 21, 21 kookaroos. It's a good movie. People love chicken. It's a good movie. Uh, <laughs> Swap Moto Lives, Michael Antonovich, brought to you by Skosh. Pulp 2020 is the code to save with Skosh. Hold on. What? Oh. Don has a vlog. How come we can't get an Anton vlog? That'd be fun. Nobody wants to see that. I fucking beg to differ. I think it'd be the great. Only th- okay, here's the thing. Like, people don't understand me. <laughs> at all they don't so no, just, they do don't. people understand more? rhino but we follow rhino that's the thing like <laughs> yeah but rhino won races and was a factory rider it yeah they matter. just see yeah. me and they're just like yo what is this dude's problem yeah because <laughs> yeah. it comes off like a lot of mental illness because it kind of is I, so. as i as i said I, i'm between anton and trump that's what i told somebody today <laughs> so i'm right there yeah 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 i'm better on twitter it's okay <laughs> You're kind of a doomsday a little bit, but that's okay. That's fine. I, yeah, I said that. I, I, yeah. Honestly, dude, I made peace with that when I was like 11 years old. I'm like, yeah, end, of, I, end of the world's coming one day. Just write it out. <laughs> All right. Thank, hey, I, I think I'm going on Swap Moto Live next week. So, oh, yeah. Are you? Okay, sick. Or this week? You said Friday. Uh, I don't know. I'm in. I'm 2,000 miles removed from all. Yeah, that, I so think I I'm going on, the, on on the show, the video show, like my face and everything. So yeah. Oh. Do that. Okay. Yeah. Sick. All right. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Anton. See you guys. All right. Later. See you later. 
Uh, let's hold off on JT for one second. Let's get to see phone calls. We've got a lot of phone calls here, and then JT's coming up right away. Uh, James is on for a uh, fly racing question. James, what's up, man? Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. Kiefer, I had a, a quick question. Sure. Um, so I'm choosing, since Fly has this thing going on right now where you get the, the free uh, gloves, I'm trying to choose between the Fly Racing DST, the 20, 2020 version, and the light. Um, could you give me a bit of comparison between the two on, like, the, the difference that you've experienced? Because I'm leaning towards the light because summer is about to kick off. I'm not sure how hot the DST is, but I just want a comparison. The gloves you're saying, correct? Uh, no, just the gear in general. Oh, gear in general. DST, I'm sorry. What's DST? I'm yeah. confused. What's, so DST is the that? Evo. Oh, the Evo. The Evo line. Oh, oh okay. So... Evo line, because for me, comparison, what I like better is the light gear because it is a bit little lighter. It has a little bit more of an athletic cut, and it's a little bit stretchier. The DST Evo still uses the boa. The pant still has the boa like the, like the light does. Uh, the pant has a little bit of a roomier fit than the light pant, and also the jersey is slightly less athletic cut. But what I like about the Evo is the jersey is really light, and it ventilates really well. Uh -huh. To me, almost the Evo... James, what kind of body type you got? Um, five eight, a buck eighty. It's oh, good then. Yeah, I would say for me, I prefer an Evo jersey in the summertime because it ventilates even better than the light does. So, it does. Yeah, for me, it does. What about the kinetic mesh, bro, James? What about that? Yeah, that's even better. For that was another option. Um, I was looking at the kinetic. I actually was looking at all three of them, but the light hydrogen and the. Uh, uh, DST just seem to be, I don't know. I just like them better. But yeah. okay. As far as comfort good. goes, it's hard to beat the light hydrogen, man. As far as just putting it on, I feel good. That's what I would go with. And then if you're worried okay. about ventilation and heat and you're going to be riding a lot in the summer, the kinetic mesh is really, really good as far as ventilation. Okay, awesome. All right, thanks, All right, buddy. Cool. Appreciate it. Thank thanks. you. Uh, some more questions here. Uh, Spencer. Yeah. Spencer, what's up? You want to question uh, Chris Kiefer for something? Wrong guy, man. It's Brain. Oh, what's up, Brain? Forgot. What's How up? are you? What's up, Brain? <laughs> you got time for two questions? Yeah, go ahead. Time? Yeah, my bad. Okay. No, no, no. It's okay. Last name Spencer. Um, so two thoughts. Um, so one is I know uh, MX Sports has the drop dead date of uh, what the twelfth of September. Yeah, yeah. With, with the decreasing likelihood on a day, a day by day that college football is going to play because kids aren't going to be, on, be able to be on campus and online things are going to happen and with it going in the spring, what's the possibility of that maybe, I mean, I realize just with everything being so, you know, so flexible and things like that, that, that it maybe moves to the middle of October. No, no further than that, because, I mean, all the stuff is, is up north and you don't want to go mess with the cold there. But, I mean, with maybe the NHL going until August, and then who knows, maybe they don't start till December, NBCSN's going to need some some programming ideas. Um, are, they're going to be starved for it, uh, even if it's tape delayed. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Davies came out with that drop-dead date for TV reasons from NBC. Right. So right. how firm that is, how that is, I, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, but obviously, I, that, that's something he's dealt. He's obviously talked to somebody, right? So. Yeah, and I don't know what conference affiliation NBC SN you know yeah, has, a, yeah, yeah. Who knows? has an affiliation with. I mean, it's obviously not that good because it's not the Power Five. But so, but the second one I would wonder. So obviously, and all this is based on if we can have nationals. So I have the GP package. Um, I didn't pay for it because it's for Christmas, and I realize Giuseppe in in front and all those guys just have a crap ton of money. I understand that. 
how are they any different than us, though? I mean, can they can they do it with that with they, fans? Because are they planning on no, not having fans? No, I, I don't know. But I mean, you have to imagine that you're, you have to imagine that Europe and and other countries are going to be a bit more cautious than we are, don't you think? Mm. I think they're putting their stuff in September and October, and they feel like it'll be all clear by then. Yeah, because they even pushed the Tour de France into August, so they Um, they have a set date for August for that. I wouldn't think, Brain, that they can run them without... They get more TV money than the U.S. guys, I would gather, and more sponsorship, it looks like, it seems like. Right. But I wouldn't gather that they... I would think they need fans as well. So, but even though even though they don't have com- they don't have commercials at all. Well, I mean, I don't know with the European TV side, but yeah. I mean, like, you know, if you're doing the MXGP package, there are no commercials there, and I know there aren't any commercials on us either. But we know they're going to commercials. Um, I, I, just, I just didn't know because I mean, I'm looking, you know, Russia's what July fourth. No, that's been moved. That's moved. That's yeah. Been, yeah, yeah. Oh, did it get moved again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No kidding. I, I didn't. I I missed that then. Okay. Well. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. So. Yep. Ten four, man. Yep. See you, boys. All right. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, let's go to some more phone calls here. Do, 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 do. Brain. That was brain. Uh, hold on. Brain. Because some. Oh, oh, Brian is on four. Yeah. Is this Brian? Yeah. What's up, man? How are you? Hey, doing good. How are you guys? Good. Uh, so my question was about. I don't know if y'all have talked about it already, but um, Alden Baker and Jason Anderson split in ways. Saw that. Yeah. And we talked about it last week a little bit with JT. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so if you could just give like brief idea of if there's any negative impacts of that going forward, and also I was curious uh, how much, if y'all know or if you can guess, does um, does he make from training all the riders? Is it like oh, dude, I don't know, I don't know, or is it like no, is he, he just dude, banking? he's printing money for sure. KTM and Husky uh, have him under contract, right? Andy, we know that. So they pay him amount. Uh, KTM pays extra per rider, and then he has his main four guys, Osborne, Muskan, Waz Anderson, and RJ. I think RJ was like half-half or something. And they pay him on top of that. So from what I heard from reliable sources, 80 to 100 grand per rider. Just as the base, or yeah. like all in? No, well, that's it, all in. Yeah, and then you, and wow. then you, then you have the OEM of KTM Husqvarna paying right. him, Which whatever is that is. Probably the most money. Yeah, I would gather, right? Yeah. But of course, if you've ever been out there, he's got some serious upkeep. Yeah, he's got some big yeah. tractors and some big land. I, and, I had the and, pleasure of riding there a couple yeah. of days for the Husqvarna yeah. intro, right. and it, it's amazing. Yeah, it's immaculate. He's serious about keeping his shit tight. Listen, he's like, won, his riders won every Supercross championship since 2010. Right. Now, probably not going to win it in 2020. Looks like it'll be Roxanne or Tomac, and maybe Coop comes on, but who knows. He's worth it. <laughs> his program works, right? So, uh, But as far as Anderson leaving, yeah, we talked about... Andy, for you, you're on the marketing side and the magazine side. You're not plugged into the race team. No. Not that big of a shock, though. No, but Jason's been that guy. I yeah. Mean, you could, everyone knows he's been back and forth. He was training here in California early this year. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, he he kind of, he's that guy that beats to his own drum. He does what yeah. he wants to do or what he thinks he needs. So. I think he's been half in on the program, half out for a year or so. Right. And then he finally announced that he was splitting. Um, but, hey, Roxon's had success outside of Alden. AC won a national championship away from Alden. Um, you know, so Baggett won a Baggett wasn't with him when he won the national title, I don't think. No. 
Was he? No, not no, then. He no. d- he left or he was before then. I think it was before. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so Riders have won away from him, but uh, it certainly helps to be with him for sure. I mean, you know, guys like Dungey. Dungey told me he was doing more work than um, than he was when he joined Alden. It's just you take your mind off what you're doing. It's structured. It's monitored. Blood levels are taken. Heart rates are monitored. And you know that you don't have to worry it's at like all. It's like going to that. work, clocking in, clocking yeah. out. Like yeah. you know when you wake up what to do. You you already know it. Yeah. So, who right. do you guys think would replace Jason Anderson if there is a line for that kind of thing? Yeah, good question. I don't know. It's a great question. Uh, you know, you only have Dino, and he's not done that route. No. And they've they years ago I heard that it wasn't Alden, but I heard the guys there voted Dino that didn't want Dino to join. So. Who knows? If they sign Ferrandis, we know. Well, I guess we don't know. We think they're at KTM's after Ferrandis for 2020. Which makes sense. One. Yeah. And so Ferrandis could jump in there, right? Okay. No more DV factory. Well, they wouldn't tell him. They would make him, right? Hey, if you sign this deal like Cooper Webb, you are going you here. To go, right? right? Mm-hmm. So that, that, that would be the deal. So, All right, man. Anything else? No, nah, that's all I got. Thank you guys so much. All right. Thanks, Brian. Cody's on, too. Cody, what's up, man? How are you? Uh, good. Hey, did you talk about the Bobby Hewitt thing yet? No. No, I haven't. So what? what's up with that? Yeah, I heard he was out at the Rockstar Husky team. I don't, again, Andy, for you, you're not plugged into that, so I don't know how much you want to talk about it if you can. No, but. I mean, all I can tell you is what I was told, that he's not. He's still there. Yeah. He's still the guy. So, I mean, I don't, that's all I know. Yeah, and I was getting reports that he's not. So I'm trying to figure it out. Uh I talked to some sponsors of the team. I talked to some riders on the team. I talked to some different people, and they're... No one wants to say anything. Yeah, which is a joke, by right. the way. It's a joke. Either he's there or he's not. What I don't understand, it's a manager position. If he's out, he's out. Yeah. We're going to find out anyway, so yeah. what the fuck's the big deal? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know why we're always so secretive. I don't know either. I blame Andy. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I blame Andy. Uh, so, yeah, Cody's still working on it, but uh, uh, everything I got from the two people earlier this morning was that he was gone. Huh, interesting. Yeah. And, and let, let's clear this up, too. Yeah. I get a lot. I got people texting me like, I thought that was his team. Yeah, it, it was. At it one was. point it was, yeah. But it's not anymore, correct? I thought the 250 team was still his, and he sold the 450 team to Husqvarna. Right. That's what I thought. But honestly, when I talk to people, the story changes. I, you never really know. And right. I don't know Bobby well enough to be like, hey, man, what's your percent that you own or whatever? Right. But I do know the 450 guys are Husky. That's a Husqvarna-owned team. Andy, you can correct us anytime. No, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right, true. Right, I mean, I'm, yep. you know, I'm trying because uh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, if, if I knew and I and I could say something, I would say it. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, so it's hard for me to even right. to even be on that side. I sure. Mean, as far as that goes. So Cody's still working on that. Uh, I know why can't reach out to Bobby. I hadn't heard back um, from him either. So uh, stay tuned. <laughs> okay. And hey, uh, one thing really quick. So. When you go on on swap, are you going to ask about the star test, or should we all just drop it and it's all water under the no, bridge? No, never that? drop it, ever. Listen, the the Will Hahn thing <laughs> is weird, man. It's weird. He the team must have told him to not come on anymore. That's, it, that's the bottom yeah. line. And like and like we've talked about, it's not Swap's fault. Look, it is what it is. I, it's had to something to do with and uh, it was a joke, a joke gone bad, right? So that's all it is. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. No, keep bringing it up. Yeah, keep Steve. bringing it up. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. No, it's fine. All right. Thanks, Cody. All right. Thanks. Thanks. Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Please check them out on the web, as always, uh, whether it's Bogle, 
whether it's Osborne, whether it's Brayton, whether it's Baggett, they're wearing fly racing out there, among others. Uh, let's get our resident fly racing expert on the line. JT, what's up? What's happening? What about Bobby Hewitt? What do we know? Do we know anything? I don't know. I wanted to clear up one thing. You said that they had moved Russia past July, and that's not true. They have so, not moved Russia? I had, well, they did. They moved it a month back, but I wanted to clear up that whole pan-pam dilemma they had going on there. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah, it's still scheduled. Their first GP to, to return is still scheduled for early July. I think it's July 5th. In, uh, is that in their Russia. first one back? Supposed to yes. be? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So we'll see. I, yeah. I kind of like your side. I don't think it's been announced yet. Um, you may end up being right on that. But technically right now, they're going racing July 5th. So we'll see. Uh, on Bobby Hewitt, I don't know. That was news to me. Um, I was I was thinking the same way you were, where the 450 team was full factory and the 250 team he, owned, he had ownership in. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that was still the case. I don't know. Maybe they bought him out completely. Maybe he that was not the case entirely. Um, but I'm hearing the same things you did that he is no longer with the team. Uh, but it, yeah, it's why can't it's weird that it's so tight lipped? Yeah, like right? why can't people just at, just say like no, yes or no? Like I don't understand it. Like I don't get it. I got the it. only yeah. the only thing I could think is there are, there's some sort of um, either negotiating still going on or legal ramification. Otherwise, people would just be like, yeah, that's the deal. He's gone. You know, like. <laughs> Yeah. So it, there's something got to be up for nobody to be talking about it because clearly people, enough people know and at least have a reason yeah. why that's happening. Yeah, for sure. So, um, All right, JT, we had Anton on earlier. I listened to part of it, yep. Okay, yep. He, uh, he admits he's a doomsdayer. <laughs> yes, since 11 years old. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, and as I said, I talked to a team owner today and I said, I'm between Anton and Trump. I think we. I don't think you're. I think you're very close to Anton and very far away. From <laughs> no, as far as I, don't, I mean, as far as starting things up, not political views. I mean, I'm like, hey, starting, we, like starting shit as in starting things up. No, starting the series back up and starting <laughs> life back up. Like, I'm okay. kind of like, hey, we got to get going here. Jobs and economy and the things are at stake, and we got to be careful. But we got to get things going here soon. So that's where I'm kind of at. Yeah, it's like it's difficult. I mean, it. I think there is, you know, not publicly, but behind closed doors with a lot of smart people, everyone from economists to health professionals, you know, to people in government and say what you want. I think they're all having to approach this as what's the cost of a human life, right? And, and that's a very morbid way to approach this. But I've listened to a lot. I've watched documentaries and listened to podcasts where they do exactly that, right? They've had to do studies where they quantify the, the price of a life versus the economy, right? And uh, the study I read, they basically listed it as $10 million. That, that's what came out to be the cost of a human life, the earning potential. And they make some of these decisions based on that cost. How many people are going to die? X is X times $10 million. And then how, how potentially damaging is it going to be to the economy? And, and they weigh those factors. And that's crazy, right? That's a really scientific, cold, heartless way to approach this. But I think in some room, that's what's happening every day right now. What do you know about the Supercross series? Anything new that you, we haven't, if you've been listening, anything that we haven't touched on that you know behind the scenes or anything that you feel, did you hear any dribs and drabs of news as far as the plan? The only thing I've heard is that 
the plan will go forward, but it's not going to be May 17th. It's going to be a little bit later than that. May 31st is what I heard today, but yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. May 31st, June 1st. How are they going to do that with, of, with, with Davey then in MX Sports? Because I, I assume. Don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what ramifications come from that, but I think that's coming down from the governor of Arizona. That That's where I think that directive is coming from. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that puts Davey in a – if that's the case, right, we're speculating. Yeah. But that puts Davey in a really bad spot because the whole time we've heard that that June 20th date at High Point is a really big deal. And they really need to start at the latest June 20th in Mount Morris, Pennsylvania, High Point. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's a collision course where I don't know. And, that, and that's been our fear, right? That's, we've talked privately and publicly that that was our fear is that these two different series are going to collide and what, you know, who's going to win out? Our team's going to have to choose. Are, are they, you know, no. cause they've been really cooperative, yeah. right? I hope that's not the case. You know, I've they've been really cooperative. And I think been. everyone's trying to act in the best interest of the sport. And we really are hoping that doesn't come down to that where, you know, these hard days that we need to hit get, yeah. You know, they get trampled on on top of each other. Andy, the teams have been very adamant about finishing Supercross before Motocross, they, for all the reasons we talked about. Yeah. For yourself, as a fan, as a working for an OEM, or even as an ex-pro racer that raced this stuff, does it matter? Yeah, I think, I think Supercross needs to go first. It needs to go. Yeah, I mean, yeah. who wants to go out... You know, you know, the things we've all talked about is who wants to see these guys that are in the Supercross championship go to outdoors and something happens and they get hurt. Yeah. And they don't have a chance to win the championship. Or by the same token, you got to switch off your indoor brain or Supercross yeah. brain, ride outdoors, yeah. and then come back to it and then start again in January, again yeah. Supercross. I mean, there's... To me, it's get it done, get so, outdoors so, going. Hey, Feld, Feld talks to Davey. Listen, sorry. We have to. Push your series until we get it. done. Right. I mean, it has to be. But, see, and that's, you know, that's almost <gasps> the thing, like you talked about the manufacturers not yeah. getting together. Yeah. You know, Feld and, and, and you know, MX Sports. Those guys got to work together. Oh, they have they, been, they it have seems to like. work together. But a little bit, if I'm Davey, I'm a little bit like, hey, screw you guys. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. You want to be that guy, but there's someone's got to give at I some know, point yeah, yeah. to you say bend, what's good What's good for the sport. Now, you know, and, and everyone will have their 900 yeah. different ideas on what's yes, good for the sport. Yes. But somebody, those two organizations need to make a decision. This is what's good for now. Yeah. And then we, you go on. I mean, I guess, yeah, if Davey's cool with MX Sports, they just keep push, push, push the outdoors till we can get these seven races in right. or six or whatever. Right. Yeah. And I think if you're yeah. doing them all in a month, like they talk about or whatever yeah. that time frame is, yep. outdoors can start pretty quick after, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and then just get your races yeah. in. I mean, the, and, you know, the indoor venues, because, I mean, if football, if all these things start, you're going to have to get out indoors done while you can yeah and we, we talked about qualcomm and st yeah, louis I mean, two, qualcomm two would be a great place but yeah. you know i don't know that they're gonna let maybe there's happen. concerts in qualcomm right. maybe there's right. some rocks yeah right yeah who knows so, so i mean yeah i'm thinking I, I think supercross needs to get done and then that series is over yep. and then you start outdoors and get the yeah. outdoors yeah moving hmm. i think i think i'm on the other side of that i think i'd rather give this thing time it, it feels very rushed to me um, we're going to be the very first or one of the very first sports to get back. Right. I know it's complicated. I get it. Um, nobody wants to go down there because it's so much more complicated, but 
I really think the end product, if it was in September and October, could be much better. I think they could they would have they got fans, right? A choice of yeah. different cities, maybe limited fans by then. You know, you're still talking three or four months from now. I don't know. I, I get it. It's not my call, and and there's I'm. I am uh, assuming a lot of work for a lot of people, right? That I don't have to do. Um, wow! But for, for fly I racing, it would be a more for, sorry. But for fly racing, this yeah. this would be beneficial for yeah, you guys. Want to go race? After well, after I mean, if they were to, yeah. yeah, if they had limited fans, sure. If they can have limited fans, so at that point, then it really doesn't matter. Um, I would just like to see a more traditional series where you have a couple different cities even if you had to do multiple rounds in in one city if you had to do two rounds in one city uh i just think it it takes away from what the the series is if you have seven rounds in a couple weeks in the same city in the same dirt over and over and over, i don't know it's fine if that's what we have to do great let's do it i would love to watch some racing right now but if we could have a closer resemblance to a normal series in september and october I think I would rather do that. And again, like I said, I, I don't have to do any of the work. I don't have to switch bikes over or adjust any of my schedules, do any of that, right? I'm, I'm purely looking at it from a fan standpoint. I think it would look more what we're used to as of Supercross if we waited a few months to do it. Think of the coverage we'd get if we were one of the first motorsports to start up. Uh, yeah. Or negative. Or negative. Or negative. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's well, what I'm saying, just coverage in general. JT, you said NASCAR is starting mid-May? Uh, May 17th. They haven't announced it officially, okay. but that's the word. I mean, newspapers are writing it. It's supposedly at Darlington, May 17th. With no fans. With no fans, right? No fans, right. right. Yeah. My, my favorite quote of the Anton interview was, it comes off a lot of his mental illness because it kind of is. <laughs> that, was my favorite, that was my favorite Anton quote, by the way. Thanks, Talon, for writing that down. Thank you. Um, JT, did you hear Kiefer's uh, rankings of chicks earlier? Did you hear that? Upset? I did not. No, I did very, not. I very, See, he is not going to agree with this. I know very, me and JT. No, JT will not. No. no. But J, his his top three all time. No, not, this is the, the – he said wives or girlfriends of moto, and I kind of screwed up the list, but mine top three was Diana, uh, Nicole Weimer, and then Sarah, soon to be Sarah Wilson, Dean's big, big upset. Diana Dahlgren still holding his number one top spot. So you went one, two, three down from the top, yeah. top down. Okay. I mean, I can respect it because <laughs> I can respect it. He, he I said. don't think. Well, I don't think he went to the obvious places, right? I think um, no. Mrs. Weimer being in there was an upset, but beautiful lady. So I, I can respect the, ver- the variety, <laughs> yeah, right? You've got a little bit of different flavor in there. God, he he really threw. What us would for your a top three there? be, JT? Oh no. I don't like to speak about other men. Oh my publicly. god, waffle. Uh, <laughs> yeah, many a men, many a men have been killed for doing right, okay. this thing. <laughs> Stop! If you just say, "Hey, what's the best?" You know, what's your top three personal choice, taste-wise, for chicks that are already taken? It's not a bad deal. <laughs> <laughs> not problematic at all. No, not at all. JT, when is 2021 fly stuff coming out? When are we coming yeah, out? Yeah, now when, we're talking. When are we, like, this is a red bu- This is a Washugo launch normally, right? August? God, yeah, it's only August April. One. Um, we will be ready to go August 1 as long as the industry and the sport is ready to that's, go August that's 1. That's bullshit. There we go. That's bullshit. Put it out earlier. What do you mean? Put it out earlier. Why? We need something to see. I, I, I can promise you we're not going earlier. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is a promise. If, we're, if we went later... 
that's something we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Just if the sport needs to take a breather and, and push back is, and really what I mean by that is letting dealers sell the stuff they have. And we don't know how this is all going to unfold. Hopefully we go August one and everybody's ready for it. But if, if every dealer in America is like, listen, we can't buy anything. We don't have anywhere to uh, put you know anything what? and our, our showrooms aren't open yet. You're, you're making, I think the industry has to look at it uh, and make a decision. You're fuck, You're making a good fucking point. You he are. is. He is. He sucks. He's not he's, thinking about it. F- he's making a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Despite us wanting to I see know. it. Right. Well, yeah. I, don't, I don't have the suspense of not seeing it yet. Right. So, <laughs> there, there's that. Yeah. Okay. Where, uh, how is Idaho doing? Is WPS back up and running? Are you guys still at home or what? Yeah, so we've been good. Um, we've been, you know, functioning as a business the whole time, right? We, uh, we've been kind of rotating people in and out of the office trying to social distance. I've been at home most of the time, but, um, you know, Max has got his big promotion over there in the marketing department. Oh, so big time. I, yeah, I've been, uh, I've been spending a lot of time with him, but socially distanced from him, uh, just working through a lot of things he really has never approached before, like the ads and all that stuff. Um, but as far as a, as a company whole, yeah, things are surprisingly pretty good. Uh, we've been busy. It's just weird with this new dynamic of most people working from home and you spend all your time on Zoom and Skype and all these things versus, you know, sitting in an off area, like a conference room, BSing with people. And Andy, you've been going in, working yeah, a little yeah, bit. We've yeah, we've been working. Yeah. We, I mean, especially from the media side because yeah. the media folks are clamoring for equipment. And we had, we've had three new bike intros in the last, Yeah. you know, and, and when I say intros, they're not typical intros where we get everyone together yeah, yeah, you're doing we're just it, yeah. taking them to editors and handing them bikes right. and then putting embargo dates on the information yep. so then everyone could get their stories done so it's been re- for us it's been good i'm yep chris knows we've given yeah. him three bikes in the last oh really you know hey, there's, there's an embargo lift on friday that'll be cool is it pulpamex.com gonna get it yep oh, okay i'll, I'll be happy then i'll let yep. you, i'm happy with that and um, then you, you're not a big adventure guy, but the Adventure 390 Adventure came out. Super right. fun bike. We went on an adventure today on the e-bikes. Yeah. That's yeah. the kind of adventure we went on. <laughs> uh, JT, we're going to have Rhino on. Do you have a couple of questions we, you want us to throw at Rhino? Yeah. I, I will hope that Kiefer's questions that he has compiled uh, will cover it. But can you guys just get to the bottom? I guess he okay. Like, that's really my main question that I, I have is, is he okay? He, look, um, he looks fine. I, I think he's fine. He's fine. I know, but, yeah, but the, all those people that were at Jonestown and the people that were in Waco, <laughs> they all felt like they were fine, too. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He is not. The, here's the thing. Some of the, the smartest people that I've ever met in my life have had a little crazy in them. I just watched that doc. Um... He's not Steve Jobs, okay? <laughs> yeah, we can't go there. Like, What did I watch that doc on the, in, the, in, the, uh, in Oregon? Tiger King? In the mid-80s. Yeah, wild, wild country. <laughs> wild, wild country. They were okay, too. Yeah, they and all And they like were poisoning okay. buffets. Right. Yeah. So that's my main, like, because I remember Rhino when I raced against him, and then I remember him, like, a little bit past that when he was helping some riders. He was a pretty serious guy, like, really determined, um, kind of like a, I don't know the right word, but very serious about what he was doing and intense. That would be my word is intense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I see him now, he's like a free spirit. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. Like something has gone on and I don't know. I just want to make sure he's okay. Like he is a treasure of the sport and, you know, right up there with maybe not the best to ever do it, but I mean, he's a legend of the sport, period. Yeah. 
And when I watch his videos and the things he's doing, I'm like, I don't know that like every cylinder's firing right now. Like I just worry he, about it. He should never come back to the mainland. He looks like he's living in paradise. I mean, he, he has a, he is, he does, Yeah. He, he looks like he's having a great time. Eventually, he's going to have to go back to Europe and help Glenn. So yeah. that's yeah. still a go. Yeah. And but don't I, you want to just be like, hey, man, if, if everything's cool, blink twice. Right? Like something <laughs> like, are you being held captive? No, you know bro. I mean? Dude. The only thing that's holding him captive is his mind, man. Yeah, you got to well, free that, that sucker. <laughs> Look at that in his hips. He's his <laughs> hips are holding him hostage. He's swimming in waterfalls. Dude, he's he's fu- got honey dips. He's got coconuts. Yeah. What I, the fuck else do you need? Nothing. Nothing. I know. Nothing. I hear you. But don't you worry a little bit? No. <laughs> like okay. no, I, no. It, it's just me then I, it's just you yeah that. yeah yeah. it's just me that's right. fine um all right uh well thanks buddy thanks for coming on uh appreciate that so hope everything else is going all well. right well i will probably uh see you guys in six months or so hopefully <laughs> at uh so some sort of social distancing event it's uh, it's really bad yeah the bad the only thing good thing to come out of this is the mountain bike miles that i've been putting on yeah. like it's it's ridiculous. My life hasn't changed much. Like I feel like I do the same shit. You spend all your time at home anyway. Exactly. I've been preparing for this yeah. fucking quarantine yeah, all my life. You're fantastic. Yeah, you're yeah. good at it. <laughs> I put a hundred. Do you like do any like do you do any like Zoom happy hours where you still don't drink during them? Uh, no, no. actually, no. Mm-hmm. I I just feel like I I don't know. I just don't do anything. I ride dirt bikes. I talk. I type. Family's there. Like right. I don't. I don't. I'm kind of like a rhino in the high des. Like I'm fine. Talon and Marks, are you guys at all worried about catching something from Kiefer and his non-changing life ways? No, because I don't think he comes in contact very much in the high des. Right. Yeah. Just tortoises and stuff. Right. Right. Marks, are you worried? Nah. Okay. Not at all. All right, yeah. uh, all right JT. Thanks, man. Fly racing. Flyracing.com. Thanks for coming on. I guess. All right, see, see ya. ya. I see Fly gear, best out there, bro. We got a lot of phone calls. Um, we got an oh, RMZ 450 head shake. We got a YZ250F versus 450F. All this stuff for you. Oh, Kiefer Test is we got, in effect. We got right lines now. for you. Do you want to go to commercial or do you want to knock these out? I love to help people, so let's help these you people. You want to knock these people out? Yeah. All right. Quickly, Mike, what's going on? What's your question for Kiefer? What's up, Mike? Hey, how's it going, guys? I uh, just bought an RMZ 450 last week and I put three hours on it this weekend yep and i noticed like coming into corners at like high speed you know when you're like transitioning from gas to brake a little bit yep i'm starting to get some like pretty aggressive head shake okay and i'm a i'm a fairly decent rider like i race pro in the local pro or whatever yep and i've never really had a head shake problem so i so i'm not sure what direction to go with Okay, so you're the, you're a good you're a good guy. You check your sag and all that shit, right? Yep, my sag set. I did watch a couple of videos um, on the RMZ 450. I got a 2018. It was just a holdover or whatever. Yep. And they they were saying do like 110. Okay, so yeah, 108. That, run 108. Uh, first thing you can do. Two things you can do right away to help you is drop your fork down, either flush up to two millimeter because I know Suzuki raises their fork up. Okay, so you can drop your fork down, and then another thing that's really key is getting a link for that shock. And that'll kind of help drop that and settle that bike down. The bike itself, the chassis itself, is a rigid chassis, so your head shake is not an uncommon thing on that bike. So 
Okay. Simple things, kind of band-aids that will help you is drop your fork. Do you fork. agree the bike has a head shake, a yes. bit of a balance problem? Yes. Yeah. And some of it has to do with the rigidity of the frame and then the geometry of it, but dropping your fork is does cost no money and it'll help you and your bike will still corner because let's face it, you don't have to tell that bike it's going to corner and you just say the word corner and it corners for you. That's how good that thing does. So dropping oh, your yeah, fork and slowing it down a little bit will help you and then putting a link on. Ride, ride engineering. Ride engineering link. Yep. Pulpamex 20 code to save. Pulpamex-20 code to save at ride-engineering.com. And then those two things right there, just try it, and I bet you it's a whole different bike. Sweet. All right. So I did nope. I did speed my rebound up a half turn because it's not clicks on that bike. Yep, yep. They're like just turns. Yep. So did I go the wrong way then? Yes. Yes, you did. Yes. yes. Okay. I figured I did. Go I, the other way half. What you're doing is putting weight on the front now, yeah. and you're you're going to okay. get some shakiness. So but slow it. Slow the rebound down a full turn now because I'm already a half turn in the wrong direction. Correct. Okay. And if you try the link, call back in and let us know what you think. And then if you get that link, okay. try to run a SAG at 106. 106? Yeah, with the link. Okay. All right. Sweet. All Thank right. you, guys. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Patrick's on one. Patrick, what's your question for Kiefer? Hey, guys. Uh... First, I just want to say uh, thanks for putting this on. You have made me such a fan of the sport even more than, you know, years ago when I used to follow, uh, you know, grade school up to being an adult. So I, I really appreciate it. Cool. Thanks. Uh, question. Yeah. Uh, question for Kiefer. Um, so I got a – I took a, about a 10-year break, and I got a KTM 150F uh, – or not 150F, but 150. And uh, – like two years ago and I've spent like two years on this thing and I cannot get comfortable on this bike. I bought it used. I bought it from a guy uh, that had it set up for like woods riding and I grew up, I'm part of the generation that grew up on four strokes and this thing feels like it's going to pull my arms off and I can't, I just can't seem to get comfortable on the bike Mm -hmm. and I was hoping for any kind of, I mean, I spent some money on this thing. I've got triple clamps. I've got a lowering link. I've got the power park low seat. Um, I had my suspension done. Uh, I can't think of anything else uh, to help me feel comfortable on the bike. But the, it's just the power. It feels like it's the power band. Feels like it's going to pull my arms off because I'm not used to riding, uh, you know, to riding uh, two strokes. You know, so I was hoping for any kind of advice there. Yeah, Andy, you're familiar with the bike too. So no, but it's a 150. You said two stroke. Yeah, I I misspoke. It's a 150. Yeah, it's a SX uh, 150. It's a 2013. I 2013. Mean, yeah, you can. I mean, it yeah. depends on what you're talking about. When you say pull your arms off, does it just, you're saying like out of a corner when you get on the gas, it just surges forward and has a hit? Yeah. Hard? Like as soon as, as soon as the bike gets in that power band, yeah. it's like it, it, it holds. And I think the guy, and I don't know what the stock ratio is for that, but I have like a 1352 gear ratio. That's is that not high stock. for that bike? Yeah, that's not stock. So here's the deal. Okay. Uh, there's a couple things you can do. Uh, go back, go back and look. And I don't have, I have a testing Bible at home that I have a lot of my notes in and go back to stock gearing because I remember in that time, stock gearing, I left it on that bike. And another thing you can do, if it still has too hard of a hit, Steely, you you don't know stock gearing. I don't have no Steely has flywheel weights. So you can go to a four ounce weight and that'll kind of help transition that hit. Okay, it's not going to completely okay. get rid of it. It might just move yeah. it somewhere else, but it might move it in the power band where you're already kind of higher up, and it, you won't notice yeah. it at much. 
I'm hoping if I did that, it would be something I would grow out of eventually because I I really wanted a 125. I'm a smaller guy. You know, I I didn't want a big, heavy four-stroke or anything like that. I really wanted something fun and light that I could throw around and have fun with. But it just it did not go that way since I bought this bike. I've been really having a hard time with it. Not to be a dick, but that, welcome to the two-strokes. Yeah. I mean, that's two-stroke power, you know? That's, right, if right. you want something easy to ride, buy a four-stroke, yeah. you know? <laughs> right. So. Okay. I mean, also, as I was, uh, also the power valve makes a big difference on that bike. Yeah, you can adjust it. So you can adjust it. There's different springs. I don't know if you got them. Did the guy give you the jet kit that comes with the bike? There's a couple of different springs you can put in. You can adjust it. So you probably need to go to the dealer. um, And and if you have a manual, and you can go online on KTM um, USA.com, I think it is, or just KTM.com. KTM.com. Put that in there. Um, You can look down and and look up the manual for the bike. Um, You should be able to find it there and and find out what power valve springs. There's a a green, blue, or a, a green, a yellow, and a red available. Um, I don't know what's yep. in it, so you just figure out how to take it out, find out what's one's in it, and then there's the different colors will give you a different feel in the power. You can make it really mellow by just changing yeah. the power valve. So the power valve ah. spring, so you can do that pretty easy. Okay. There it is. All right, cool. Yeah, thanks, thanks for man. your help. Thanks, man. Thank, appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, next up uh, is Christian on three for Kiefer. Christian, what's up? Hey, Keeper. Hey, uh, I actually sent you a message on uh, IG, and I heard back from you. It was pretty brief, and I sent you way too long an uh, IG message. Um, I'm thinking about getting a Yamaha 250F, uh, but I'm concerned with maintenance intervals uh, on a 250F. I'll probably buy a bike um, and then put like 80 hours on it yep. or so in a year and then trade it back into the dealership and just keep turning over a new bike uh, yearly. Yep. Uh, and I'll probably be like a mid-pack local C-class rider to start. I was, like, pretty decent on 80s, but I've been off a bike for, like, seven or eight years, so, I mean, I don't expect to be fast anymore. Um, But I could also get a 450, and I think I could put that kind of hours on a bike easy, and maintenance wouldn't matter as long as I changed oil and did filters and stuff. So Uh, what do you think? So here's here's what I've known for a long time. Like, your owner's manual is going to be on the safe side as far as changing parts. Uh, that right. doesn't mean necessarily that that is exactly when you need to change that because obviously everyone rides different, right? If I would say you're a pro, I know that the Yamaha manual says every 12.5 hours you got to change a timing chain. I, I ain't doing that. We have almost 40 on mine, and I feel like between the two riders that ride that bike, we both ride pretty hard, and we're still good. Now, if you like to rev your bike, then I would say, yeah, change a timing chain 20 to 25 hours. But for me... Yamaha durability is very good. Uh, Yamaha had some rod problems in the 250F way back 2016, 17, but the newer bikes haven't had that problem. And for a guy like you that rides the the C-Class, wants to go race on the weekend and have fun, should be a reliable bike. I wouldn't worry about that so much. Only if you're Adam Ciancerillo and you're doing burnouts because you won a championship and you want to blow up some shit, right? Bullshit. So... uh, 250Fs are really fun. I did a podcast this week about which 250F is right for you. I did that with the 450s as well. And you just got to know, like, sometimes riding style, how much you ride, it goes hand in hand on which type of bike you should buy. So I tell a lot of vet guys that don't ride a lot, buy a 250F because it has plenty of power for you. You'll last longer. Uh, Your arms won't pump up as quick. So for me, don't 
follow the owner's manual, but don't take it as a, as a Bible where everything has to be exact. And you're a mechanic, you know. It, yeah, you, I mean, they want you to buy parts. Right. So. <laughs> right. But I've had good luck with my Yamaha so far. Listen, I was on the phone. What what, what is he picking? A 250 or 40? 250F. He wants okay. a Yamaha 250F. Okay. Wow. I don't blame you. Look at Dylan Ferrandez. He's killing it. <laughs> Look, it's it's the easiest 250F to ride. I don't care. Andy's. Andy's mad at you. Yeah, yeah. The Yamaha 250F is very torquey. It has the most torque in class. You can short shift it. You could lug it. It is. It has the most torque that you've ever thought about in a 250F. Yeah, right now I'm sitting at like I'm probably I'm five ten, probably one sixty seven. Oh, you're the fine. most I can hang on my frame is probably one seventy five. Yeah, uh, and still be fit. So I, I think that's probably the right setup if you think that the uh, maintenance intervals are there and the reliability. Yeah, I think you're safe, man. Uh, I think you're good to go, and you have probably the most fun on that bike. Christian, we're going to give you a set of Michelin Starcross fives, also. All right, for that two fifty F Blue Crew. Oh, that's awesome, Steve. I appreciate it. No but we problem. have to we have to have proof that you bought it first. Oh yeah. Okay. Good point. All right. Well, give me give me a couple weeks and let Corona go over. And make sure I'm not going to get a, a cut at the hospital. Okay. Uh, hours wise, and I'll be on top of it. All right. So what we're going to do is uh, I'm going to put you on hold, and then uh, um, give me your email, Talon, and then uh, he can email you when he gets the bike, and then we will send those tires along the way from our buddies at Michelin. Motorcycle.michelinman.com. Visit your local dealer, online retailer. They got the Starcross fives that I use to go. Uh, Fourteen nine for seven. Is that what's on the dirty bike out in the garage? No. Oh. What's wrong with it being dirty? You don't I take... wash it every other ride. Dude. I feel like that's fine. No. It's not fine. No. Every ride. Yes. No. Andy? Take pride in your shit. Andy? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm the wrong guy. I wash my yeah. <laughs> Talon, you wash your shit every ride? No. No, he oh. does. I'm Desi. And neither does Marks. I ain't asking Marks. Marks. I already knew Marks doesn't give a shit, dude. <laughs> Okay, first of all, how dare you? <laughs> Second of all, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, V-Twin, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser. Uh, for, for sport bikes, they got the Michelin Power 5s, uh, Power GP tires as well. Uh, the, for the uh, off-road guys, they got the Michelin Enduro Extreme. It's the one that won the Red Bull Erzberg Rodeo. So Michelin, uh, motorcycle.michelinman.com for all sorts of Michelin tires, uh, be it on-road, be it off-road, be it cruisers, uh, mountain bike tires as well from the folks at, uh, at Michelin. So uh, stay on hold, all right? We'll get your information. And if you get that 250F yeah. from the folks at Blue Crew, we'll send you some Starcross 5s. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Have right. fun. Let's go. Well, stay on hold. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, Art of Sport. Kenny Roxon runs Art of Sport stuff, as does guys like NVP from the NBA, James Harden. I've been using their deodorant and their charcoal body wash, which I really enjoy. Kiefer, what's your feedback on the Art of Sport stuff? <laughs> it was amazing. I rubbed the charcoal over Heather in the shower the other day. It was awesome. Oh, you did? Yeah. She smelled like a man, but I still liked it. <laughs> okay. This, this got weird. Uh, all right, from their award-winning products of over 7,000 five-star reviews and everyone, from ESPN to SI to GQ. Love this stuff. Uh, Target.com, you can order it. Under $10, everything's under $10. Charcoal face wash, anti-dandruff shampoo, all of it. Under 10 bucks. artofsport.com. And go find them at Target. You won't be disappointed. Uh, I love, I, I use all the stuff. Actually, I guess I don't use the face wash. Specific wash face your, wash What do you stuff? do to wash your face? Body wash. Okay. You? Do you use a face wash stuff? Like, what's the difference? I have access to all this cool shit in my shower because of Heather. Right. So I use the foo-foo stuff. I'm into it. Andy? I use face cleanser. My wife. Look at the man's tells skin. Me I don't want to yeah. look old. The dude's so 75 years old. Look, he looks like he's 40. <laughs> 75? Yeah. Don't say that. Uh, so you use the, the all this, the face wash, yeah. specific yeah, face wash I stuff. Do. Marks, yep. do, you, do you try it? I, I didn't know there was a face wash in that. Yeah, thing. it's a small little black <laughs> It's a face lotion. I thought it was a wash. Uh, mine's a lotion. 
I don't Can know. I, I got to ask the question. Artisport.com. Nicole Weimer already put on Instagram already. This put, tonight. Put what she put? She put a photo she tag, of herself. She yep. tagged me? She did not. No. That's But I'm up. sure. That hurts. It's from Jake. That's so, hurts, hurts. Anyways, let's go to commercial break. We'll come back. Ryan Hughes is coming up. Woo! We're going to talk about my trailer ride with Talon. Mm. We got a lot of things to cover here. Andy Jefferson from Husqvarna. We got studio. After Dark. After Dark is coming up from the folks at uh, GrillYourAssOff.com as well. Yeah, Andy's, I can go upstairs. Andy's going to be a non-associated yes, with, with Keith After Dark. So, uh, we got lots more to coming up, everybody. Take this commercial break. We're we'll right back after this. Thank you. Yeah, and if you're bareback, and be careful, dude. Those who love motocross know Motosport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motosport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on Motosport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop Motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at Motosport.com. Steve. Kiefer. Do you want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Race Tech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Race Tech, the stuff has been great. So um, for you guys out there listening, you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work or steven says on the show sometimes get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt bushings in your, your fork and shock get it rebuilt it helps 15 to 20 hours head over to racetech.com check out they even got a cool little simulator you can look at uh what size spring rate you might need for your bike so a lot of cool features over there on the website but uh and as you know yamaha blue crew guy over here you guys have some of that on your bike it's fantastic. Zombie Blos uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you when you call. You can save on the service. You can save save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Race Tech is the one stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Racetech. Good people. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. Join the ranks of Factory Yamaha's Justin Barsha and Aaron Plessinger, as well as Supercross champion Dylan Ferrandis, and run a Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. 
Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code POPMX2020 and get the best deal on your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex EK Athlete Support Team for 2020. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hey, Pulp listeners, this is Andy from Guts Racing. I want to thank you guys for all the loyal support over the years. Thanks, Steve Mathis, for uh, having us on the show. Steve normally asks for us to write out what we want to say, but this year I'm shooting it from the gut, right from the heart, because I really do appreciate all the fans out there that take time out of their day to put an order in at GutsRacing.com using Pulp MX 2020 for 2020 to get 20% off. Keep ordering, guys. Appreciate it. Love the support. Shout out to all the Guts riders out there. Go get some this year. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX show, everybody. Please, if you're listening to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right, because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro, including Alex Ray back in the day. Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section on the website. Get your Pulp Mech swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulp Mech stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at RoostMX, for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh, visiting RoostMX.net, and use the discount code PulpNation to save 20%. Thanks, RoostMX.net. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin motorcycle tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring Tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. 
For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 tire and the Michelin Power GP tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Star Cross 5 tire range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com, visit your local dealer or online retailer, and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross Championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba Championships in my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then. While the competition has been trying to catch up, grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsoreddeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys and wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. Over three decades, Works Connection has been designing and delivering factory-level parts to help produce champions worldwide. From the novice rider right up to the pro ranks, they're winning products like skid plates, radiator braces, pro-launch start device, elite clutch perch, and elite axle blocks help to protect and refine motocross, supercross, and off-road bikes. Join Team Honda HRC, Star Racing Yamaha, Smart Top Honda, JGR Suzuki, and HEP Racing Race Teams that rely on Works Connection products to deliver quality and reliability. To see what they have to offer and to help improve your race efforts, just visit worksconnection.com today. And don't forget to enter Pulp MX20 to save 20% on your order. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. 
presented by motorsport.com and the folks at Fly Racing. Andy Jefferson and Chris Kiefer in studio. Hey, uh, Kiefer. Yeah, I'm not on. Am I on? Yeah, you're on. Oh. T minus 33 for Rhino. Rhino. Are you getting ready for it? God, I can't wait. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Appreciate it. Thanks to Dean Wilson, Anton, JT for all coming on earlier. Appreciate it. Um, mm-hmm. Also, I want to say a shout out to the folks at Bullfrog Spas. Oh, snap. It's here. We did it. Oh, God. Spa hot tub delivery. Can I be here when you have the first show with, if we have girls and stuff, like in the jacuzzi? I want to well, be here. Can we get Heather? Heather? Yes. Heather has not been here for a long time. She, yeah, she wants she to She has work. not come to the studio for a long time. Yes. I don't know if she's not happy with Pookie or me. No, or, she loves it. But. but we need to get Heather here in the hot tub. We're going to do a segment from the hot tub, Bullfrog Spas. Thank you. I got a smart top stairs and smart top cover. Yeah. Let me tell you, those things are they're smart. It's great. It's amazing. Yeah, I looked at it. It's a very nice spa. Thank you, Bullfrog. It lots happened. Of, lots of jets. God, Marks, even after all the, you know, the kind of drama we had with the Bullfrog stuff. Uh, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. There was no drama at all. Will no, you, our callers aren't ridiculous at all. Will you, will you not go naked in the jacuzzi? At some point? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Right? All right. I mean, some people are weird about it, but I'm just wondering. Oh, I, I, are they? Have, yeah. you ever, have you ever seen Out Cold? Listen, Mar- uh, just don't mess with the Jets. Lone Wolf. The guy was telling me about the shit. The shit. What? The, the, the hot guy tub? was telling me about the shit. The guy was telling me about the shit you got to do with the pH and the chlorine mm. and the. Mm. Yeah, it's that's very just, confusing. It's it's. He really said not. once you get it dialed in, you're good. Right. Yeah. But yeah. it takes a while to get it going. It's more just like, because it's all a balance, so it's more just finding out, like, when it's this, you need to do this, and once you figure out, like... Do I got to test this thing every time I get into it? Yeah, yeah. probably. Really? No. Yeah, you, well, in the summer here, you go through chlorine so fast, like, you need to keep you need to keep chlorine in it or it's going to turn green. You're going to have a swamp. Or you could just hire a, hey, really, a real ugly pool boy. You have a pool guy that comes to your house every Monday. Like yeah. that's my job. Okay, you're gonna. I'm gonna put you oh. on hot tub duty. I'm gonna uh, give you. I'm gonna give you like. I shouldn't have offered. Yep. No, no, no. That can't be that long. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm gonna no. give you twelve bucks a yeah. session. Twelve bucks. <laughs> you're here anyways, so an extra twelve bucks to go out there and stick the stick in and tell me what to do or do or do it yourself. All right, fair. Or no. What? Well, All right, Kiefer, what do you think I should charge him? Fuck. You have here. a pool. You know how hard it is. He's here. How hard it is. 
I don't know. I don't know how to because I have I hired a guy. This isn't a pool. Yeah. This is a hot tub. Andy, any hot tub experience? Yeah, but it's worse. Hot, hot tubs tub. are honestly more complicated. Yeah, they're more. They're right. more. Because you're heating them up all the time. Right. It's a lot more. The guy chemical. was telling me about, hey, don't, 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 uh, don't use deodorant. Suntan lotion. You know, on your, suntan. on your suntan lotion, deodorant on your, on your trunks. Go in, and that affects it. Just go naked. Well, the chlorine tries to kill anything that gets in the water. So the more bacteria, sunscreen, everything you have on your body, that takes away from the chlorine that's trying to keep it clear. Right. Look. I would say Mark's uh, no. I mean, twenty-five bucks every time you do it. Hold on. I mean, that's twenty-five yeah. bucks. He's yeah. gonna. He's, he's coming. He's coming with the stuff. You don't have to buy no, anything. I got he's the stuff. Hey, tits is here. You know, every often, every so often. What do you mean you got the stuff? You teach tits how to do it. All right. Oh, you're better off just paying him. <laughs> <laughs> tits is my new hot tub guy. He'll love that. Listen. <sighs> Look it. It's the best thing Heather and I could have ever done. Really. As much as I ride and things that yeah. I, I, I picture this thing after mountain bike ride, I'm jumping in that thing. Per, yes. Yeah. Or you sure. wake up. You remember your chill time that you like? Yeah. Your new chill time with your coffee in the morning out there. Really? Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing to start your day off. You wake up, get your coffee, you walk outside, you get in your warm jacuzzi, and you chill. It's amazing. Or post MTB ride, get in the shower, you know, clean off, and then get in the hot tub. I don't. Want to do, I just want to jump in, but I guess I can't. I'm all dirty. I don't. You're gonna fix it for me, Talon. You, you know what you're doing. I thought Sir Vaj was fixing it for you. No, he's, Vaj is hooking it up. Yeah. 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 I can guy. keep it going yeah. for you. All right. All right. Twelve bucks. Twenty-five. So anyway, the fourteen. Twenty-five. Twenty-five, dude. Fourteen fifty. That's cheap. <laughs> That's cheap. I'm telling you. I I pay the pool guy. I know how much it it's is. It's a hundred bucks a month. Dude, it's more than that. No, twenty-five bucks. I'm saying for him. Yeah, that's cheap. I'm up. That's you can fine. work it out with have like a, a, have a green jacuzzi. <laughs> what? Have a green jacuzzi. I got the little strips. I can figure the shit out. Oh, How about no. $18 <laughs> and a trail ride every session? <laughs> no. One trail ride One trail ride a week, I'll do it for free. Listen, I went trail riding. Oh, are we doing this? I went trail riding. Good. Lone Wolf says, hey, I'm going to hit the trails. Let's go out. I meet him out. Uh, out by Field of Dreams, kind of up by where I was prepping for the World Vets mm -hmm. in the deep sand tracks, mm -hmm. but at a different location. I, I don't know, man. He takes me to some track. He says they should hold a national back here or, or races. They had some big races the, the, out this there thing back in the day. Is, this thing is like... World Mini. No. Not World Mini. No. But. This track is like on the moon, and it's just got holes everywhere, and it's hard pack and slippery. It's in the desert. There's keeper. no traction. He doesn't understand. There's no traction. Mm -hmm. Nothing. And there's like half-ass jumps, and, and there's no layout. You can't remember where you're going. I he's can like, remember where. He's I'm like, going. oh yeah, just follow me. And I'm like, I don't know where to turn left at because there's UTV trails everywhere, which I <laughs> like UTV stuff. There's no washers Dude, to turn then left at either. Then out he there. takes me to some like uh, a pit that looks like it's from Mars. Mm -hmm. you jump shit. Jump some shit. Right. This uh, sounds fun. Ah. And I was nice to him. He didn't have a skid plate on, so I didn't take him on any waterfalls, any big ride? rocks. Uh, we went about like 12 miles. Oh, my God. And I, then I went on a little my, my, ride after. At an hour and 10 minutes, I'm like, where's the truck? Well, how do I get back? Oh, and the funny part was we had only like went at furthest maybe three miles away from the truck, and then we kind of circled and came back the other direction. And he thinks we're like... 
10 miles Dude. away from the truck. He thinks we're like let gone. And he's like, you. how do I get back? And I'm like, you go, you see that dirt road right there? Go like a half mile up that dirt road let and you'll hit the truck. Let me tell you something real quick about my friend over here that runs this Mr. Monday Night, okay? Uh, Mr. Monday Night doesn't like to be out in nature that far. We go mountain biking by my house, and if I get too far out, he freaks the fuck I don't want to get lost. But he'll, go yeah. on, yeah. he'll go on 15 mile mountain going? bike ride. Like, straight up, man, because I'm out here. I don't know where I'm at. There's fucking coyotes here, and I don't know what's going to happen. And I'm like, you need to calm down, dude. L- listen, Talon, was that ride fun for you? Honest question. Was that a fun ride? Uh, no, because we didn't get into anything super gnarly. What wasn't fun? What didn't you like? All of it. He says all of it. I was going to say he's going to go all The motor okay. track was garbage. Okay. okay. I, I can I agree can with that, that, but it's fun the, to the ride The motor track on. was garbage. Okay. He took me down some whooped out single track. I guess that getting there to the motor track from the beginning, that part was okay. That was a five. Where, where I was rolling. Yeah. Roll, it's like rolling, rolling sand bumps and you're kind of wheeling tap, wheel tap like, and you know what i mean it. yeah yeah you're trying to get a rhythm going and everything else but it's soft as shit it rained here the night before i thought there'd be like some sort of moisture moisture there was nothing i don't know if that didn't get anything <laughs> it was dusty and shitty and you had to like stop and like like no 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 i didn't like, take him up anything that you had to go it, it, you know that you had to really not the tech yeah, no the fun factor was a negative four. Oh, so it, 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 you would take my tracks over that time anytime? Yes. Your tracks were like heaven okay. compared See, to where Kiefer, we were. I'm just doing you a favor. I'm it, helping you out. Here's what I, and here's it, my, here's it, my rebuttal. I, I just, I just, how was that fun? You'll go on a 15 mile mountain bike ride doing the same thing, but when you have a motor and you don't have to pedal, it's no fun. That's what I was going to say. Today, fucked. What? Rocks? If you were on a dirt bike, you would hate it where you ride your mountain Rocks. bike. Rocks. Ga, 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 ga. Rocks. Down the... <laughs> ah, it's great. It's great. Ga, 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 ga. Uh, yeah. Andy, awesome. it was fun. It was Andy, fun. It was what fun. are you, but crazy? What I'm saying is, what's the difference between you having a good time on your mountain bike on shale, the moon, rocks everywhere, or going with Talon on a trail ride? Why isn't that fun? It's not. It's nothing. Nothing about that was fun. Sorry, Talon. Sorry. But it... That was not fun. There was no cool trails. It was dumb. The moto track was dumb. The jumps were dumb. The the everything about it. Like I I don't I'm just I don't get it. Like you're you're following through a canyon. Like you're like a soft. That's ass. the fun part. Like going through the canyons. Oh and the god, it's so stuff. much fun following you through a canyon, getting dusted. Uh, going, it wasn't even that dusty. Going, going it really four miles, wasn't even going that four dusty. Going four miles an hour. Like oh god, I'm so much it's fun. It's not my fault you're going so slow. Like I I, I, don't, I don't I don't like I will not trail ride in the dry dusty shit. It's, it's well, not that's fun. what this was. Right. That's what I was, was leading. It wasn't dusty at all. <laughs> but if you do find some nice single track, I, that's a fun time. That's a good, t- and then when you start having to find some techie stuff, you got to get up. Kind of like what we rode today on some mountain bike stuff. You got to like pump your way up. No, nobody wants a 200 pound four stroke 450 falling on you because you can't make it up the trail. Well, I don't want to fall on a razor blade rock well, on a 75 pound bicycle. <laughs> this is why I didn't take him on my good trails is because he would have complained about those that they're too technical. Look it. So I took him on like the sand washes, the mellow stuff. I was trying to warm him up. Flowy. So flowy, I could get him back out. Fire road, flowy, sand, whoopy stuff is fun. That's about it. Not the techie 
two mile an hour, uh, pop your clutch on your YZ and send it up the cliff and Black climb up. We didn't do and climb up and go get it. <laughs> and then following following Talon through some trails and getting dusted out. Like that's not fun. Okay. Keeper, you need fun. to come ride my trails just so you can to, he takes just to, so you can vouch one way or the he other. He takes right. me to the moto track and it's fucking like riding on glass that's been watered. See, and I took him there because I thought he would like the moto track more than the trails. Because he always. I'm trying about to accommodate him, right. and it just it doesn't work. Hey, you're preaching to the choir. Listen, yeah. I, I appreciate Talon taking me out, but never take me out again. Well, get okay? a good plate on your bike. Me. Never invite me. I don't want to do what you're. That that's ridiculous. All right, you go excited? pound sand whoops. Did that's you way ask better. him how his ride? Did you ask him how he liked it when you got back? Yes, and he said it was a five, which I thought was pretty good because he gives you a five, and then so now I'm at a, a negative four. I was just, I didn't want to bum him out. It's fucking garbage. I thought I was actually surprised that you said a five because I thought you were at like a one. I, I was at a one. We're on or this negative. We get on this one trail. It's like about three or four feet wide. It's kind of exposed on the on the right side, like yeah. a cliff. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I ask him how he likes it because that's like the, one of the funnest it's, trails it's I a took run him on. Like this with break, and he goes, "Oh, bumps. it's stupid." Yeah. Yeah, it's stupid. It's a deep-ass rut, like like past your foot peg, uh-huh. and your leg is out, uh-huh. and it's bumpy as shit. Cause and people, it's like, nice and windy. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, it's fun. Yeah, oh, that's great. That's, that's fucking awesome. I, I don't, I just, you know. Look at what the years that I've known this man, it's very hard to please him. He's seen a lot. He's done a lot. And what we think is fun, like I'm ex- genuinely excited to take him to have him experience my life. You know, we, we know what his life's like. We do a lot of his things. Mm. But when you take him to our side, it's very tough to please. Mm. Very hard. Marks, getting out to Western in the morning when it's prepped and watered. Uh-huh. Pretty fun. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, 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 that's good stuff. That's fun. We're I'm sure he's not going to debate that. So did you go out to Western on Wednesday or on Sunday? No. Uh, I was going to ask if you, when you were driving out there, if you were looking off on the left, you know, at those trails we were I, riding, honestly, just missing them. Honestly, take me to the Field of Dreams, the World Vet. I, I don't want to ride sand whoops. See, I, I would rather ride go ride. Whoops. I would rather go Dude, ride single track than sand put, whoops. Putting your stopwatch on, putting your stopwatch on, and doing 20 minutes on these man-made rough tracks that where you can't even sit down except in the corners. I like that. That's fun. Yeah. That's a man's test right there. It's tough because Talon is a true off-road dude. Off-road guy, yeah. Yeah. Like, he likes off-road. That's like me going with Gary and Ricky. They call me a pussy and all these things because they want to go down this canyon. Let's go down this canyon. Let's see what it's all about. I'm like. The gnarlier, the better. I don't want to do that. Why do I want to do that? Why do I want to get off my bike? I want to be able to clear everything. I want to be able to ride. Right. I don't want to push my bike. I don't want to pop the clutch and send it over a cliff and then hike up to it like I'm Super Mario. He acts like I made him do any of that stuff. (laughs) Mario! You know, like this. (laughs) Yeah, no. Yeah. I I know who Super Mario is. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got it. Mario. It was was one of the most ridiculous rides I've ever been on. Well, at least mine was. And I'm so so stoked that the truck was close because I just want to get fucking out of there. Like, you know. Thanks, Talon. See you later. All right. See yeah, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's probably hot as balls, right? Yeah, it wasn't no, bad. It was nice. No, it wasn't bad. Yeah, I had to fly kinetic mesh on. Okay. Um, cool. I don't know. But yeah, no, Talon, thanks for everything, but no thanks. Thanks, but no thanks. <sighs> it's, it's, a tough, it's tough to be your friend sometimes, Steve. I just... Stick it up your ass, Steve. I just want to like, you know... Oh, that time I went to Glen Helen with Weege. That was fun, probably. Were you there? No. no. I let Weege borrow yeah. the bike. And, yeah. I had a great had a time. Watered, prepped, Glen Helen. Uh, we very few people there like this five You're months ago. You're just a ago. moto guy. It's a great time. You're a moto It's dude. amazing. I, I like 
dirt bikes in general. Like I think he's the same. Are way. Are you a trail guy too, Andy? Yeah. Like yeah. even though your starter, your roots are moto, but yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. No, I because of Ty Davis, we ridden. Up in Big Bear, there's some nasty. I don't want to do any of that. Yeah, I I understand it, but for me, like, I think just being on your bike, riding some different kind of shit, is fun in itself. That's that's my point. Just take me to that UTV track. Yeah, you can go there too. That was fun. There's a lot more tracks I can take you to if you ever rode. I'm gonna go to those tracks, and then when I go to those tracks, I'll think about where Talon took me, and I'll be like, "This is awesome." Are you off the injured reserve list yet? Are I we am. Good? I am. Okay. Yeah, I'm off their injured reserve. All right. What about Helen this Thursday? I'm there. If you're, you're there, I'm there. They're reopening, but they're only letting 75 people go? Yep. That's the tough part. The, the, the good thing about, like, State Fair and the other tracks, they're pre-booking spots. So you pay for your spot, which makes you hold accountable. Hey, I'm going to go. Yeah. Glenn Helen, you just got to show up at 530 in the morning and hope you're the first 75 that you get in line. <sighs> that's yeah. a rough go. Yeah, that's a rough one. So they need to figure out a way. What where if I hey, said I know Jody? Would that get me in? I'm sure. If you got an MXA helmet, yeah. you're good. Yeah. Just wear an orange helmet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Talon, did you not like Western, though? Because you were, you were talking shit on Western to your buddies that we were out there the other day. You were talking no, shit on I wasn't talking shit. I just oh, said... it's not long enough. I just said it was a little short. I just said it was a little short. minute 20? Minute 30? No, it was minute 21 for me. For it's a, a minute 30 for No, A-Ray's 119-something. I don't think he was... Lap 99, bro. Good times. When I first went out to Western when they first opened, I didn't like it i rode the vet track but the last couple times the main track's been really good i just wish it was longer like if they instead of having three tracks why not connect two of them and have one like really bitching track how about you just go ride one track and then go ride the other ride do, do a moto on the how about you just go ride single track can i make it a works loop and just you know transfer off every lap and yeah. do my own off-road loop it's tough it's tough because i have a lot of off-road buddies it's tough to please those guys because they like what they like. We like what we like. Yeah, I don't. I, I just, I don't get it. I just like riding a dirt bike. I'll ride it through rocks, track. I don't care. It's ridiculous. How old are you? 25. Yeah, that's why. Get older. You'll prefer just one thing and you'll be bitching and moaning like Marks, where are you at on that? Uh, are you on the moto stuff or are you, would you go out with talent with Lone Wolf? Uh, maybe years ago I would have gone out, but now? What about dunes? <laughs> Oh, I killed a dude. <laughs> Tits would love riding with Have me. Have you rode the dunes before? Tits likes off-road stuff, I Tits think. Tits would go Tits with me. Tits does like off-road stuff. So Tits and Talon need to get together. The marks you mean you will ride moto. <laughs> yeah. Right. Deal. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Have you, have you done the dunes? Yeah, years ago I went to Glamis. Okay. Didn't have a paddle tar. No, oh, that's not so there wasn't, That didn't work out. wasn't well. a blast. Oh, yeah. I went to Ocotillo one time, too. Yeah. Yeah, Ocotillo with a paddle. Yeah, paddle's the only way to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. yeah. Yeah, yeah Agatillo was pretty fun. I remember having a good time with yeah. that. I went with Brian Barnhart, the Cowie truck driver. Oh, yeah. And uh, I forget who else was with us, but yeah, it was a fun time. So, uh, 16 minutes to run. You know run who up. rides pretty good, truck driver? Jim Driver. Who? P- PC guy. Oh, yeah? He he's good? Yeah, he's good. Hmm. Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Vortex Racing, Roost MX, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vertex Pistons, EVS Sports, Michelin Starcross 5, X Brand Goggle Tariffs are coming up. That's my race tech rant. Talon's stupid trail rod. Negative four. That's Negative my, four. That's my race tech rant. Race that's tech, pretty bad. Racetech.com, pulp 20 to save. Uh, don't go out with Talon. He'll take you to these fucking hell places. And, or if you like and that. And then when he takes you to a moto me. track, it's garbage. And you can't even remember which way to turn. <laughs> garbage. You can't even remember which way to turn. Like, he's literally, like, saying, yeah, just go here and then make a left. But you're like, but there's UTV from 14 directions. And no, you got to know which way to go. So yeah, I'm not it's really you. it's really not that hard. Because okay. you got to get a couple of couches and washers and put them out there, right? I don't oh, know, that'd be great. Yeah. So that race tech round of the night, 
Talon's dumb trail ride. But thanks, Talon, for taking me out. Anytime, anytime. Uh, Pulp 20 is the code to save at Race Tech. I also want to thank the Maxima USA guys, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Pro Filter, Skosh, AtlasBrace.com. Thanks to the Noof uh, for all the things he's done for me lately. Chase Sexton, wearing an Atlas Brace as well. FMF, Works Connection, Pulp MX20 is the code to save at WorksConnection.com. Uh, great company, great parts as well from there. I, I can't remember which my favorite Works Connection is. Probably the Perch, but could be the Stand. Radiator Guards. I don't use them, but they sell well. Red guards are good. Yeah. Uh, OGO Power Sports, if you want a deal from anything from OGO folks, email us on the show, and we'll pass that on to those guys. Same deal with the Get Data guys and Athena. Uh, Guts Racing, uh, Andy from Guts is going to be in studio next week. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. A lot of seat cover talk then. And they've come a long way. Dude, they're, they're crushing it. Yeah. Yeah, when, when you look at what they do for all the teams in the pits. Like, I've, I've used a lot of seat covers, and he does a great job with his. Cool. Art of Sport, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, in 10 cycles. Chris Kiefer riding the Taser expert today, me riding the pro. Ride Engineering, LA Honda World, WUSA, Works Chassis Lab. Uh, Pulp MX 10 is the code to save at in 10 cycles, by the way, on any kind of bicycle they have. So WUSA as well. John Anderson, everybody at WUSA, talking about the W World Vets. Hopefully that thing's coming up. I think we're good. November, right? Yeah, I think is we Is it should. November? Yeah. Got to be good. It's got to be good. I'm just like, I'm, you like how I threw it to marks for like some expert economist talk. <laughs> I, I don't know about that. Back to you, Steve. <laughs> it's, a, it's such a convoluted subject. Like you could get so deep into it. It's just it, you, yeah. you don't even really know where to start. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. It, I just think people are going to start freaking out here. So if they're, they, if people can't go back to work or get the F out of the house, it's going to be, it's going to be gnarly. People need to work. And yeah. there's yeah. a lot of stories out there that I hear from Heather, like some ladies opened her business, some cops came and wrote her a ticket and she freaked out on them, ripped it up in front of their face. She's like, I have nothing else to do. I got to work. Yeah. Like, what do you want? I took some heat on my Racer X podcast for talking about the people protesting. And I'm like, one way to not get back to work is to go protest and possibly spread the disease with each other. So if we want to get back to work, which I do too, because so I want to get paid, don't go down and protest. Or if you're going to protest, put a mask on and gloves. Mm-hmm. Stop spreading the disease. We all know this is a virus. It's getting spread. If you're, if you're not of the belief that it, this is all just a made-up liberal hoax, then I can't talk to you about anything, obviously. But the protesters are fine to go protest, but please put masks on and then go protest. I wonder, like, beginning of the year, I mean, we always talk about this. I wonder if Coop had Yeah, Osborne had and Coop were sick, right? Yeah, and they had the, the same kind of symptoms. Yeah, right? totally right. So. Um um, man, when you read some of the stuff about people, you know, showing no symptoms and then having it and dying four days later, like yeah. younger people. Right. I mean, this isn't fake news. This isn't made up. This is real. You're right. just like. But it's like, so weird how it di- affects yeah. different people. And then other people are like. Yeah. Other people yeah. get it. I mean, I have some friends that have had it. Yeah. And wasn't that Rick bad. Johnson got it. Yeah. Right? And, yeah. And, you know, you get sick and yep. whatever. And but then there's other people, like you said, you know, 20, 30 years old. Get it. A couple days later, they're done. Yeah. Then you go like, well, how does that work? I know. That's why I think, like, we're all in this together here, right. man, and, and, and it's, it's scary, and we don't really know what's going on, but um, I blame Marks. What about Talon? I blame Talon, yeah. Okay. Talon and his trails. It's all my fault. <laughs> yeah. am, am I off the hook, then? Ride-engineering.com. Pulp MX-20 is the code to save. Uh, they've ad- manufactured a new center knuckle to work in conjunction with their existing performance arm for 2016 and up KTMs and Huskies. Have you tried this thing? Yeah, I just did a review. It's up on pulpamex.com. On the knuckle? 
Knuckle and rods, yeah. Uh, the full suspension linkage provides a flatter curve, allowing the rider to use of all existing travel. Uh, going up a spring rate is probably also recommended. You'll notice improved comfort on acceleration, chop, braking bumps, and overall shock action. Uh, the center knuckle is 249, and uh, you can tear it up, pair, pair it up with that. Uh, uh, oh, the combo, 449. The knuckle, 249. Pulp MX-20 code to save at Ride Engineering. What did you find out about this? So for me, and maybe Andy can attest to this, when I'm riding really choppy tracks on either the Husqvarna or the KTM, it does feel rigid in the back a little bit when I try to cut across some square mm-hmm. edge. So going to this knuckle, sometimes I just went to the knuckle and just tried that. Yep. And that helped a little bit for me as far as the balance of the motorcycle and then cutting across these bumps. So I don't feel that rigidity. And then you add the rods to it, it lowers the back a little bit. So if you guys feel like the ass end's a little bit high, adding those will help that squat on on coming out of a corner. Area three of the corner. Do you know what area three is, Steve? I mean, I would guess the the coming out part of it. Yes. Yes. No, that's the, the one, I'm two, glad three, you're four. I, I don't know. How does it work on fucking Talon's trails? <laughs> it probably worked good on that, that yeah, leg that, up ruts. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Putting my leg out and then just popping the clutch and like... It's great. Well, I could see how motivated you were to watch the bike when you... And then I went over this one jump and I'm like, ah, yeah, that's fun. Three feet of air, like kind of over, ah, that's fucking awesome. But, you know, he would have caught a bunch more air if we went to Field of Dreams. He would have just been, you know, jumping every whoop. Field of Dreams, though, is like, hey, if you can do 20 minutes here, which I what I was doing for the for the vet, like you do 20 minutes there, and like, yeah, sometimes you're sitting down, and that's a real test, though, where you're like, this is awesome. You want to know the so. difference between moto and off-road? I feel like you're wired like me. I'm trying to master every single lap so people are like i get bored riding moto i never get bored because i'm trying to get that perfect lap that you almost never get right. yeah right yeah and then for me trail riding i'm just out trail riding you're thinking about different stuff like it's a, it's more of a relaxing thing what when about I ride, when you get to like a technical section and you're trying to you know not dab a foot or you know just working on technique and stuff like no, that no it's stupid. see on off-road i don't i just want to get up it yeah you know I'm not really looking. I just, uh, when I race a hare and hound, are you focusing on your technique? Not when you're racing, no. Right, yeah. I'm just, scared to death when I'm racing a hare and hound. Racing moto, I'm focusing on that shit. Uh, yeah. Me at the World Vets, I was not focused on anything. Your starts were great. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Nobody knew how to do starts. Nobody Lame. taught me how to do starts. <laughs> Thank you, Darkseid, for that special moment Fuck in our life. Fuck Darkseid. The wrap-up <laughs> wrap show's canceled. <laughs> Let's do the X-Brand goggles tear-off. Shall we do that real quick before we got Rhino? Rana. X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Rapid-fire. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. Aiden Kiefer on the X-Brand program. Stoked on it. Kyle Chisholm, Alex Ray. You name them, they're on the X-Brand program. If you don't wear X-Brand, you will not win. Fantastic guy, Rich Taylor. but trying to get him in studio as well as soon as this thing clears up. Uh, EKSbrand.com. Uh, Motorsport's got a whole uh, a promotion for those guys. Motorsport.com. Go to the Pulp Mex page. Type in EKS20 at, uh, and save on X-Brand goggles. So uh, thanks to those guys for coming on board. These questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Do you know him at all? Nope. Only, no? only heard of him through you guys. I don't know who he so is. I don't know who he is. Rapid fire. Here we go, Marks. Let's do it. Steve. Yep. What's the first restaurant you're going to after quarantine? Ooh. I've just been take, getting stuff taken to go, though, now. like so. It's, it's not, not like the I'm, same. You don't feel like it's the same? No. Oh, I don't what know. What about the ambiance and the food? Like, where are you going? 
Man, nowhere. No, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Here comes uh, the five. I, I don't know. Here comes uh, that five again at people. Uh, <laughs> there's a place that I love, uh, Italian place called Batista's over off the strip, behind the strip. Did we go there once with you guys? Yes. We took you guys there. Good. Great food, great ambiance, old-time restaurant, except they got this guy. He's 95 <laughs> years old. He was there when I was there. And yeah. he plays the organ, <laughs> whatever that thing is. And you, he walks up to your table. You'll be like, oh, so hey, tell me more about... And he <laughs> And you're like, bro. You're like, bro. Fucking beat it. And you got to tip him. Right? Or your wife, your wife loses her mind. It's loud as shit. So I hate that guy. I, I like him. Sorry, old guy. Seems cool. Don't interrupt my dinner with your stupid organ music. So there's an ambience place that I can't go to. Sweet there, old man. Just pay him, pay him to organ? go away. Hey. So the sweet old man's Have playing... Have you been talking about Batista's? Yeah, we went there with you one time. Was the, and was, was he there? I don't remember him being Talon, there. you ever been there? I've never been okay. there. When we all went there, the sweet old man comes up and he's like... Ha, 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 no, and, it's loud as shit, And dude. Steve is fucking losing his mind. <laughs> and I, I look at this old man, I'm like, oh, dude, he's working, he's old, he's just trying to make he's some so money. Old. He's, he's so old. He's old as dirt, dude. And I feel like, oh, yeah, man, play. Like, I'm like, Steve's like, you gotta beat it. <laughs> Beat it. <laughs> dude, I, you can't even, like, you're in the middle of a conversation dude, with somebody, talk, and, yeah. and this guy just walks up and starts, like, nobody asked for you to come over here. Get out of here. <laughs> Poor guy. So, uh, I would like to go to there if I could not have that guy. I like the ambience there, and I like everything without that guy. Other than that, no. Like, uh, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, we gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Kiefer. Yeah. What's the difference between a Husky and a KTM? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, a swing arm? Uh, an airbox and a muffler. Subframe, I guess. Airbox, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Andy, what's harder, making an orange KTM a white husky or a white husky a red gas gas? This is a great question for Andy. What's probably. harder? Probably the husky is harder. Because the gas gas, I, at least when you look at Cold Knob's bike, is about the same. Be careful. I mean, I don't know. Because I haven't seen one yet. But um, yeah. probably the husky. He does. They do not like it. I think me, they've relaxed a little bit. No, I feel like they've relaxed a little bit. Roger Ooh. wears the logos all in his shirt now. Like, yeah, he's a yeah. I'm guy, not talking so. about that. I'm talking about media. If you relate one bike to the other, <sighs> they don't like. That. I don't. I they didn't like it, and yeah. I got, and I had people I think, lose their mind on me. I think I've, re, I've relaxed a little bit on I, that. I little, feel like it's been you know? relaxed a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I do. All right. Four minutes to Rhino. Steve. Yes. Did the Scott boots break Timmy's heel? Ooh. No, no, they didn't. See, the genius boot I put on my Instagram like this week. Casts. Timmy and or the guys on the team shaved the heel down for whatever reason. They thought, so they shaved the heel down. Therefore, like, they made it more vulnerable to less cushion, have less cushion. So I'm not blaming Timmy, but I believe that's, you know, one of the, the boot wasn't ideal. They shaved the heel down, then he broke his heel. So was it really the boot's fault? Mm-hmm. You no, shave your no. heel down? Right. No. Now, Red Dog can call me and let me know, but I believe that's the story. So Red Dog's not calling. He was listening earlier. Was he? He was making fun of JT. Oh, wow. Yeah. Kiefer. Yeah. Has quarantine been better or worse for your sex life? Oh, whew, great question. Uh, slightly better. Yes, because Heather was home more. So, yeah, it was better. Andy, what do you recall about the Rhino meltdown at Honey Lake? 
Rhino Meltdown, Honey Lake. Yeah. I, well, at, How would Andy know? It was at a work trace. Oh, yeah, it was manager. at a work trace. Well, Moser's doing his homework. No, at a work trace. Um, were you oh. team manager at the time? No, no, we were racing. This was... Um, Ryan was he, on Suzuki. Was this yeah, when he, he broke Suzuki. the gas tank? Yeah, he went crazy. He and, was not And this happy. was when uh, Jonathan, his mechanic, and yeah. him got into it? The yeah. fist fight? Yeah. yeah, they got... Well, I don't know. He was pushing around and throwing stuff around and screaming and <laughs> going ballistic. Like, I mean, I've seen those and guys... And Hoodie was pissed. I, yeah, I've seen those guys do some crazy stuff at practice tracks. I yeah. mean, he's, you know, Rhino's known yeah. for that kind of stuff. He's, you know... Uh, when he gets pissed, the guy just goes absolutely ballistic. But yeah, at the work trace at Honey Lake, he went a little bit Surprising. crazy. Good job, Moser. I'm doing his research. I'm like, why would Andy know anything about that? But, yeah. Pretty sure we can credit one of Moser's buddies for that one. Uh, probably. Uh, yeah. Steve. Yep. What's the dress code for the new hot tub? Birthday suits yeah. only. Yeah, buddy. Uh, I, I, yeah, I don't know. Well, it depends on what Talon tells us the. The well, I would prefer if you guys had pants on for the segment. But. We're going to, yeah, when we do the segment, we'll be dressed. Will Heather get in there? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I don't care if she wears clothes, but you guys, right. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Can we mark through the pixelated thing for her boobs? Well, she's going to wear pasties. Uh, not live. How no. about pulp stickers? Okay. Right. okay. We got sponsors. We can't. Can't be doing that? No. All right. Just wear a bikini. Okay. Bikini. Okay. Kiefer, mm-hmm. where do you stand on hot tub sex? And which one of your buddies is most likely to have had sex in your hot tub? Uh, I do not condone hot tub sex. It's no good. It's horrible. You can hurt your your woman and her parts. So, yeah, yeah. You're looking at me like you don't know this. Well, what about the... No, it's ridiculous. But anyways, your question. The, the, so, your, your, I do not condone it. The, the friend, I would say Gary. Gary. <laughs> yeah. All right, last one. Andy, how bad were the Huskies the year Ty raced them? Oh, the Redheads. The Red, yeah. Oh, it's the BMW ran, one? Yeah, yeah he yeah. raced the 449. It was not good. It wasn't. Dude, it they was, look good, though. Yeah, it was a good trail bike, but it wasn't good for racing. It was not not the bike. I remember Grafunder was on that race in the Pro 2 class, and yeah. they would fill him up with just a gallon jug of water, and it was behind the seat. Yeah. So they're shoving, like, this gallon jug behind his butt, just right. trying to get and the gas in as quick as possible. Yeah, because we couldn't use a fill can. Oh, they were, yeah. So we just, you take a gallon jug, and you just mash it. And, like, I mean, and it yeah, goes in really yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. Huh. It's, a, it's pretty amazing how good it works. But, yeah, they were not good. <laughs> they were not good. They look cool, though. Yeah. They looked yeah, unique. Yeah. BMW Husky Days. Yeah. So did ATK, and look what that thing did. Yeah, exactly. All right, is that it? I, I have one for you. Okay. What's the difference between an organ and an accordion? Nobody knows. Oh, okay. I don't uh, What was he? What did he you, have? You, it's an accordion. That's that's the oh, dog. He's, the, he's talking about oh. the the old man with the old guy. The old oh, guy. Okay, yeah, he yeah. kept doing the accordion, but it's. You said organ like five times. I don't know, bro. You got to figure this out. I don't know, bro. I just wish you would go away. Between Mario <laughs> and this? What? Between Mario and organ? You're off, Mario. It. You're off it tonight, dude. Yeah. Why Mario? What? Mario. Why? Mario. Because it's Mario. Super Mario. I'm, I'm, from, I'm from Canada. We say Mario. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Deckles. Mario Lemieux. Mario Lemieux. All right. Uh, Vortex Racing, the official sprockets of uh, Justin Barsha, Aaron Plessinger, and those guys at Star Racing. Email Jake at VortexRacing.com to get a hell of a deal on a sprockets or even the V3 bar, 29% stronger than the competition. Oversized bar, 7.8 bar, Vortex Racing guys will have you covered. Uh, we want to thank them for coming on the show. And again, uh, email Jake at VortexRacing.com if you need uh, some sprockets or a handlebar. Uh, Vortex will dial you in. 
The most anticipated guest of the night tonight is brought to you by Vortex Racing. We're going to get to the bottom of this. Former factory Kawasaki rider, factory Honda rider, and uh, all-around badass Ryan Hughes. Rhino, what's up, man? <laughs> um, not much. Just uh, <laughs> sitting in Hawaii, kind of riding out, uh, riding out the storm, I guess, riding out the uh, the pandemic. <laughs> Rhino, you are riding this out in the best possible way. We've been following you on social media. We've been talking about you on our shows. This thing seems like it's going pretty good for yeah, you, Rhino. I'm jealous. I'm well, jealous. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. I guess. I guess uh, you come to a point in life where you learn how to feel. You learn how to feel your intuition. And so I was in Holland, you know, because I was working with Glenn Goldenhoff, yep. and we are about ready to leave for Argentina for the uh, GP. I think it was like the next week, and then everything got locked down. And we've had a deal for like four months, and I said, well, look, let's not spend the money of me just sitting here waiting for this lockdown to happen. Let's just stop our deal. I'll fly home, you know, and then when this thing starts back up, man, I'll be there the next day. And so when I was taking the train, so I bought a ticket that night, was driving, was take a train to Amsterdam the next morning, and then uh -huh. I heard <clears throat> Trump was walking down the borders. I'm like, shit, boom, slid in there perfectly. So then I got home for a couple of days and then started hearing some things that the things were going to get down, locked down more. And I had a friend that was doing a retreat and, um, in Hawaii, and she's like, "Well, hey, just come on over, hang out, and uh, you know, you can stay here for free. Just help out everybody else." I'm like, "Yeah, fuck, okay." <laughs> so I got a ticket that night, jumped on the plane the next day, and drew and flew out here, and I've uh, been here ever since. And things just kind of gotten a little bit worse, a little bit worse, a little bit more locked down. Yeah. So I was just like, "Well, if shit hits the fan, where would be the best place?" Well, where I'm at, I can. It rains every day. There's coconuts and what and. <laughs> pineapples and avocados and there's fucking goats and there's fish and you know yeah <laughs> so you know i, I think I'll, I'll stay here and then um and then also just helping some people go through this water fast and all that so i kind of gave my time to some people too yeah. without ever without getting anything in return because mostly i give my time but it's something in return because it's a business you know yeah, for sure this way this way was just giving my time i was doing damn dishes and sweeping floors and you know, sleeping in a container, but dude, it was so cool. Yeah, yeah. so cool. I just needed a chance to not have to chase. I've been chasing for 36 damn years of money, fame, wins, you know, <clears throat> prestige, houses, fucking business, you know, trying to live up to expectations, uh, chasing unfulfillment. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. So I finally got to a point where I'm like, Oh shit! Okay, hold on. Wow, this feels good. I don't have to chase anything. This is new. Yeah, <laughs> but unfortunately, I'm starting to get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, we were in Hawaii. Uh, my wife and I took off, uh, kind of when the season got suspended, and we went there. We went to uh, Maui, and slowly, we were there for like eight days. Everything started getting taken away, and soon, by the time we left, no restaurants open. Room service only. They and they would put the tray at the foot of your door. Nothing to do with this resort. Everything was getting, and we're like, okay, I guess we gotta go. You know, I guess yeah. we gotta go. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. You know. So, but the you know the retreat that I was at is it's it's privately owned. So okay, you know, so we again we have the 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 butchers and the the farmers and the goat people and the cheese people and the bread people, all the organic and all the you know the stuff, and uh, so. You know, the girl that I was there with, uh, she she knows all those connections. So, again, we right. were just eating like fucking kings, man, just oh. every single day eating like kings. So we didn't have to worry about 
you know, hotels or anything right, like that. We're right. kind of more secluded that way. But, uh, yeah, just things started getting locked down, and I'm just like, well, I'll just ride this thing out here. You know, it's, <laughs> or I can go home, I can sit on the same couch, watch the same TV, hang out the same people, ride the same trails, ride the same tracks, or I can come somewhere where I've never known before, and so every step I take is something new. Yeah, know? and Kiefer and I, were, t- and we're, like, we're like, Rhino's got the best deal on oh, this lockdown. Dude, it's great. It's the best deal. It's the best deal going. You you yeah, got yeah. beautiful chicks with you. You have food. You have the water. You got a fucking waterfall. You yeah. Can, you yeah. can run around. It's got a rope swing. Yeah, you got all of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we go hiking. So now just um, the other day, uh, David Barrett uh, called me. Oh, wow. You know, David Barrett, He um, he's the director, producer of Blue Bloods. And his grandpa is the founder of uh, Mammoth Mountain. Right. So we've been friends for a long time. I remember seeing him race in Barona Oaks like in 1986. And then we've you know, talked and this and that, but we haven't seen each other for like 19 years. Oh, wow. And he's like, hey, dude. He's like, you on the big island? I'm like, yeah. I'm on the other side in Hilo. He's like, shit, I'm in Kona. So I'm like, no way. So I just bought a house here. So I just came over the other day. And now I'm just staying here for a few days uh, in Kona. And in a di- completely different climate, man. It's only an hour and 20 minutes away. Yeah. But the climate is like more Southern California, dry, you know, huh. a little bit deserty. Then you go an hour 20 the other way, and it's complete rainforest, almost the rain, most rainfall in the world, you know? Uh, it's amazing. What are the chances, the key, what are the chances key for that Rhino never goes back to the mainland? He never comes back here. <laughs> dude, <laughs> if it's like this. <laughs> Homeboy, we ain't seeing Rhino, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, no. no. Rhino will well, commute to do schools from Hawaii. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Oh, trust me. It's, it's, it's on the plan. It's on the plan. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I, I got my place in California, so that's good. So I'm like, man, okay, I get my second place here. And then, uh, t- uh, you know, Australia and New Zealand, they're only like 10, 12 hours away. America's yeah. only like six. You know, Europe's only 14. So, shit, man. I'm I'm pretty good spot. But now once the borders open and once everything goes back to normal, that next day, I'll be in Holland. You know, I yeah. really, really want to finish this thing out that uh, I started with Glenn. You know, I really dig that guy. He's, a, he's super, super uh, down-to-earth, cool. Seems like it, yeah. Focused, yeah. determined, you know, racer that you would never see, never expect from the outside. You get what I'm saying? Talking to him then. And, uh, like, him and his girlfriend are just so, so, such a blessing to be able to work with. So, uh and, and I liked Holland, man. Holland was really cool. I was starting to dig it, starting to get used to everything being kind of small and, you know, clean and this and that. And I know at this time of the year it would be absolutely beautiful. So, you know, I just did a 360. I went from Holland that was winter time, to to Hawaii. <laughs> so basically I, I have a lot of questions, but I want to start this one okay. off. Okay. okay. I, right. I'm intrigued by you, Rhino. I I, <laughs> I, I I, I have a lot of values that I look at you. I'm like, I like that a lot. And, and <laughs> well, I, thank you. so when did you decide to change your life into what it is today? Because obviously people that know Rhino, that know you as far as motocross, you were never this type of person. Not, maybe not even 10, 15 years ago. You've, you've kind of evolved. So yeah. where, where was it in your life that you decided, okay, this is the person I want to be and this is how I'm going to live my life, or what made you change into that direction? Um, well, in my life, things happen, and when things happen, so the way I look at it is life, God, whatever you want to say, does not have a voice. You cannot hear. So to me, life speaks, God speaks through situations, and those situations are lessons, and those lessons are up to you because we're the only creature on earth that has free will. 
So we can take that and take it this place and progress from it or take it this place and go backwards from it. And so I would say there's three things in the last three or four things in the last few years that are probably in the last 15 years that has really, really, really changed me. One is retiring from motocross. That was very difficult. Every rider has to go through it, and I'm sure you understand it and other people understand it. Two was breaking my back and being paralyzed because that stopped me from trying to be the person that I was trying to be, some fucking guy that had to be better than everybody, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Three was uh, being divorced. That taught me a massive, massive lesson, and I've never, I've never gone through so much pain in my life. And then four was uh, compounding my femur this last, last February, and these things were all lessons. They were all signs to me and all things to get me to kind of wake up and maybe see things in, with, with different eyes. You know, see, I, I lived the same life, but now I see the life with different eyes. And, you know, the thing people think that things being taken away from you or slipping away from you are bad things. But the way the reason I can live my life the way I can is because things have been have slipped away from me. You know, okay, not slipped away, but my kids are older now. I don't need to take care of them as much. They're, they take care of themselves. Uh, I'm divorced, so I don't have a wife to really have to be there with. I've sold my house, um, and I don't have a place that I'm married to. Uh, my job I'm blessed with that allows me to uh, be known around the world so I can travel and be able to coach it. And then I have uh, a gift of coaching, so that is my medicine. That is my, you know, that is my passion. So that's that allows me to travel around the world and meet the most amazing people and go to the most amazing places just to teach and coach what I've done my whole life. And that's motocross. So, uh, you know, those things too, I read a lot. I read a lot, you know, I'm very, I I like to ponder on things. Um, I don't get stuck in, in the way people think. I, I like to, I think outside the box, um, I don't get stuck on theologies and all these different things. So I allow myself to be completely free. And when you're completely free, well, then you can turn into anything that you can turn into anything that you want or anything that life is wanting you to turn into. Right. And so it's so almost like my life is so free. It's scary right now. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, so, so yeah. if that answers your question. <laughs> yeah. No, and I just was always wondering because I, I remember you, how intense you were, you know, we all knew that Rhino had a little bit of a temper, you know, when right. when, when things would go south, you would turn into that yeah. kind of, you know. Yeah, I, I, And then I remember, now it's just such a, it's a 180. I remember working a yeah. PJ1 team with Button, and Rhino came over and wanted to punch out Jimmy, and Jimmy's like, dude, we're buddies, calm down, and Rhino was not having it. Right. <laughs> Jimmy was like, dude, we're friends, I'm not, punch- you're not going to punch me, and you were so mad, Rhino. Yeah. That's how you rode, that's how you train, that's how your, yeah. that's your passion, guess- right? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. That got me places, you know. And, yeah. that, and there's and that and that part of me still there. But you've learned to be a master of when to let it out and when not to. And then, but also, you know, I guess when you, you know, you've been humbled so deeply by things, you know, by injury, by by making yourself look like a fool, uh, divorce, things like that. You get humbled very deeply, and you, you change, man. You change. You become so much. You know, when you really understand it, you become much more, so much more kind. You know, you become more compassionate because you felt what other people have gone through. You feel what yeah. people are going through because you're not the only one going through this. So once you kind of experience this, then you almost start seeing this in other people. And, and, and people with their stories, you start to really have, you feel, you have kindness for them and compassion for them because, like, man, 
I went through that, and I wouldn't wish that on anybody, if if that makes sense, you know. And so, you know, a lot of people take they they, they take the the worst in life and and want to push it away, or it's almost sometimes like I I gravitate towards it because those are the biggest. That's when I learn the most. You know, it's kind of like mm-hmm. a race. When you have a bad race, what do you do? You talk about it, you dissect it, you focus on it uh, for a whole week. Right? Oh God, I gotta do this. I gotta do this. We should change this. And what about this? If you win, it's high fives, have a pizza, and see you later. You know. So we're more focused on some of the bad times than we are the good times. So because those are the times that almost kind of make us grow. You know. But a racer should really, when he has a good day, sit down for five minutes and wonder why. Why did I have that good day? Mm -hmm. What did I eat? What? How was my training? How was my rest? Where was my mind? How was my bike? You know, all these different things. So then you can learn how to replay that good day instead of always focusing on your bad days and just high fives on your good days. No, focus on your good days, too, because if you don't know how that happened, how are you going to repeat it, if that makes sense? Yeah. And what about the chicks, Rhino? Who are these chicks? Where'd you meet these? Like, I I got a sense, like... You know, you and these chicks are growing close over there in Hawaii. I, I like some of the close-up uh, shots. I, I like all. Dude, that. Rhino's not scared to get in there. No, I'm up. I'm all about it. Oh, you love it. I love it. <laughs> like I'm in. Soak and poke. Like, yeah. yeah. Sound, it, it, I feel like he's got a cool chick. She's down right. with it. Like let, right. you know, Rhino knows the boundaries. It's, yeah, it's good. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, um. Well. Yeah. One. Uh, yeah. There's. The, yeah. Um. Yes. Yeah, it's you great. Can Just... your mind, you can let your mind wander as much as you want. Um, <laughs> oh, yes, I've, just... had, I've had a, uh, I've had a off and on relationship with one girl for about a year and a half, and she's the one that brought me over to to uh, uh, to Hawaii. Yeah, and then uh, talking this and that, and you know I'm a pretty wild man, and uh, like my freedom. And she calls me a pirate. She's like, you're like a freaking pirate. Oh, man, you got the hair, pirate hair going on yeah. right now for sure. Like, oh, you're like a pirate. And I'm like, yeah, you just want to take and go. I'm like, oh, you know, baby. <laughs> I love and it. So she's like, you know what? You need, you need, you need, you need two girlfriends. I'm like, really? Yeah. Okay. She's like, well, I have a friend that's coming over anyways, and then she'll just stay with us and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, you like and that? So, yeah. Look at Kiefer. Can we all fucking give a clap for Rhino? Let's give it a come on. Now. I mean, it was so the girl's suggestion. Was really, yeah. So yoga, we yoga, and you know, and she's a she's a physical therapist, yoga instructor. You oh know, yeah, yeah. She brings she brings something to the table for sure, not just for fun and games. You get what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. No. And, you know. So, so you, uh, yeah, like two chicks. That's that's cool. That's right. Yeah, let's let's all let's all. That's yeah, awesome. That's awesome. That's, that's every great. man's fantasy, yeah. like, right? It's great. But it was the girl that suggested it. It wasn't Rhino going out and like you know, captivating. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I don't. I don't. No. I, right. That's not. I'm not a chaser anymore. Right. Right. Uh, it just. It just. Again. It just. It all falls fell in my lap. Um. But it's not. You know. Again. Yeah. Well, that's every man's fantasy. But now you have two chickens. Right. Two chickens. Right. <laughs> that's awesome oh i'm like you guys are like a bunch of chickens i mean you guys just indecisive indecisive chickens that just make me sit there and wait you know yeah yeah the only thing you do is just walk around and cock around all day we are cooking cleaning on you lay there legs open just fucking watching us you know well you know we're gonna we're gonna Oh, we're gonna we're gonna put ourselves in the right place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, so, yeah, listen. Yeah, These are trying times. Again, I'm just, 
again, I'm just having fun. That's it. There's nothing serious at whatsoever in my life or mm-hmm. about the only thing serious in my life is about teaching people how to ride motocross. Yeah. Motorcycles safely and better and get to their to their goals and that's it. Everything else is absolute play to me. Because I've come down to this earth to relax and enjoy. So- I I figured it out. Anytime that I try to get too serious and try to work too much yeah, and yeah. try to do something, I fuck it up, you know? And and I become somebody not, and I become kind of egotistical and this and that. But when I just allow myself to relax and enjoy, like I like to do and everything, then the real me comes out. And so I, I, I figured that side out finally. <laughs> Last question on this so subject, kind of like, you know? before we move on. Yeah. W- would you ever get married again? Huh. Because I, I, I've been through I've been through some shit like like you with my wife and yeah. like what you said what you said hit home to me I've I haven't felt pain like that besides my mom passing away like that pain yeah. is, is a real thing right so yeah I was always curious tradi- about that yeah the traditional way no you know for me to go to some church and for some guy to tell me that I'm married and for me to say yes and you know what I mean and then when I if I get divorced. They take half my money. They take my house. They take my kids. You know, you think it's hard on the wife. No, man. People don't understand how hard divorce is on man because we get everything taken away. We are the ones that almost feel abandoned, you know, even though we might have fucked it up. But still, I'm just saying. So uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. If I Again, you know, I, I kind of did it. Right. You know, it's, it, that's where I'm at in my life. And that's what's kind of scary for me is like, hey. To make money, did it. To be famous, did it. To be popular, did it. To be successful, did it. To have a house, did it. A big house, to have nice cars, did it. Yeah. Uh, you know, to get married, did it. And raise kids, did it. Um, you know what I mean? And I'm like, oh shit, what is there really to, 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 to do? You know? And that's why it always just brings myself back to me. You know, back to me, back to me. And that's maybe where you've seen a lot of this change or growth in me is because everything has just rebounded me back to me, because. You know, I've already I've already chased it all and accomplished it all, so right. to speak. Hmm. And I don't really have the will to accomplish it again. <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah. I don't, I, makes I don't sense. Know. I mean, I, I in a in a I, you know marriage wise, no, like a partnership and an understanding and a commitment. Yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. You know, but no, I wouldn't go down that road again. No way. Uh, we got some calls for you, Rhino. First up, uh, Ryan Ryan Hughes on the show. Brought to you by Vortex Racing. Uh, Jason is on two. Jason, what's going on? What's your question for Ryan Hughes? Hey, guys. What's going on? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Hey, Ryan. Um, I'm uh, just wanted to say, yeah, hey, I'm 52 years old, also going through a divorce, and uh, have followed your career all along back when you were, you know, such a gnarly racer. Just super impressed with, with what you're doing with your life right now, man. I wanted Me to too. say that. Me too. Yeah, and just, you know... It's really awesome guidance, and I noticed you had on your Instagram you uh, quoted uh, Alan Watts, and um, I know you're getting into the Zen philosophy a little bit, and I know this gets into religion or whatever, but it's something I've studied for a long time where it's about living in the moment, right? And I find on the motorcycle it's so ideal because you're not thinking about the future. You're not thinking about getting hurt or whatever. You know, you're, you're totally in the moment. I was just wondering how, how deeply you've studied that literature and, and how much you've got into that. You know, this is a guy, Alan Watts, I've been studying for a long time. So 
Yeah, well, I mean, for me, you know, I don't know if they have studied uh, Alan Watts too much. Of course, I've, li- you know, read his stuff, listened to his stuff, this and that. But my own perspective is just, you know, motocross, yes, you know what? You, you, the mind does concentrate on getting hurt. The mind does focus on what it doesn't want. And that's the mistake in motocross is when you're in the mind and you're split. Your mind is either future, past, or surroundings. It never can be now. So if you're in future past surroundings of thinking, well, you only can hope that your wheels are going to be where they're at. And if there's hope in you, there's tension, tension, hesitation, hesitation, mistakes, mistakes, crashes. So you have to learn how to feel because you only can feel now. You can't feel future. You can't feel past. You can't feel surroundings. You only can feel now. And that's all motocross is. And that's why it's so addicting because it takes, puts you in this present moment of now here because there's nowhere to go. Anywhere you go thinking-wise, you're still now here. Emotionally thinking down the street to a new country, you're going, but you're still always in the now here. You get insane? So there's nowhere Absolutely. to go because you're always now here. It's the same words. Just change it up. Yeah. And so that in motocross is when you can learn how to feel, feel those wheels, feel that shift, feel the braking, feel your feet, feel your hips, feel your arms move, feel that bike come to you and away from you. Well, now you can trust that your wheels are going to be where they're at. And if you have trust in you, you relax. And if you relax, you have a flow. And if you have a flow, you have speed. And if you have speed, you have confidence, right? And that's everything in life because life is only this moment. Yeah, it's easy. Everybody's heard that. But truly try to put your mind around that anywhere you go, you're always now here because there's nowhere to go, if that makes sense. I can buy a new house, but I'm still now here. I can go down the street, you know, but I'm still now here. If my mind thinks about Unadilla 94, well, I'm still now here. (laughs) And so that's only been my, you know, trying to really wrap my head around that understanding because we've all heard it, but do you understand it? That's the thing. Yeah, okay. you know, I've heard it, I get it, but do you understand it or do you live it? That, that's the biggest point because that's what's wrong with a lot of people is they know a lot of things, but knowledge is only borrowed from another person's mind. You know what I mean? Experience right. is wisdom. That's the deepest level of knowledge is experience, and wisdom is, is, is done by experience. Experience is usually is met by living it out. And so, you know, yeah, I, I, that's all I try to really focus on in life because that's all there is. You can take all these books and throw away all the mumble jumble. Just focus on being here now. Your food, your shower, feel your feet, you know, feel your bed, feel that your woman that you're, you're snuggling up to. Yeah. Look at her in the eye <laughs> when you're speaking. You know what I mean? Like really get engaged yeah. with what life is, is, is offering you, and then you won't be searching for things to cover up now because that's all we're doing is searching to cover up now by cell phones, TV, food, porn, alcohol, marijuana, drugs, you know, excitement. We're always trying to cover up now, and that's what I say to everybody. When you're in pain, you're unhappy, you're stressed, watch your hands because that's what your addiction is, whatever they grab for because that will co- try to cover up what, what you're going through at the moment, if that all makes sense, you know? That's uh, Absolutely. the way I look at it. For sure. Cool. Well, thanks, <laughs> thanks Jason. Yeah, anything else? Uh, no, it's just, I, I just hope, you know, people are listening to, to Ryan here. I know this might be new for people, whatever their philosophies, but, man, he's really on to something. Super proud of the guy, and just, man, keep it up. Cool. Thanks. Uh, thank you so much, man. Thanks thank for you calling. so much. That means a lot. What about the ice baths? Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Rhino, you love those things. Dude, I'm telling you, I compounded my femur in February, and in five months, I'm 47 years old now, but in five months, I didn't have a limp, pain, nothing. My my leg was completely healed, and people are like, what the fuck were you doing? I go, I'll just ice baths. I go, ice, heat, ice, heat, ice, ice heat, heat, ice, heat, ice, heat. That's all I do, because, again, what happens is that uh, when you go into the ice and you go into the heat, your lymphatic system starts to pump blood. So you're getting new blood through the whole body. If I hurt my ankle and I just put my ankle in ice, I'm only getting that loca- that one location. But if I submerge my whole body, now I'm getting the whole body, you know, in cold and the whole body in heat. And then that, that, that you know, because when you get cold, you're, you bring your blood to your organs. When you get hot, the blood comes to your skin. So that, that pumping of that blood gets new blood to different parts of your body. It's kind of like in yoga, whenever you twist or compress, you shut off the blood to an organ. When you release that twist and that compression, new blood shoots through the organ and, de- and detoxes it. So it's kind of like the same yeah, thing with sir. the body. <clears throat> and then also the big, you know, inflammation uh, makes your cells stronger, blood stronger, you know, tendons, ligaments, all that stuff. But the biggest thing is what it does for your mind. Because I know every time I get into the ice bath, it's going to be painful. Right? <laughs> yeah. I know it. I'm yeah. just like, gosh, dang. And sometimes I'm like, ah. I don't want to do this, but you learn to face that fear and you learn to be comfortable when you're uncomfortable. So it really, I used it more from my my mind than anything else because I knew it it was painful. I knew it was going to be painful, but I learned to relax being uncomfortable. So how you do anything is how you do everything. So anything that's come around the corner, new situations or under uncomfortable situations, I've met it with somebody that's a lot more comfortable, much more relaxed because of what I put myself through in other little areas. That I don't makes under, sense. I don't understand why we're always looking for content and all this shit. Why the fuck is it anyone following Rhino around and having a video series of Rhino? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you tell me that yeah. wouldn't get a I'm fucking in. million views? I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Uh, yep. Dude, I know. All and and you know what? I've, I've thought about this for so many years, but, dude, I just uh, I, I do have a lazy side to me. I really do. And sometimes I'm just like, ah, oh, man, it's just so much work. <laughs> and again, I don't want to, I don't want to have to have a camera on me all the time. You right. know, not on me. If somebody yeah. else is doing it, then cool. But I don't want right. to, you know, I don't want to have a camera on me. And so and, and it's like I'm missing life. You know, I see some people that are on Instagram and Jesus Christ, man, how do you, yeah. even, do you even have a life? Yeah. Right. Yep. And so uh, I, I don't want to be that, but I do want to show people you know what I do. Not not that I'm trying to lead anybody or anything like that, but just share with people. I love to share. I love to share. I share anything. You know, I share anything, and that's uh, what I love to do. So um, anybody out there that wants to follow me around yeah. into Hawaii, then we're going to where chicks, are we going next? We'll go to we'll go waterfall. to Holland, then we're yeah. going to be going to all the right. all the GPs, and then shit. Where else do we go? We're going to go to Russia. All these different places. So anybody wants to follow me around and play with some uh, lovely women, waterfalls, what, what, and eat organic I mean, foods and yoga. <laughs> if I'm a videographer, I'm fucking dropping my shit and I'm flying. I, I, I'd rather see this than Tiger King. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Tell yeah. me. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm in. Uh, we got some more phone calls for you, Rhino. One is yeah. Bart. Bart, what's going on? What's your uh, uh, train? You train with Rhino, and you want to thank him, Bart. He, yeah, I trained with Rhino about five or six years ago. He might not. He might not remember me, but I trained with him actually here in Vegas, and I gave him a. Uh, and actually, I gave him a David Wolf. Uh, 
book for sharing my gratitude then, and oh, I just want to cool. let him know that yeah, I've actually up, used. Bart? Dude, I know Bart. What's up, what's man? Up, How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm uh, doing good. Dude, I love watching you on Instagram, and I just want to say the things I learned from you in motocross about being still and being present in moto, I've actually used in my career and and commercial real estate and in and, and my love life, and it and it translated well beyond motocross. So thank you for that. Hell yeah. And well, thank you. I would also, well, again, every, every life is a race. Anything that you're going to come through life, you can, you can meet it with the same perspective and approach as you do a race. Guaranteed. Done. Same with the relationship. Everything's the same. Everything's the same. Everybody thinks that everything's so different, but the approach is the approach, and that's with, you know, it's with, with an understanding, the technique, and then having that, and then and then having the feel of what that technique is, because there's a technique to keep a woman happy, a technique to cook, a technique to garden, a technique to ride a motorcycle, a technique to, you know, shit, take a piss. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, yes. Well, cool, so, man. I yeah. Got two, Go ahead, Bart. Oh, I got two, two questions for Rhino. If one, can you share your mantra, your mantra with us? And, my, and maybe this is mantra. a little too deep. Uh, but uh, maybe explain to the, the fellas in the moto community about um, how our our outer world is a projection of our inner world, and and how that's kind of affected you in, in your uh, in finding your authentic self. Oh boy. Um, uh, okay. So uh, my mantra. Well, my mantra lately has been um, I'm now here because there's nowhere to go, and everything I see is me. That's kind of been my mantra a little bit. I've seen that on the social. Yeah, I've seen that on the social. You know, just seeing this is, you know, uh, you know, there's nowhere to go. There's nowhere to go because I'm now here and everything I see is me because it's true, right? How do you know that all this really exists or how do you know that other person really exists if it could be a figment of your imagination? But so everything I see is me. And when you start to really tune into that, then you start to see yourself in a lot of people. You start to see your weaknesses in a lot of people. You start to see your... You know, your, your imbalances on a lot of people. You start to see your pain in a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? So it's, you, you start to see that. And then, again, with that, you're, you know, you're just a product of your environment. Everything you read, see, listen to, hang around, do is what you become. And everything on the inside will come on the outside, just like your skin. Your skin is a TV screen of your inside. So if you have blemishes and zits and this and that and whatever, well, there's something going on in the inside. So if you're having troubles and discomfort and bad things, you know, or, you know, uncomfortable situations are coming up or you see ugliness in the world, well, maybe check on the inside. Maybe look at who's looking at back at you in the mirror. And that's usually you. And that's where you start from. You start from the seed, the first ingredient, and the first ingredient, you make that healthy and organic. And that the billion things that come from you, every thought, action, emotion, blah, 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 is now going to be fed with organic, you know, juice. You're going to progress from everything that you do. But if you're sick and tired and unhappy and this and that, well, then everything that comes to you or out of you is going to be, you know, is going to be uh, diluted, I guess. And uh, so, again, start from yourself. Everybody wants to go to the outside. Everybody wants to ask for help from some some place or some guru or whatever. You're your best guru you'll ever meet. You know yourself better than anybody, but you just don't trust yourself. And when you trust yourself, then you don't need to ask questions anymore. I promise you. There you go, Bart. 
Awesome, man. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, bud. See ya. Is anybody, uh, anybody else just like calm right now? Those birds in the, the background. Birds are the, birds, the birds are there. <laughs> Rhino speaks. Right. I'm just super relaxed right now. Uh, yeah, buddy. Another call for Bird, you from Dallas. Yeah, uh, Dallas, Sorry, what's yoga. Sorry, yeah. Dallas, what's your question for Ryan Hughes? Yeah, what's up, guys? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Um, yeah, Rhino, uh, nice to talk to you, dude. I met you back in 2012 at Mammoth. Um, and you're riding a YZ450 back then, and I remember talking yeah. to you, and I was riding the same bike. But, you know, you're saying, like, fuck, I hate this bike, man. This is, a, you know. Really? <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst. Yeah. Um, and I've always thought about that. I never, you know. Sorry, what was that? I said, I, I like that bike. Oh, yeah. You know, I just remember our conversation and, be, and you being like, man, I hate this bike. <laughs> I, I, I like the bike. I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe it was something else. Maybe we were you know, talking about something different and something about one thing about the bike, but I actually, you know, enjoyed riding the bike in that, that year. I rode it pretty damn fast, I believe. So, yeah, you did. Um, dude. That was know, so, so I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to come on the stand saying that, you know, that I thought the Yamaha was bad. It wasn't, it was, what, what did it have its imbalances? Of course it did, but. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I no, guess that, that kind of answers my question because I, I'd always, I'd been thinking about that really for quite a long time. Um, mm-hmm. and was like, you know, why the hell is he riding that bike? Is it because he's getting them for free, or is he like working on technique because he doesn't like the bike? He doesn't like, you know, doing or what it does. Um, and so he's riding it on uh, purpose, or you know, what what was going on? But yeah, there's a combination of things. You know, you get a deal. Um, you know, you start riding the bike and you stay on the bike, and uh, you know, so so different things like that. You're, you also be patient that it's a new idea, and new ideas right. take a while to materialize type of thing so you stay on that bike for a little bit but you know it, it didn't last it didn't last too long uh, anyway so. thanks thanks for the call man thank you for the call yeah, for sure All thanks right. for taking thanks. it yeah. thanks, bud. um yeah. how did the coldenhoff thing come about rhino like that's i'm curious on that who reached out to who how did that work uh when i saw you were working with him like huh that's weird how did that work uh you know you talked about it a little bit but how'd it come together yeah, so this year or last year, whatever, I, I think the fourth time I went to Spain last year. I went there four times, yeah. Um, I was there, and I got a, I got a DM from him and, and, and Glenn, Glenn saying, hey, man, you know what? Thank you so much for putting all the stuff that you put on Instagram. He goes, no other coach, trainer, anybody puts any information out there, and you do. And, and I've been following you and listening to you for, for a long time. And I really like what you say. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, thank you, man. It really means a lot coming from you, you know, especially yeah. for somebody of your, your caliber. Yep. And I said, hey, if you ever, you know, if you ever had interested in, uh, you know, working together, I'm sure I know I can find a little bit more out of you. I know I can get a little bit more out of you from some things that I see and then and, and my approach and my ideas. And then he messaged me back and he says, yes, I'm very interested. He goes, um, how would you like to come to Spain um, um, in, in three weeks? Oh, okay. And I said, All right, oh, yeah. cool. So I and he goes, and then we'll test. We'll see what we're see how we get along in this and that. Because I'm going to go there to test and train, see how we get along, and then uh, we'll see. If we'll, we'll just go from there. And so I flew home, and then I flew back to Spain. And the second day, we're like, let's do the GPS, mm-hmm. and that's, wow. that's how it works. Oh, cool. <laughs> we match. We match instantly. Instantly. You know? So if, if our listeners, and, uh, if our listeners want to hit you up on DM for lessons anywhere in the world, they they can do it. 
Like people. Oh can, yeah. yeah. I okay. mean, direct message. That's how, you know, it's kind of my, you know, my platform is direct message. I, it's hard sometimes to keep up with them. So please right. forgive me if I don't, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm willing to coach train anybody around the world because I love to travel. I love new places and I love to, you know, help people in the sport, you know, the technique that I teach, you know, and, and, um, and you guys can, you know, be testaments to it is, is the fundamentals of motocross. You know, I feel that nobody's brought any fundamentals into motocross in the last, you know, since day one, but these fundamentals that I teach are now a stamp in the sport of how you control the bike, how you're one with the bike, stabilize the bike, balance the bike, flow with the bike and ahead of the bike, you know, and, and Kiefer can kind of tell you because uh, he rides really well and he rides with the correct style. So, you know, that, that, that approach is what needs to be implanted in motocross, not, you know, we, we, we we're, we're getting too far ahead. We're making the bike so much better, but there's no teaching and schooling. We have F1 machines for fourth graders, you know what I mean? With, with riding education and that's very dangerous and we have to make, we have to make changes. So yeah, um, I teach privately, I teach schools, I do this, I do that. Uh, like, again, I just love to play, travel, coach, have fun and meet what, new people. <laughs> what's the over-under key for a number of chicks that Rhino's been with at once? At once? Oh, at once. Five? No. I think Come he realized, I think he's he's of sound mind, so yeah. he realizes what he can handle at one time, and I feel like <laughs> Rhino would want to please the other person as well, so I would say maximum of three. Okay. You know? uh, um, definitely, I'm definitely, I'm definitely 100% the giver guy. Yeah, yeah. of course. Okay, so you yeah, can, five's too many. And I, I, I don't, I don't stop until the finish line until the checkered flag comes out. As we would expect. <laughs> yes, right. yes, right. Right. I know, yes. We saw that in Steel City one year. Right. right. I'll go through a broken leg. Yeah, I'll drive. I'll do with a broken jaw. <laughs> right. That's awesome. Yeah. Speaking of riding, yeah, uh, we. You talked about, and you're engulfed in it, right? You're you're helping Glenn. Yeah. You're teaching, you know, the world about the correct way of riding, uh, safety aspects. But what about? I understand that you've been hurt numerous times. But what about when you get back on the motorcycle yourself and you ride? Is it as enjoyable as it ever was, or is it more enjoyable now? Um, well, you know, that's the thing, you know, you bring up two things. Yeah. You know, yes. I've been hurt so much, you know, in my sport, this, you know, to go fast on a motorcycle is very, very easy for me, but not saying my career was very easy on me. And so, you know, I've been beat up a lot and that's another reason why I came to Hawaii was to work in. And that's where a lot of people are going wrong is that they're so focused on working out, working out, becoming this, trying to become this person, trying to achieve this, trying to look like this, trying to keep up with this guy. And it's just all work out, work out, work out. And everybody's fucking depleted. They have no more energy. They're just, they're stale. You have to learn to work in. And when you learn to work in, then that's when you start to heal your body. And that's all I do now is, is work in. Yes, I train, but I only train to feel good. I don't train to be better than anybody, compete against anybody, or, or you know, uh, achieve anything. I just train to feel good, and everything I do is about working in to make sure that I do not hurt from all these injuries that I have. And, you know, I can honestly say that I don't have any pain in my body unless I do train hard. And so... You know, that's one thing that I'm going to be bringing into this sport. You know, I brought a lot of stuff in, but now I'm going to start bringing in, and we're working on this new retreat, that retreat I'm at. We're going to try to open it up to bring people there to teach them how to work in, how to recover, how to, you know, kind of almost take a reboot. Reboot your phone, we're going to reboot, reboot you. You know, an athlete one, all these different things. So look out for that. 
But the writing side, um, I don't have as much interest in it as I, I did. Definitely not. I do have interest in it when I can coach, when I can teach, when I can demonstrate. Then I'm getting something out of it. You know, I'm helping people. Um, but when I can, when those certain days that I just take my time and I just flow and I hit everything just perfectly and put that tire perfectly and get that shift perfectly and the tracks nice and, you know, smooth and, gro- you know, and, and yep. tacky, yeah, yeah. Man, I love it. It's just like I'd say it's like a soul surfer, you know what I mean? It's like meditation to me. It's just bam, bam, bam. It's everything perfect, not even use an ounce of energy. That is fun to me. To go fast and to do big jumps and to do that, no. It could care two shits. To show off in front of anybody, no. It could give two shits. But to feel that feeling that nothing that, that can never match motocross, that feeling, well, that yeah. Kiefer, that's you. It's still there. Uh, that feeling there. of a motorcycle, Kiefer. God, yeah. it's tough to beat, man. It's it's <laughs> it's as Rhino probably it. would attest. And, I, and I've chased it. I've chased right. it in every area you can. Trust <laughs> me. <laughs> I've chased it through Vegas, and I've chased it through. <laughs> yeah, I've chased it through every bedroom and every car and every everything trying to. Trying to match that feeling that you get from motocross, and don't ever find it. And that's no the way. thing, like I like no about way. listening to what he's saying, because I worry sometimes about myself. And he he said that earlier in this this interview is like, uh, I haven't found that feeling. I love riding so much; it's such a big part of my life. Besides my family, it's my family and then yeah. riding. But what is the time that I'm gonna have to give it up? I'm gonna have to find something else to fill that void. Yeah. And if you don't yeah. Oh, yeah. find something that's gonna relax you or make you feel like you feel when you're on your bike, it's going to be a hard life. Yeah, mountain biking, e-bike. You know? Yeah, and that's, and that's but nope, I did it. I did enduro, I did that, and it's like, <laughs> this is dumb. This is dumb compared to riding <laughs> motocross. I mean, because when you get to that level that myself and Keith are up to, we can put the bike and do anything we want. We can do anything. And that's why, like, myself and, myself and David Bear were talking. He's like, dude, I've done race cars. I've done Indy cars. I've raced this. I've raced that. Da, da, da. He says, nothing matches motocross because there's, you're so free. A mountain bike, you can go down, but you got to pedal the bitch back up. Right. Ski racing, you got to go down. You can go down cool, but you still got to hike back up. You know what I mean? And yeah, I can ride my motorcycle for an hour and not even get tired. You know, a car, you can't go off-road where we go. Uh, you know, so it, there's the freedom that you have on a motorcycle is unlike anything else. But that's what I tell every rider, like, oh, man, it's so hard. I work so hard in this. I said, you know, no hard, bud. You got it easy now because you're playing. You're playing. Yeah. I go, wait till it's all done. Wait till it's done. And then you ask yourself, who am I? Because that energy that, yeah. you've, that you've created and that you're addicted to for, that's been there for 30 years, every day you wake up, you have something that challenges you, motivates you, uh, rewards you. There's a consequence. There's a thrill. There's a fear. There's a, an exhilaration. Whatever. That energy that drives us to race motocross is there every day. When that goes away, now what? In the beginning, it's cool. Ah, oh, man, I don't have that pressure. But all of a sudden, you start saying, who am I? Who am I? So why does all these athletes always come back? They right. always come yeah, back. they chase it. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, not, it's, not, it's not the sport. It's the energy that they're addicted to. They're, we're addicted to being that type of person. So it's not the sport. They usually come back and they fail. You know, and then they retire again. So they think that that's going to fill the void, but it's not. You know, you're just you're just addicted to being that type of person. So you have to find something. And I always tell the writers, like even Glenn, I say, hey, find something that you like now. 
start working on it now. Yeah, yeah. You know, you got another three, four years, five years of racing. Start working on it now. So then when you're done racing, you can just slide right into that and not be at this point of, yeah. now what do I do? Mm-hmm. And then if you have the now what do I do, what do you do? You try to fill that void with alcohol, with drugs, with gambling, with women, with entertainment, with food, with, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. you're always trying to fill that thing. And uh, so I, I tell them, try to find something before you get done so that you can slide right into it and be motivated and be rewarded from it instead of, uh, you know, going through that. Because every athlete dies twice. They say they die when they say they're done, and then they die when they die, right? Because um, you're giving yeah. away a persona. Sure. I had to give up Rhino. Fuck, I can't be that guy anymore. <laughs> I can't go. I can't, I, can't do, I can't do 50% of the things that I used to do when I was younger. Or do I want to? So... That person had to die, uh, and it's uh, it's good. It's uh, a good thing. Vortex Racing bringing you Ryan Hughes on the uh, Pulp Mech Show. Uh, email Jake at vortexracing.com for more information on that. Same sprockets that uh, Chad Reed and James Stewart used to win championships. Rhino, going back to Moto a little bit, something I like asking. Yep. I just did one of these podcasts with Yogi a couple weeks ago. And, oh, nice. How's he doing? Oh, he's good. Yeah, he's raising some kids, and he's mountain biking a nice. ton. And, uh, yeah, he's yep. good. You know Yogi, soft-spoken dude, right? Like not, yeah. not a, yeah, very, you know, I had to drag it out of him. Yeah. Um, kind of like me. Kind of like me. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's one regret you have about your career? Obviously, Team Green kid, uh, amateur uh, star, right into Mitch's program, Factory Cowie from there, uh, Honda, uh, GPs for a year or two. Um, I talked to Chuck Miller for a Kevin Windham story that's coming out, and, and he, he brought your name up because we talked about K-Dub kind of finding his groove back with the Honda four-stroke. And mm-hmm. and he brought up your name and said, "Poor Ryan, like he had to work through that bike, the bugs of that thing." And we all know what happened to Steel City to you with it. Um, maybe that's a regret, or is there some? Was there a contract you should have taken or shouldn't have taken, or a road, a fork in the road in your career as a racer, left or right, and you should have done something different? Anything comes to mind? Uh, yeah, two things. One, nineteen ninety-one, I signed a contract. Uh, I had a deal with Honda. Honda gave me a bike, was loving it, this and that. But the year before, they kind of, or actually, yeah, it was 1991, I think, 90 or 91, right when Mitch had his first year of being split. That was 91, right? yeah. Or peak, or peak, yeah. Yep. And so I had a deal to go on his team, but then Honda, the year before, kind of um, uh, kind of did some funny business with Denny Stevenson and somebody else with the ride, you know? Yeah. And so I was like, kind of weird. And then Kawasaki came up with a bigger contract, a whole, probably a whole $20,000 difference. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. back then it was like, oh, my God. Right. Yeah, I'm going to get me a new truck. So <laughs> how many chicks I'm going to get with this new truck? Yeah. No. I'm going to lift um, it. I'm going to lift it. I'm going to get wheels. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get wheels. I'm going to get a stereo. All the girls are going to love me. Right. Damn it. So we yeah. bitching. <laughs> so so I, I said, and Kawasaki gave me that offer. And then so I took that. And I feel that that was a bad decision there because I was kind of on my own because it was Kawasaki factory support. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of on my own. I didn't have the, the guidance or the everyday, um, you know, you know, tiddling on the motorcycle of Mitch Payton. Yeah. And then Mitch was, you, you know, we kind of had a battle. I had a battle with Mitch that year. I'm like, dude. How can you be making my bikes just as you know? As, you know, as how can you be making Honda's, my bike yeah. so yeah. good if you're if I'm racing against you? I don't believe you. I think you're bullshit. You know, so I kept calling him out, telling him he was bullshit, and he'd be working and working and working. <laughs> but so that was one mistake, and then the other mistake was coming back. So in 2000, I was riding for HRC Honda, 
in Europe, and I had uh, I broke my wrist that year, and then my team, the sponsors didn't pay him, so I didn't get paid all year. The whole year I didn't get paid. But uh, it, it, the end of the year turned out good because we won the motocross the nations. But then I got an offer. I was going to spend the rest of my year, my, my career in Europe because mm-hmm. I liked Europe. I liked what was happening. I didn't really want to race Supercross anymore. I just wanted to race the out GPs. But then Honda offered me <clears throat> come back, develop this bike, big money, yeah. uh, and come back to the United States and all that. And I was like, oh shit! And I just had another kid and this. So just. I went back home, but that was the wrong decision because the bike wasn't developed. I should have stayed in Europe because I feel like I could have won a championship. You know, would have, could have, should have. But those those two things are the two things that, you know, maybe would have changed in my career. But everything else, you know, I gave my absolute life to it. I have no regrets, you know. I couldn't have tried any harder. Actually, I tried too damn hard. Yeah, yeah. Chuck Chuck brought that up about the bike just, you know. (laughs) I mean, he talked about how you helped Kevin, right? They came out the production bike. They learned a lot of things, and... Wyndham yeah. and a lot of guys had success on that thing, but you were the guinea pig for that bike. So yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I figured out what would what wouldn't break if you crashed. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I crashed that damn thing. Holy shit! Did I? Yeah, but it was just the bike was two hundred and I think it was two hundred and forty five, two hundred fifty something pounds. Wow, you know, like two hundred fifty pounds. Yeah, dude, it was a yeah, fucking yeah. beast. I yeah. come into the inside. Whoop! Missed the inside. <laughs> Missed the metal oh, <laughs> around the outside. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. It was hard to turn the thing a little yeah. bit, and then uh, it, it stalled, stalled in the air on me twice. Right, and that caused some massive crashes. So, uh, yeah, well, not the best memories, but uh, uh, what's so good? What's one mistake that you see young riders doing nowadays, Rhino? Um, they're too focused. Uh, can I say a couple couple things? Yeah, <laughs> they're too focused on being cool. One. Yep. Thinking that uh, thinking that they're going to get somewhere being being popular on Instagram, you know what I mean? They they're thinking that somebody's going to bring their ride, their, bring their success, and bring their results in a box and put it on their doorstep. Nah, little guys, you got to go work for that shit, and you got to work hard for it. You know what I mean? Um, the second thing is they they're they're afraid to race. Go race, man. Yeah. What, are you going to race five races a year? I know, dude. It's brutal, <laughs> you, right? Yeah. You got you have to race. You have to race. Until you get to that top level, then you okay. You can back it off, but you got to learn how to race. You got to learn every scenario that happens. Why do you think someone like Chad Reed can beat some young, up and coming, fast, fast, fast kid? Because he knows how to race. He knows the ins and outs. You know what I mean? And that's what happens is these guys are so fast in practice, but then they come to the race and they just they just struggle or panic because they don't have the experience of being out in front, being from behind, uh, bad conditions at races, bad gates, uh, screwy first turns, yeah. you know, stupid riders, stupid parents, stupid promoters. Just all these things starts to make you so wise. And the wiser you are, well, the, 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 the more answers you're going to have for anything that comes around the corner. So, one, trying to look so cool. Uh, two, not racing enough, you know. Yeah. And three, you know, being being too addicted to training. Too addicted to training, man. Work on your damn technique, kids. That right. that that's how you create speed. You know, speed is created through technique, not fitness. Fitness just creates speed for a duration of time. Okay? You know, you you look at some of the fastest guys, they're their most unfit guys. And it's because it's, it's it was called talent, it was called technique, it was called approach. So, that's what I always say is work on your technique cuz speed comes from technique, not from Training, training just creates speed for a duration of time, right? Well, so. yeah. Uh, 
All well said. I feel, uh, I feel cleansed a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I need to smoke. I need to light up a smoke. I'm I don't even saying, smoke. I've got <laughs> birds in the back. I've right. talked about chicks. I've yeah. talked about food. We talked right. about technique. No, no. I think Rhino Kiefer might be the only guy that likes chicks and riding more than you. I, I feel. I feel like you guys are soulmates. Uh, you know, Kiefer has me beat, man. He has uh, me beat on the riding part. You, that, like, you yeah. like riding more than I do. Well, but a yeah. passion for riding a motorcycle, for yeah. feeling good I, on I a guess, motorcycle. I guess yeah. I don't even know if I really even... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I love their bikes. Is, I the, love, girl, the, girls just, the girls just come. I, I like it that Rhino <laughs> likes helping people. Right. And I'm, I'm yeah, very similar in that way. I get more re, a rewarding feeling by doing what I do with my business because I'm helping people spend the money the right way. Like Rhino's yeah. trying to teach exactly, people yeah. to be safer. You know? Yeah. So Yeah, yeah you you're teaching people how not to waste their money on shitty setups and shitty this right. and shitty that. You know what I mean? Save your money, do this, do that. That's somebody that cares about the sport. That's somebody that that's that is giving back to what gave him so much. You know what I mean? That that's your that's your we all come down here to study ourselves and that's the only reason we've come here is to study ourselves and when we study ourselves we learn what to give back to the world because we all have something to give back and that's what that's what you're doing is giving that but yeah it might not be you're not changing the world but in your world it's all of your world right. just like me you know and we all have these little bit of these pieces that make the whole world up from the passions that we have so man i admire you for that too and that it doesn't matter what level you're at even if you're teaching someone how to uh, sweep the street We'll teach him how to sweep it better than anybody in the world, right? Right. Yeah. Well, thank you, Rhino. Thanks yeah. for the time. It's awesome. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you guys. You know, I, I always enjoy you know when people call and catch up. I love to talk and you know and feel like stories and experiences and stuff. But uh, you know, again, in this time, you know, don't. Uh, it's a tough time, so everybody, you know, focus on yourself. You know, keep keep yourself healthy, keep yourself motivated. Don't let yourself go backwards. It's very easy right now to do that. But when this opens, man, come through it with some new eyes, some new approach, some new motivation instead of just getting right back into your old habits. They're boring. Your old habits are boring. You know, the old you is fucking boring, right? <laughs> Bring something new out and, awesome. and challenge yourself. Test yourself. So uh, I'm on board. You know, do that. Thanks, Rhino. Yeah. Awesome. Thank no you. No problem. And Thank you, Rhino. Yeah, everybody out there, I always got to put this out there. Everybody out there, remember rhinopower.com to get all the best supplements you can find. Uh, that's what keeps me healthy, healthy, motivated, you know, and focused. Uh, we have the online gym, rhinopowergym.com. You can follow that. Rhino equipment for some really cool foot pegs and training equipment. And then if anybody wants to know about my schools and training, then it's the Rhino Institute. And then you can find everything that I'm doing and uh, contact me, schedule me, and uh, have some fun. Watch out, watch out for those chickens, Rhino. Have some fun. Watch uh, out for those chickens. Be careful. Yeah. <laughs> for them chickens, man. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Uh, man, they're fun. Thank you. Fun <laughs> Thanks, Rhino. Thanks, Rhino. All right, guys. Peace. Have a good night. See ya. That's awesome. I was in a gangbang. That's uh, awesome. Andy didn't even know what to say. You no. can't you can't fuck with it. But he it's it's weird. Like he he's said, it's, it's so relaxing. Like to hear him speak and what he says is just calming. And you know, I mean, I guess if you sit back and reflect, like if you just take the time to do it, which is very hard because you're all busy. We're doing all your wrapped stuff. up in the so. Yeah. I mean, if you can take time to do that, maybe meet you know you go a different path. I don't know. Here's I mean, what I like. It's cool. Even if you think he's full of shit or not. 
you can't debate how much passion he has. Yeah, that's what for I what said. Yeah, I don't agree with everything he's said. I, no, I don't right. get it, but he's all in, and I admire that. And uh, he's got two girlfriends. Right. <laughs> you gonna run out by Heather? It's not gonna fly. <laughs> that is not gonna fly with Heather. No, that is not gonna fly with Heather. But that's awesome. He's finding his second life. That's that's what he's doing. I, I recommend following him on Instagram. And we're reaping the benefits because of him. And a right. lot of people are learning from him. What other past motocross racer right now is as active in our daily life now? There isn't anybody. Rhino is. In his era, at least, you know? I was thinking McGrath is pretty active, but that that's only one other person. Nah, no one's as active as Rhino. Rhino has... as. A Vor lot. Look at Vortex Glenn Kolnoff still top of the MXGP food chain called Rhino. Vortex Racing bringing you Ryan Hughes. That's great. Email Jake. Someone give me a smoke. Lipstick up. on your dipstick? Um, Andy Jefferson uh, working uh, brought to you by RoostMX.net. Uh, the uh, Rock River Yamaha team using RoostMX for the graphics. Uh, full Cobra line as well on there. Uh, Pulp Nation is a code to save at RoostMX.net. They'll custom make graphics for you, custom make pitch shirts. 48-hour turnaround. Thanks to everybody at RoostMX.net. And good well, get well, Christina. Uh, over there too as well. Uh, she's put out a post on social media. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was on social media. Okay. Calm down. All right. Uh, so thank you, Christina, as well, for all that you've done and uh, and RoostMX.net uh, for custom graphics and everything else. Bro Andy Jefferson, brought to you by RoostMX.net. Um, also, MotorcycleNewsyJobs.com. <laughs> what? Oh. He's fucking fading, dude. You can just see it. Oh, He's I'm, sacking yeah. out a little yeah, bit. I'm, I'm Rhino man. stole all her energy. Yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. Why is Rhino sucked it all out? Yeah, or what? for sure. Yeah. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Look, some people are hiring. Some people put a hold on things. I get it. So please check out the website and see what's up. Uh, upload your resume for free today. A Mountain Motorsports is a dealership in Georgia. Uh, they're a big part of Chad Reed's program, and they are hiring right now. They're in, uh, hiring for several positions in several of the stores. Everything from parts to sales to service. So uh, some dealers are doing great right now. We talked about that before, and uh, they could need help. So MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com for that, and uh, we thank those guys for coming on. Uh, Dark Side. Well, that was fun. That was fun. Yeah, I was right. It was a lot more than I expected. I enjoyed that. We're going to have something to talk about on the wrap-up show tomorrow, or Wednesday night. Soak it in. Drink it in. <laughs> Drink it in. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we got a pretty good little lineup with a uh, gold medalist and a pulpy award winner, uh, Connor Fields and Randy Richardson. Oh, that is, a, that is a good lineup. That is absolutely a solid lineup for the wrap-up show. So I agree. I agree. I, I, oh, yeah. I don't – last week you you were low on energy. You seemed rushed. Just relax, dark side like Rhino. Be like Rhino. Relax a little bit. Look inside yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, your skin, yeah, yeah. your skin is a window. Listen to that interview a couple times before your show. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I'll probably listen to it a few times. Yeah, for sure. But that was good, man. It was a lot better than I expected. I, I didn't know what to uh, what to expect. And it was it, – man, he's, he's knowledgeable, you know. Like you said, you may not believe everything he says, but – some of the things he said you can't argue with. Right. And he opened your eyes to some yeah, other shit I, I, that like maybe Like Andy you don't said, know. yeah, for sure. I, I, I agree 100%. So uh, anything else, Darkside? No, that was it. Just wanted to promote uh, that show, show. and Listen, Darkside. Yeah, the wrap-up show I, Wednesday night. Do you, and, feel, uh, do you feel like the wrap-up show is getting some traction? I, well, yeah. Of course it is. Have we looked at the downloads? Has it gone up? I ask <laughs> Marks all the time. He hasn't given me one. I don't know. Why not? Okay. He's super busy with work right now, so I'm sure I'm sure ah! it's on the list and he's going to get to it. Talent coming in. Nice. Oh, yeah. 
You got you got any comments to that? You got anything to say? Nah, I'm good. S- sorry, that's two weeks in a row. <laughs> I know this guy over here. It's like, um, it's like their own show. Wh- yeah, yeah. It's, I'm enjoying my off time. That's all I'll say. So. Talon and Travis comedy show. It's the TNT show. Yeah, TNT. <laughs> hey, Darkside said he's in for off road life with me. Hell yeah. Oh boy! Don't oh, let him borrow great. anybody's yeah, bike. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Awesome. Yeah, fun. Go yeah. off a fucking cliff. Yeah, exactly. Great. Right. Oh, easy now, Kiefer. Don't. We've all had we've all had one big crash. I'm just glad two. you're back riding because you said you're over it. So that's an, that's good to hear. You should sell. Yeah, those it was things. just I had to heal up, man. You know, you know how you always say you know, day or first day or two, yep. week or two, you, you're done, and then it gets back in your veins, and you you, you can't wait are to get you, back on the bike. Uh, what's your chick's name? Darkside. Amber, yeah. Are you gonna ask She's Amber? Right are, you gonna, are you gonna ask Amber if you can have another girlfriend? Would Amber, <laughs> would Amber suggest uh, chicken? Amber, Amber, can I have a can I have a second girlfriend? Oh boy. Mm. Mm. She said yes. If I don't want to live here. Okay. No, oh, there we go. It's that easy. Yeah. All right. Just have two houses. Right. You're fine. Yeah, there you go. Uh, all right. Yeah. Thanks, Darkside. There. All right. See you guys. Thank you, uh, Ashley. What's going on, Ashley? Yo, what's Steve. up? What up? Hey, hey, man. Uh, calling from uh, all your fans in Australia. Oh, cool. Um, uh, long time listener, man. I was there pre Lasergate, which was um, oh shit, a pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Intro into the show. Yeah. So, um, I won't. Hey, I won't crap buddy. on because I. <laughs> I won't crap on because I know heaps of callers do that. Um, I got a question for you and Kiefer and Andy. Good. Hey, um. Reedy's wrapping up, so looking back, a bit of reflection, when do you think he was fastest? Not championships, not riding smart, I mean raw speed. I'm thinking Suzuki 09 or Honda 2012 chasing Dude, yeah. RV. The, the, the Millville Chatapult year, was that yeah, 2012? That, I think well, that was yeah. the best. For he, he was going to win that outdoor title. Yeah. The moto before he did a Chatapult, he caught RV and passed him right. for the win. Right. He won Supercrosses that year. Yep. I think. I was saying, I was about to say 2012, yeah. Now, 2009, he won the outdoor title, of course. Stu beat him in Soupy, I think, but he caught Stu a few times, which didn't really happen. Yeah. Yeah. He he was getting shit starts and getting second every race passing through the pack. And I know it was just the first race at Anaheim when Stu stuffed up and had to chase back all his points. But Reedy was on his ass. Like, when did that ever happen when those two were going toe-to-toe? Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Um, but that 2012, when you look at RV and Dunge and all the things yeah, they won, stacked. and he was beating them, dude. Right. He had a 16-point yeah. lead or 18-point lead. And he never looked, besides the Chatapult, he never looked like he was out of control. No, no, no. Yeah. no. And that was just a, one of those yeah. freak. Oh, totally. Super. Yeah. I mean, you know. What? The guy was on it. He he still says now that that Honda. He said it a couple of weeks ago on the show that that Honda is still like the best bike he's ever ridden. My 2012 Honda was really good as well. Like I liked my 12 Honda, and if you talk to the Honda mm-hmm. guys, they laugh at you because they're like, "That 12 frame ain't much different than 09." Everyone hated. So oh, really, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know what they said? Yeah, yeah. That 09 was nobody liked that 09. Right. Yeah. Uh cool, man. Thanks, Ashley. Thanks for the call, man. Hey, thank you. Can I hit Kiefer up for one thing quickly? Uh, okay. Thank you. Hey, Kiefer, man, do you think Suzuki and RM Army will ever, like, pull their finger out and catch back up? Uh, my gut says no, but my heart wants to believe yes. Mine too. Right. All right. 
Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Uh, hopefully you guys can come down to OzX open on you. No, I'd like to. I mean, yeah, it'd be fun if, to do. If someone else is if someone else is paying, I get you. Yeah, bro, I'm not coming down there. And, and we're gonna know. start a GoFundMe for Steve to get down no, there. No, no, no. <laughs> don't don't do that because that'll really get started. People will really do that, and I don't want that. Yeah, people the, promo- are the promoter should pay me to come down there. They That's should. it. That's it. You're well represented. Down we here. we are we have big you numbers in Australia. It's a big deal. I can bring yeah. my podcast shit. Get a lot of emails from Australia. Yeah, yeah. People yeah. like the Aussies like Pulpamex, but but whatever. So uh, I'm down if they are down. Cool. All right. Um, thanks for your time. Thanks for the content. Thank you, Ashley. Ashley. Thank you, man. Hey, whatever uh, happened to my my uh, GoFundMe? Oh yeah, you had a GoFundMe. What I could really use for? that right now. What was that for? <laughs> I don't remember. You should probably look and see how much it's up to. I don't. Somebody started GoFundMe for Marks. Oh really? And I had a picture of him r- flipping. I think. Oh, it, shit. It, it was because I'm underpaid by pulpamex.com. I'm a bullshit. I was thinking it was maybe to get the 06. If going it was or, up on money, that dude took that money. He's like, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, James, you got a Chris Kiefer question. Yeah, Kiefer. Um, well, first off, I just, I just want to say thanks for the help with my hands I had. I emailed with you, and uh, your info helped out a lot. Awesome. Um, second off, I have an 18 KTM 450 uh, SXF. Um, one, what do you think about them? And two, I have about 64 hours on mine right now. Is it time to get rid of it? <laughs> because I heard some things about it when they get you know more hours on the frame and stuff, and I was just curious. Your input on that. So, uh, a couple things. On the 2018 frame, I actually liked that frame a lot. They switched it up in 18.5 to the new style frame, which was Mm -hmm. a little bit stiffer, uh, helped in corners, and it felt a little bit lighter feeling. But, man, as far as frame comfort and stability, uh, it was really hard to beat that 2018 frame. And a lot of older guys, when they switched to that frame, ended up not liking the bike as much because of the rigid... Uh, feel of it uh, I yeah. haven't personally I know that on my 18 bike at the time we've put uh, I want to say 90 some hours on it and yes the frame does feel a little bit longer and stretched out but I haven't had any cracks or anything like that as far as reliability issues uh, going back to the 18 only thing I've ever ever had to replace was a relay and I think at the time okay. you helped me with that right so, and I'm sure you know more about all the internals of that bike, but KTM has come a long way as far as reliability. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, like it's, I don't, I'll give you an example. A clutch, I go through clutches every 8 to 11 hours on every single bike. I'm not a really gnarly clutch abuser, but I slip the clutch a lot. I can literally go 30 hours more, but I usually open up the clutch in about 30 hours, and it was still good. So okay. there's just solid parts in the KTM and the Husqvarna, and I wouldn't worry about the frame or what other people might be saying because there's always some kind of freak thing that people bring up, right? Yeah, yeah, because I was just, cause like I said, I got like 64 hours on it, and I do, you know, work races and track and all that other good stuff. And I was just curious because the clutch feels a little iffy now, and then I'll probably have it open and check the valves and stuff. And I was just kind of curious because it's my first ever KTM I've owned. I've had a 09-450 or 09 Honda before, and it's just completely different. The only so. thing I really keep up on on a KTM is I check sprocket bolts a lot. I know sometimes yeah. those things get loosened, but you can always red Loctite that. And then spokes. Uh, yeah. I go through a lot of spokes and rims because I flatland a lot of shit. Andy gets mad at me because I'll, yeah. 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 I'll bring back yeah. jacked-up rims. All so, the time. Yeah. So, But otherwise, everything's good, man. 
All right. Thanks, thanks for the call. Thanks. Uh, Firepower, over 50 years experience. Firepower, uh, don't waste money when replacing OEM batteries or chains when you get more power and supreme reliability by choosing Firepower. Wide variety of chains. Uh, Firepower featherweight lithium batteries are all backed by two-year warranty. Ask your local shop for Firepower today, firepowerparts.com. Firepower. Wearing their shirt right now. Yeah. Thanks to the folks at Firepower as well. I just hooked them up a couple of more racers, so uh, they've been doing a good job with that. Pro Filter as well. If you haven't heard of Pro Filter, uh, maybe it's time to uh, pull your head out of your ass, uh, mm. or you've been roosted too many times. Uh, Profilter.com, uh, pulp, pulp 20 at checkout to save at, pulp, at uh, Profilter.com or MaximaUSA.com. Pulp 20 to save. Uh, Profilter is making top quality air and oil filters for dirt bikes, street bikes, side-by-sides, and everything in between. Sold through Power Sports dealers nationwide. You can pick up a pre-oiled, ready-to-use premium air filter, oil filter for your next service. I've got them in my bike. The, the uh, Smart Top uh, Honda team uses them as well. Profilter.com. Thanks to those guys. Uh, we'll go to commercial break. Motorsport Tweet of Talon. Yep. Kiefer After Dark. Oh, yeah. And we're good to go. That would have been so cool if we could kept Rhino on for After Dark. Right? God. Would have been amazing. Dude. Would have been just simply amazing. We should have a collab one time. He hit me, he hit me up uh, about coming in studio. Rhino. Yeah. I want to be here if that happens, please. You be there? Yes. <laughs> me too. Tits isn't coming in for that. We'll get him in there. God, it'll be fantastic. Be All right, but we'll take a commercial break here. We'll be right back after this with more Pulp and Mech Show presented by Motorsport.com and Fly Racing. Those who love motocross know Motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on Motorsport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop Motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at Motosport.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Max Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin motorcycle tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 tire and the Michelin Power GP tires 
feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Radio, the Michelin Enduro Extreme Tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Star Cross 5 Tire Range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com. Visit your local dealer or online retailer and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks for listening to the Pulp Mech Show, everybody. Please, if you're listening to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right, because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro, including Alex Ray back in the day. Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one of a kind. Roos also offers a wide range of custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section on the website. Get your Pulp Mech swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulp Mech stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at RoostMX, for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh, visiting RoostMX.net, and use the discount code PulpNation to save 20%. Thanks, RoostMX.net. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. Join the ranks of Factory Yamaha's Justin Barsha and Aaron Plessinger, as well as Supercross champion Dylan Verandis, and run a Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX2020 and get the best deal on your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex EK Athlete Support Team for 2020. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhaust, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Steve. Kiefer. Do you want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about race tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with race tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Racetech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Racetech, the stuff has been great. So uh, for you guys out there listening, if you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work, or as Steven says on the show sometimes, 
get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt your fork, and your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here, you guys have some of that on your bike. It's fantastic. Zombie Blos uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you, when you call. You can save on the service. You can save, save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Race Tech is the one-stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Race Tech. Good people. Hey, Pulp listeners. This is Andy from Guts Racing. I want to thank you guys for all the loyal support over the years. Thanks, Steve Mathis, for uh, having us on the show. Steve normally asks for us to write out what we want to say, but this year I'm shooting it from the gut, right from the heart, because I really do appreciate all the fans out there that take time out of their day to put an order in at GutsRacing.com using Pulp MX 2020 for 2020 to get 20% off. Keep ordering, guys. Appreciate it. Love the support. Shout out to all the Guts riders out there. Go get some this year. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross Championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba Championships in my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then. While the competition has been trying to catch up, grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsoreddeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys that wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. 
For over three decades, Works Connection has been designing and delivering factory-level parts to help produce champions worldwide. From the novice rider right up to the pro ranks, they're winning products like skid plates, radiator braces, pro-launch start device, elite clutch perch, and elite axle blocks help to protect and refine motocross, supercross, and off-road bikes. Join Team Honda HRC, Star Racing Yamaha, Smart Top Honda, JGR Suzuki, and HEP Racing Race Teams and rely on Works Connection products to deliver quality and reliability. To see what they have to offer and to help improve your race efforts, just visit worksconnection.com today. And don't forget to enter Pulp MX20 to save 20% on your order. Pulp MX Show. Dracula. Presented by Motorsport and Fly Racing. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Ryan Hughes. It's we're the all, soft, pretty part. We're all we're all better for hearing Ryan Hughes tonight. Dude, I'm hyped up. Andy's bogging. I'm ready. Yeah, you're good. I'm hyped. Let's do it. Andy Jefferson from uh, Husqvarna, of course, in here. Andy, um, when you were growing up in Southern California, you know, you were a, a, a hotshot racer winning a lot of things in Southern California. You met a young Troy Lee and a young Mitch Payton mm-hmm. back in the day. Yeah. Who was crazier? Ooh. Well, Troy could be crazier because he could get around more. Oh, okay. So he, he's the one who always did all the stuff. Mitch would think of things. And, <laughs> and Troy, Troy would, would go do them. Okay. And the, the stupidest, craziest. Yeah. Um, I, I think I, I talked about this somewhere else, but one was we were up racing some race, some some I think it was a goal, a CMC race at a fairground, and the night the, the night before like it was a Friday night let's say my bike broke in the main event, and so me and Troy and Mitch stayed because the next day was a fair race okay. for good money, yeah. so we stayed, and it was just me and Troy really, and there was a couple of local guys but yeah, um, but that night I went and take a shower and I come back. And Troy and Mitch are in the same bed, and they're giggling. Like, yeah. And I know something. Yeah. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> you know, they, these two are up to something. Well, I lay in bed, and I couldn't get this smell, like this rancid smell yeah. all over, and I couldn't find it. Well, I'd come to find out after, you know, 30 minutes of those two just giggling, Troy had put his dirty socks inside my pillow oh yeah yeah and it smelled horrid <laughs> well i wanted to then i was going to make him eat those socks yeah after. i was so mad at him oh god i but can yeah, imagine yeah, yeah, yeah just, just so many stories comedy all the right time. right all the, all the time uh and it's funny because you know you knew mitch when he was pro circuit husqvarna he mm-hmm. wasn't doing anything but husqvarna right 
and, and uh, they were already well past their prime when right. Mitch was working on them. Right. But he, a lot of people don't know, like Mitch was off road guy. Yeah, that's how he got he hurt. He wasn't right? a moto guy. Yeah, like yeah. he rode off hair and hounds, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I always think it's funny that he he. Uh, I don't know what came up a little while ago. He was like, Huskies were good bikes. Like, he was still yeah, still. Yeah, he's still, still yeah, yeah. His roots were Husqvarna's, and he's still on board with that yeah, the sure. whole time, you know? So, uh, yeah, he's funny. He uh, he called me last week or the week before, and when your phone says Mitch Payton, you, you pick it up, and he was talking about the stuff that he had upstairs, you know, and, and in his. Oh, that's in, great up there. And uh, he was telling me stories about it. I was just like, this is gold. This right. is, I should just, I should be recording this conversation. Like he was just telling me about this stuff that he had and he found, he didn't know anything about. So yeah, good, good times. Where are we at with the uh, video shop clean? Uh, 85%. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. Who knows? Uh, question for Kiefer. God, this is. Yeah. Kiefer tested. What's up? Right. Get your own podcast. <laughs> What's up, Trevor? Trevor. Hey, Steve. How are you doing tonight? We're good. Hi, Trevor. Yeah. Um, curious. I'm in. I'm looking for an off-road bike, and I've been shopping around at Betas. And but I was really curious on like just their longevity. Heard of you talking about how well the KTM and Huskies are, and didn't. I, I just don't know very much about the Betas at all. If that's even. Yeah, and unfortunately, I can't sit here and just guide you in that direction because i don't simply just don't know enough about them i haven't had that much time on them beta is usually pretty adamant about getting their bikes back within a, a certain amount of time that will not require me to put a lot of hours on so okay i can't sit here and say yeah they're great you should buy it because i simply only had maybe and, five to ten hours and on what's them. happening oh. with the shirko guys uh Shirko's we had cody webb on here yeah, so Shirko was what? supposed to send me a bike to test, but they that couldn't was a long get one. Time ago. Yeah, they never get. So I'm going to go test Stu Baylor's race bike on Thursday. Oh, so that should oh, be. Oh, what fun. a coincidence! Yeah, I just brought that up randomly, and you're like, oh, Thursday. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, uh, so sorry, man. I don't. I I don't want to steer you in the wrong direction, so I don't have enough information for you on that one. Okay. Well, appreciate it. Thank you very much. All right. Okay. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Thank you. Um, let's do the motorsport.com tweeted talent, shall we? Tweet. It's the Tweets at Tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. Those who ride dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs know Motorsport is the best place for OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear, and accessories. Motorsport.com, dedicated team of gearheads. Have the knowledge and expertise to help get your ride working at peak performance and have you looking good, too. Motorsport.com, uh, big supporters of the Pulp Mech Show, and uh, we support them. Great customers, uh, service, great prices, everything else. Motorsport, RV, and I, Blue Crew, and Motorsport. We are teammates. Uh, so please check, click on a Motorsport link on Pulp Mech Show or PulpMechs.com. Go there, make the purchase, and uh, help us out, and just see for yourself. Experience Motorsport.com and all that they can do uh, for you. So these these tweets are submitted to at Pulp Mech Show on Twitter. Talent over there, in between checking out my pH and my new hot tub and everything, we'll go through them and uh, sell on a price. What price? Yeah, eighteen bucks. Loner e-bike. No, you can ride one once in a while though. Deal. Right. <laughs> Motorsport.com. Tweet a talent. All right, first one from rear end kick, front end slip. <laughs> if Feld is given a number of people allowed in the stadium and they can't meet it, do you think they split the two fifties and four fifties in different days or times? If it went east west. 450s they could do the tv package live for the 450s and play the 250s in between to fill the time 
I, I didn't pay any attention to that. I don't care. They're going to do it all the same day. Don't worry about it. Look, yeah, we could that's, quarterback that's, this yeah, whole thing uh, to yeah, death. Yeah, yeah. They're going to have a thousand people. They've been told, or I've heard they've had a thousand people, which will be, and they're not going to have anybody outside of the night show. So there'll be forty guys in 250 class, forty guys in 450 class. They'll go to a night show program. 80, 80 people, one hundred sixty. Feld has two hundred people ish. I heard. That's 350 stadium opportunity. Yeah, they're going to have under 1,000 people. So you think media won't be able to go? I don't think media will be allowed to go, no. which is fine. I'll just watch it. Daytime. <laughs> All right, next one from Anthony Lewandowski. Are there any major differences feel-wise between the KTM and Husky 350? I've ridden the KTM a lot and love it, but I'm leaning towards the Husky because I think it looks cooler. The Huskies look cooler. That's without a doubt. When you line them up, I don't like that side plate still. I'm still down on the side plate, Andy, mm-hmm. but they still look cooler. The half. Yeah, the half, the half thing. Yeah, I, the I'm half not a thing, fan yeah. of that. Yeah, it's, it grows on you after There's a while, a, and okay. with numbers on it, it looks better. Right, yeah, true. It does it look better with numbers yeah, on it. Yeah, but, but for sure. I, yeah, any differences? But for me, I mean, the, the difference, there are slight differences with all the bikes because the swing arm's a little bit different, um, and then the subframe's a little bit different. But everything else, I mean, you... You know, I mean, bars too make a little bit of difference because we have pro taper bars, so they flex a little more. Mm-hmm. But um, if he enjoys the, the KTM, but he should you, enjoy. Yeah, if you like the KTM, the Husky's going to be just th- the same motorcycle. Simply put, him. there's more compliancy in a Husky than there is a KTM. So he might like the Husky a yes. little better. Yeah, depending on what you're riding. Right. Next one from. Don't ride that moto track. You'll feel every little bump <laughs> that the town took me to. You'll feel every little bump. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you're on. But the three foot deep sand whoops, no problem. A little square edge, big problem. Todd Krieg, Kiefer, would you be willing to race the 2021 ATV Nationals if Fly gave you 30 sets of all-white gear? Yes. You're going to ride some quad. I, I, quad. Mean, I just heard white gear, and I said yes. You're in for quad racing. You said that last week. Of course. I've yeah. ridden quads, yeah. yeah. I told him GNCC. No. And he oh, said no. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Come on. That's hell. Come on. Dude, do you imagine how blown Saturday out those guys are? Saturday afternoon race. Nah, be I'm fun. Out. Come I'm, on. I'm moto. I'm going to air it out. Yeah, we got to get you, Brayton, Sipes, all quad guys. It's I'm having great. Heather yeah. dress up like a quad chick. We're doing it. All right, next one from Jake is dumb. Where do you all see Shane McArath going when he moves up to 450s? Factory Yamaha, RM, KTM, somewhere else? Mm, yeah, I don't know. Good question, right? Barsha's got a deal, I believe, where if he finishes top three in points, and he's two points out of Cooper Webb right now in Supercross, he gets an auto renew. And I know Ferrandez. I think Ferrandez will go KTM or Yamaha. Can you see Shane doing RM, Rocky Mountain, KTM? I think that's the only place that he could go with it fit. Factory I mean, equipment. I think if I was Yamaha, I would choose Barsha over McElrath. Yeah, I would too. Um, Depends but, on what your budget is, I guess. Barsha's more expensive, but yeah. But I also feel like Barsha can win. He has one. I don't think McElrath and McElrath can win. Right, you know? right. Yeah, I don't know. Yep. All right, from Clippy Clippy. Kiefer, which one of Forkner's factory rides would you last longer on? Was there an option? Yeah, oh, PC Cowie or his monster? Oh. oh, I'd last longer on a PC Cowie for sure. Uh, you know what? I forgot about her. She's cute. Top three? N- no, but she is very... Top five. And I think people are hating on her because, you know, they're young. But, dude, I don't know. Like, I, I think she's cool. And, and she's super hot. Yeah, gosh. What about Barsha's wife? I like Barsha's mom better. 
Wow. <laughs> I've always had a crush on Barsha's mom, dude. That. I've told, I've told the story. Weird. That went in the wrong direction. Yeah, that right was there. strange. Nah, Barsha's mom's cute. I like that. Okay, next question. Sorry. Anyway, Moto Addict 123. With all of JGR's bad luck this year, would this have been a perfect year for Phil and Phil or Bad News Phil? Ah, oh, Bad News Phil. The anvil's always going to fall on Phil. Don't worry about that. From Retired Bubba. Kiefer, any plans to test a new Yoko gear? Nice revival of the brand with the Ice One Husky team and Liam Everts. Uh, I... I've reached out to them. I, Do I have a my, U.S. guy distributor? No. Oh. So one of my test guys have reached out to him, and they said, sorry, we can't send you any here in the state. So I would have loved to. I think it looks really clean. We can Look, get you some. I can get you some. Man, I think it'd be awesome. I'd love some. to try some. Looks Just really good. Me up. You know the Yoko guy? Yeah. Who's that? I can't say. <laughs> oh, so it's one of those. Yeah. Secret. <laughs> Just, Shit. Just, Just don't. Just. Don't bro me. I, I got it. Okay. From Ron Dog, when racing starts up again, Chad Reed looks to return on a KTM. Yeah. Does that make him the first rider in the history of the sport to race on every manufacturer during his career? No, because there would have been guys who rode all four Japanese brands. Yeah, because sure. when before there yeah. was six. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, I, I can't think. think of anybody, but I'm sure there. But Chad needs to ride a gas gas. That's that's the bottom line. He needs to ride a gas mm, gas. Round it out. Yep, absolutely. Next one from Riley Johnson. As Vegas would have been on Saturday, how do you think Eli would have handled the situation with his newly born baby in the championship one round before the finale? Is she? Is she did she have give birth yeah. yet? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I missed that. Was it on social? Yeah, it was yesterday. on her page. Yesterday yeah. or today, right? Yeah, it was on. On yesterday. Eli's social? Yesterday. No, no, it was on her page. Oh, okay. But it was on Vital too. Yeah, That's where was? I saw it. Oh, okay. So. I, I didn't. I didn't see it. There's People a... ask me about this stuff. Like, I don't care. Like, no offense. It's great. Like, uh, congratulations, but. Yeah, whatever. Like, I, how's his baby going to affect him? Right. I don't know. He's a fucking professional racer. Right. The boy or a girl? Did anybody know? I think it was a girl. Oh, okay. See, Kiefer cares. From Warren MX. Heard on an AMA call today that the promoters have decided to cancel the remaining SX and MX seasons. Confirm? What? No. No, no I mean, I just talked to somebody today about it. Heard on an AMA call. From Snowman MX, Kiefer, do you feel the Western Raceway Challenge was unfair? You are expected to be within two seconds of a current main event guy and 12 seconds ahead of a four-time Manitoba champ on a sh- very short, easy, and groomed he, he track. He negotiated the times. He Hold did it. Hold on. First of all, I expect myself to be within that. No matter how old I am, I, I know how I can ride, and I should have been within. And I was. So now that this is out, we haven't talked about this. These two guys went on off a of lap ninety nine, which is their perfect I didn't lap. know. Lit Pro, I don't. You still won. Doesn't okay. matter. But you were. But I was closer. But you gave us your lap ninety nine. No, also. I didn't. Yes, no, you did. No, I didn't. I gave you my best lap because I know what lap ninety nine means. I'm familiar with Lit Pro stuff. So that would have been handy for you to bring up. To I us. didn't know you guys did that. You should have said, "Hey, guys." Each of you had your own phone, and I just trusted that was your lap. I didn't know. I also trusted you to not get extra laps in, but you did. Oh, my gosh. But you did. You could you screwed up your lip pro and you went out for another. I didn't uh, screw it up. Lip pro screwed oh, it up. Oh, okay. All right. So it wasn't possible for you <laughs> to do. Okay. All right. The GPS signal didn't pick up in okay. the BFE where we were okay, at. Right. So. Okay. All right. So you got extra laps. <laughs> okay. But a lot closer. I was only less than three seconds from A-Ray. So it was like 2.9, right? And then I was like 1.1 from Steve. So... No, it's not unfair. They beat me. Straight up. Yeah, we did. Suck it. Yeah, I'll take it. Okay. Another loss for you. <laughs> it's fucking beat me down over yeah. here. 
Next one from Tanner Hall. What happens if racing starts up again and Kenny or Eli gets the virus? I mean, what happens if anybody does? Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. They get the virus then. Yeah. For Matty C, what's Benny Bloss doing after this year? Privateer, Canada, GPs? I think if he rides his ass off, he could stay there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's any. any nobody knows. That's, uh, everyone, like, I got, these, I got these emails about the pointing out. Bro. We don't even know how many fucking races there's going to be. How do I How do I know, Steve Mathis, how the pointing out is going to be when I don't know how many fucking races are left? Nobody knows. Right. We don't know. We don't know what Benny's going to do. We don't know if they're going to get seven races in. We don't know when they're going to start. I'm trying my best here, people, but I don't know. Or do you think when you email me, I'm going to unveil the secret plan that I've been told? If you email me, I will tell you. We don't know, so stop fucking emailing me about what if there's not seven races and Shane doesn't point out. I don't know. He's going to ride a Nobody star. knows. The right star again. I don't know. We don't know. Thank you. Sis, stop it. Please. All right, from Steve's it, hot it, tub. It's like the first question you asked about the, you know, where you said we could bat around all these scenarios. Yeah, you just quarterback everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah bro. Well, yeah. Like, Is that your Mario voice? Yes. <laughs> what was the other one? Uh, Luigi? Accordion. 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 Yeah, that's what it was. Organ. That, oh, Oregon. that, that guy Oregon. can fuck off. He's a really nice guy, but he can fuck off. Stop interrupting meals. <laughs> From Steve's Hot Tub, if Kiefer can't qualify for there's a, a real, National. There's a real Steve Hot Tub now. There's a real hot tub here. That's really it. <sighs> oh, what is people doing fucking start these Twitter handles, man? I don't know, bro. I don't know. <sighs> If Kiefer can't qualify for a quad national, maybe he should try and qualify for a T-ball league. Dude, if he can't make the I'm quad... I'm going to freaking slice my wrist, dude. Like, if I if I can't do this, I'm never coming Wait. back. I'm going to Hawaii with Rhino, yeah. and I'm going to be the videographer. I'm going to fucking film like, everything. Like just, yeah. yeah just, just... I'm off. Right. I can't. You're going for a quad national? Yeah. You qualify? I don't think there's enough guys to even worry about it. Oh, so there's only eight guys who you'll be in. I no hope to what. God there's only eight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Last one from the voice of the drunken people. How much of a difference do the 52 millimeter w, uh, WP forks make for a pro? Oh. And how hard are they to get for privateers? Yeah, this is Andy's question. <laughs> Uh, they're not hard to get if you have an AMA Pro license. You can buy them. I mean, but they're expensive, and you got to get them serviced, right? By WP, super expensive to work on. I mean, I'll tell you, fork seals, yeah, two hundred and fifty, three hundred dollars for a set of fork seals and bushings. So Mark told me that last they're week. They're super I expensive. That. So, and and really, I mean, if you look because at they it, they don't want us really sell them. Is what the deal is. Right. If you really look at it, uh, when Dean first came back to. Rockstar team last year. He used 48 millimeter forks, and he did. He was and he had whatever. a choice, right? Yeah. He, well, no, he didn't. No, he didn't have a oh, choice. Okay. He had to use 48s because he wasn't a factory guy. Got it. So they gave him 48s, and they were fine. And then he became a full fledged factory guy, and they gave well, him 52s. So and then he went still went to 48s, didn't he? He wanted to. I think there's some. I uh, don't know what's going on there, but I mean the 48s are perfectly fine you don't the 52s i mean tell them what the yeah, 52s feel like though oh they no they feel good but i mean the 48s and the 52s i don't know that if you you know people if you blindfold them and it's all about the setting if the setting is good the fork doesn't matter 
I mean, they are probably a little more rigid, but maybe for Supercross, you need yeah, that. Yeah, who's Outdoors, doing that, You right? don't need yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, the bike's rigid enough, so as far as I'm concerned, it's all about the setting, and I think if you get the correct setting on 48s, it's just as good as 52. When I rode the 52s back-to-back with the 48s, I was surprised, at least that this was your setting, mm-hmm. I was surprised of how plush it was because I would have thought it would have been real rigid, rigid and yeah. stiff, but it right. wasn't, so it was really nice. Yeah, that's because the setting changes. Yeah. They make the setting softer so it's better or it's different. Right. But that doesn't mean you, if you did work on 48s, you couldn't make them the same. An average dude is not going <laughs> to is not going to matter. That's old news, right? Is that Rhino's Chickens? (laughs) Motorsport.com. Please check them out. Thanks to those guys as well uh, for coming on board and a big part of everything we do at Pulp Mech Show. And and great prices, great great, uh, service. And they have a whole Pulp Mech Show section on their website as well that uh, you can see some of our deals like EKS20, for example. X-Brand has a deal on there. Michelin ran a a special on there as well. So thanks to those guys for making it happen. Uh, Man, are we ever going to have a live show again? Yeah. I yeah, the so. Supercross will come back and we'll have live shows. I hope so. Because Yamaha and Fly are on board. All right. So, um, all right, we're going to do Keith After Dark? Oh, yeah. Is it time? It's time. Uh, I want to thank Dean Wilson and Anton and Ryan Hughes for coming on. Jason Thomas, of course, as well. Thanks to all of our sponsors. Uh, oh, Maxima USA, one one company I forgot to talk about. Whether it's Monster Energy Pro Circuit or Monster Cowie, Maxima USA, Pulp 20 is the code to save with those guys. 927, two-stroke stuff. Still the number one selling performance two-stroke oil in most markets around the world. They got the SC1. They got the chain lube. Uh, what, what is your favorite Maxima? My favorite, honestly, I want to be a little bit different, Chain Guard. I love the Chain Guard. It's one of the that best. out there? The huh? Chain Guard response. It's great. We get suspension clean. We get SC1. I like we suspension clean. Oil. I use the contact cleaner. I like MPPL. But the Chain Guard, if Maxima's listening, I would love some because I've been buying it because mm. that's how much I like it. So, uh, yeah, Chain Guard. Mm. Oh, who knew? Mm. And he probably can't t- say because he's a... He's a Mort- Motorex. Motorex, Motorex, yeah. Motorex. Motorex guy. Uh, Maxima Expensive USA. stuff, right, Motorex right, is. Right, right, right. But 927, when I had a two-stroke and I rode two-strokes back in the day, that was, that's yeah. what you ran. See, we were uh, a cheaper family in Canada, so Super M for us. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. Super M. That's, that's what that was. So we couldn't afford the 927. Yeah, 927. But, um, all right, so thanks to our guests. Thanks to our sponsors. We're going to move into Kiefer After Dark. So if you have a little one, uh, turn it off. Put them to bed. Sign off. There's some... Explicit stuff coming up here. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, stick around. We'll be right back with Keith After Dark. I like Dick Cheese. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm here for the gangbang. Keith yeah. After Dark, everybody, brought Woo. to you by grillyourassoff.com. Thanks to those guys, Keith, yeah. for coming on board. Uh, hey, Andy. I love beating my meat. You want to stick around? I'm just listening. How much do I love it, Andy? I'll do it on the, the back deck, in the kitchen, at my neighbor's barbecue. I'm not scared. And just about anywhere I can. The only requirement is that I use grill your ass off to really top off the tender meat with a variety of flavors to satisfy even the pickiest taste buds. With flavors like gunpowder for steak and my fave, infidel for pork. You can't go wrong. Check out the full lineup of seasonings, Jerky, sauces, and gear at grillyourassoff.com. Discount code is PULPMX. That's all caps, PULPMX, for 15% off. There you go, grillyourassoff.com. Yeah, thanks to those guys for coming off, and uh, appreciate that. 
Um, yeah, can we do that? Can we? Is it possible to do that? No, it's one or it's both or none. All right, screw it. Um, uh, I heard the, it was serious tonight, so we should be okay. The uh, GrowYourAssOff.com. I have been using the gunpowder. Yep. On steak. Mm-hmm. Good. It's, it's unbelievable. We've been doing the chicken seasoning. Oh, okay. I haven't done chicken. Whew. It's good. Have you tried it? You guys tried it? Either one of you? Not yet. You gave it to tits, not me still. Oh. I've tried their beef jerky. Hey. I've got this right here. I'm telling you right now, the flavor on the chicken take, is Take insane. some seasoning when you leave, please. That's good. Trail, trail boss. Gurriassoft.com. <laughs> um, the the, the gunpowder on the steak, I'm, I'm not, it's a Heather fucking amazing. It. I haven't had steak with it yet. It, it's so good. I, I cannot, I buy steak now just to have the seasoning. It's good. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I love I was it. Never, I've never been a seasoning guy. I haven't either. I throw some barbecue sauce on it. I was an A1 day. guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. No more. No I more. put it in a Ziploc. Yep. I need to ask Jason at Grill Your Ass Off how to do it. What I do is take the steak out when I buy it, put it in a Ziploc, and put the seasoning on both sides, uh-huh. and then let it sit in the fridge. Okay. Or do you do it when you throw it on a, mic- on a barbecue? Uh, I don't know. Heather does it when she thro- throws it on the, the barbecue. Oh, she does? Yes. Okay. And then she flips it, puts them yeah. on, and then... Oh, okay. Like, and yeah. brushes it on? Yep. Okay. All right. These questions submitted for Kiefer After Dark. Here we go. We had a we had one about hot tub sex. We covered that earlier already. Yeah, so. we're not doing that. What? No. Oh. Well, oh, he's not here. Just remember, yeah. he's not well, here he, right no, now. He pointed, he pointed <laughs> so I didn't know what he was doing. So. Well, can I throw something to you if I, if I feel like it? Okay. No, no, no you right. can't. No, okay. All right. He's here for Husqvarna, okay? okay. He's not here got for it. your little shit show you got going on here. Okay, All right. go ahead. Ah, uh, this is from an anonymous. Hey, Kiefer, we have a questionable friend. He's been dodging pussy left and right, and at one point he had a dime and a half knocking on his door, and he turned it down. Whenever we ask him about a girl, he specifically says, I'm good, man. We are starting to have questions, and we are starting to think he's leaning the other way. Uh-huh. How do we go about this? That's it? That's what the question yeah. is? Yeah. Uh, you ask him. Say, hey, man, I'm your friend. I don't know what's going on. You had a, a perfect 10 out there you weren't interested in. Are you either A, upset about a girl, uh, don't got time, or do you are, are you gay? And there's nothing wrong with it. Like, whatever it is, yeah. talk to him about it. Be open. Be a friend. And let him talk. Don't be a dick. You know, if you're, that's your buddy, let him speak his mind. Okay. All right. And hey, some. what I've learned is not everyone is the same. Just because you think it's a 10, maybe it's not what he likes. So... Just yeah. relax. Or yeah. there might just be something about the girl he doesn't like. Maybe I don't he know. knows something that they don't, yeah. right? Right. All right. Anonymous, another one. Uh, I'm extremely hedonistic and free-spirited 28-year-old individual. I didn't grow up all that much in the way of family, and I've always broken up with girls once things got too serious or boring. I've always hate, I've also always hated children. Wow. Mm. I hate the idea of them. I hate the freedom they take away. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I hate how my friends have them and sub. sub- Subsequently, I watch them start and have less and less fun in their life until they hardly will hang out with me at all. Oh, wow. When a kid under 10 enters a room, I turn around and walk out of it. It sounds harsh, but I've always been this way. Wow. Wow. How old is he again? 28. Okay. About a year and a half ago, I met a woman, 28, who completely changed my perspective on relationships for the first time. I don't miss being single. We moved in together about three months ago, and things couldn't be more perfect. We hardly ever have a serious fight. Her family is amazing and affluent and have become like family to me as well. She's always been very family oriented where i have not she's extremely free-spirited as well but has told me that although she doesn't see the appeal to having children per se she's never imagined not having them she's very aware of my stance on children we've had a few serious talks about it and has always ended up in a we'll see my issue is i've never been this happy i want to marry this girl but i just don't want the kids thing to come an issue and have her someday resent me 
On the other hand, I cannot let such a beautiful thing slip away because of something that may never become an issue. Right. Remember, she's a free spirit. I feel like maybe she's, she's maybe just feeling like she's supposed to have children because her family life has always been so perfect. But she may not actually want them. Her brother's four years older and had a, had a child with a, who is my, who my girlfriend is in love with. Brother, four years older, had a child. Right. His girl's in the love girl, with. The girl, right. My brother, who is four years older, has two kids who I try to avoid. It makes make me. This may make me sound like a terrible person by being completely transparent. This has not become a current issue at this point, but I love Kiefer's perspective on this. So I didn't hate kids. I just never wanted them. Uh, I was almost thirty when I had when we had Aiden. So I understand where he's coming from. I don't. I don't, I don't think I use the word hate when I. I just didn't want him. I was kind of annoyed by him. I was like, ah, it takes too much work. I didn't really think myself and Heather were going to have them. Uh, it turned out Heather got pregnant and I was actually excited to have one. And of course, now you talk to anyone with the kids. Now you can't imagine your life without them. That doesn't mean life is over. Maybe you're at 28 and you're simply just not into it. If you find the person that you, you love, sounds like this free spirit that you really love and you actually want to be with, I would go with the flow, not talk about the kid's situation unless she brings it up. Maybe she, for a woman, it's totally different. Like you might think, oh, she doesn't want kids. She may not want kids right now, but that could change. And you're going to have to talk about it with her. A lot of these questions that we get here on After Dark, I feel can be resolved with communication. Look, I want to be with you. You're the one I want to be with. I don't want kids. She'd be like, okay, Pookie, get it. Pookie and I had that conversation. Pookie did not want kids, never wanted kids. And when we were getting serious, she's like, hey, I don't want kids. And you were like, and you didn't care either way, right? I'm like, okay, but I can't go back on her now. Right. And be like, F you. Right. Right. And I know a lot of, let's say this doesn't work. I know a lot of single dudes that are not creepy, that just don't have kids and they're good people. So it just depends on the situation. But I don't think you bail on this chick just because she might change her mind later on down the road. You have no idea. You could be with her and you guys could both be on the same path and not have kids. you You got to iron this out before. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you yeah, got it. 100%. If you're going to be on lockdown with her, Maybe you Maybe even get her to sign something put in your wallet. Well. So if she changes her mind, you whip this thing out. <laughs> but so. this guy needs just to open up and communicate and say, hey, I don't like kids. And ease up on the hate, Oh, he dude. has. He has. I mean, I understand some kids are fucked. Like, it's gnarly. I look at the parents and I'm like, dude, you got to check your kid every now and again. Like, if my kid's acting up, he's getting checked. As you know, at Western. You were wrong. <laughs> You were in the wrong there. <laughs> All right. This is from Pete. Kiefer, I was listening to the Pulp Show from last week, and I enjoyed After Dark. I wanted to reach out because I've been having some relationship issues. I dated this girl for three years. Our relationship was amazing, and we communicated at a great level and just had an amazing chemistry. Fast forward to six months ago. I decided to move from Maryland to South Alabama to be closer to my family and give my life a better chance. I had full intentions on only staying in Alabama for a little while until I could get on my feet again. Then I came back to Maryland to her, came back to Maryland and her. That hasn't quite worked out, uh, and our newly formed dynamic is very difficult to get used to because we dated, mm-hmm. and we were so close for so long. I want nothing more than to have her back one day, but I know that right now that's not an option. I'm trying to focus on myself, but I get stuck in my own head over this girl. She acts very distant because she feels she has she has to set her own boundaries with me because she doesn't want to get sucked into a relationship again. Mm-hmm. I need advice, man. I never want to lose the chance of getting back with her, but I don't want to be too clingy and push her further away. I try to talk to other girls and do the whole Tinder thing, but I find myself not even being attracted to other girls. I guess I'm reaching out to say, great job with all your media testing and the new Racer X position. 
any advice you could have offer would be awesome. This girl and I still talk when we get a chance. It's just not the same, and it's very hard to, for both of us. I've already gone through the deep depression phase, and now I'm working on myself, but I never want to use her, lose her. Thanks, Kiefer. You're awesome. This this is this is 18 times we've got the same question. Yeah, it's similar again. It's it's, it's yeah. Here's here's a key element. You you left. You came back. It's different. You don't. You, I think he's doing the right thing. You don't want to be up her ass and be pressuring her about having a relationship and and let's be together. Let's be together. She probably got taste of some other dick, and she wants to maybe go a different direction. You have to let her spread her wings and do what she's going to do and be there for her if you can. If you mentally can't be there for her because it's bothering you that she's doing other shit not with you, then you need to bounce. The most polite way you need to say, look. I care for you a lot. It just kind of hurts me that we're not together. And go your separate ways and let yourself heal. You said, I can't look at chicks. I can't do this with women. That's because you're still involved with this other one and spun out with this other one. You need to almost end it or get on with it. If, you, if you're just in this gray middle area, you're going to be sucked into this vortex for two, three, four Here, years. Here's what you do. Hold on. Let me finish. Okay. And then you're never going. And you might miss out on another one that is as good, if not better, than the one you think is the one. Go ahead. Clippy, clippy. Totally. Okay. And then see how she do, see what she does. She knows she's got you. Mm-hmm. She knows it. So clippy, clippy. See how that goes. It's going to be tough. It's going to be like quitting boots. That's going to be the hard part from these guys. Yeah. You don't yeah. understand. He's depressed. He says he's over that. He's, uh, next thing you do, you send her a cock shot. That is not what you do. Yes, you do. And there. You More will, dick pics. You will fully realize right there and then. Which way it's going. You'll have closure. Why is the cock shot going to be the, the direction changer? Because she'll be like, uh, gross. Right. F you. Why are you doing that? But what if he's never sent one? And it's That's so, even it's better. Out of order. That's even better. Okay. That's even better. This or, is a horrible shot. Shot. Oh, Or two, she's like, yes, let's get it on. I like that. Good. When in what fucking world would that work? It doesn't work per se, but you have closure. No, it. it you have a, de- a decision one way or another. Okay? One way or another. She's, she's disgusted. And maybe, look, if you still love her and she's disgusted, you say, my bad, that was meant for my sister <laughs> or my mom. <laughs> okay, that's going to be great. <laughs> no, you just say, oops, sorry, not for you. Right. Ha, ha, ha. Okay? So that's one. You can use that excuse. But so bad. <laughs> no, no, no. You can't do that, dude. No. But more than likely, you can't get over this chick. You send her a cock shot, mm-hmm. erect, and then erect. Yeah. No flaccid. No. Okay. And then she goes one way or another, and then you're like, okay, we're good. Boom. I should run this segment. God, that's horrible. Hey, what's this guy's name? Anonymous. Anonymous. I don't don't do that. Just. Just do what I say. One way or another, you'll get your answer. Yeah, you got it. That's what you, I'm saying. Yeah, no cock shot. All right. Uh, this is from Tyler. Uh, I'm going to approach this the one the, this the one way. I'm going to approach this the way another questioner did, cut all the corners and get down to business. All right, let's get down uh, to it. Th- this other guy wrote a fucking page and a half. Let's skip it then. I've only been in a handful of relationships. One, though, lasted a very long time, five years. Long to me because my relationship prior to this was seven weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm 27, old, 27 years old, and my previous relationship have been broken up for well over a year. We broke up because I was cheating. I wasn't getting enough motos in. Copy. 
She would always play the game where two weeks would be my jam pack with motos and back to the same old shit, so I strayed. Mm -hmm. She has since then tried dating other men while I have been a complete man whore. Mm -hmm. She would contact me every four to eight weeks on a time clock, pretty much talking, talking me into coming over to moto and then after motos want to cry about what could have been. This chick's crazy. Mm -hmm. I'm struggling breaking her heart because she thinks I am, I am coming over for more than just sex, which I am not. After motos, I kind of just want to leave and not deal with the bullshit. She also claims she wishes she was this horny when we dated. I call bullshit. Mm -hmm. Bullshit. Oh, yeah. She has a new boyfriend now for almost four months and still hits me up to come over in moto. Shady. Kind of funny how she's doing the cheating. How do I go about, with, with, how do I go about this without breaking her heart and still being able to put in motos? It's like a fresh star Yamaha every time. I love riding this bike, but it gives me headaches. Very confused. I don't want to give her the wrong impression. I do not want to sign my contract to any major factory. I'm a professional tester. Listen. I like this email. I like this email, too. I wouldn't worry send about her breaking her. I send wouldn't. That's one you could send a cock oh, okay. shot to. Okay. Because this one is already fucking dipping on his on her dude. So if you're worried about breaking her heart, I don't think it's going to be the case. She's cheating, right? Because she, maybe she really likes you and she's just has this other dude to keep her occupied. But let me just tell you something. All of these emails are so similar. Like, dude, her box is so good. There's so many fucking. This is one thing about pussy. It's all different. I have slept, my ugly ass has slept with a lot of chicks, and not one fucking vagina has ever felt the same. They're all different. Good, bad, whatever. You're going to find the star racing pussy again. It'll be out there. It, there's more out there. So you got to go look. This is not the chick you want to keep banging anyway. If you're banging chicks anyway, clip it. Move on. Say, hey, get with your dude. That's fucked up what you're doing. I don't like it. I cheated on you a long time ago. I feel bad. I'm not going to do that. Don't do that to your dude. But there's other pussies. All of my friends, these dudes that email in, they're like, dude, the box is so good. There's other boxes out there. Trust me. And then when you find the one that doesn't talk back and you can put up with, that's one you marry. Keep it. And please, guys, live with your chicks Fuck your chicks before you marry them. Please. Please. You, you, you can't do it otherwise. You got to do these things before you get married. All right. Anonymous says, uh, this is for Kiefer. I'm 30 years old. I have a fair amount of bikes. Recently, I've been testing two riding, test riding two bikes, but soon I will have to stick to the one bike program. How old is he again, sorry? 30. Okay. The thing is, bike number one looks like Nagy's practice bike, but runs perfectly on the track. <laughs> I feel like I could do the four motos of the WW Ranch Nationals on it without getting tired and even hit a GNCC the next day. For lack of better terms, the bike is also funny but a bit crazy. Uh -huh. On the other hand, we have a 2019 Factory Yamaha 450. The bike looks great in the pits with all those blingy, blinky bits, but man, on-track stuff is off. <laughs> I can finish the first moto no problem with a subpar result, but most of the time I, I don't even line up for the second moto. Although I, I talked about how the bike looks, the main thing is that the bike is awesome to hang out with. I could spend hours with her without noticing the time go by. Right. I never spent that much time hanging out with a previous bike, but partially blame it on me. All I want to do is ride the thing. To summarize, we have bike number one, looking, six, hangout, seven, on track, nine. Mm -hmm. Bike number two, looking, nine, hangout, nine, mm -hmm. on track, six at best. Disclaimer, don't stick to those numbers. But I'm not looking for. I'm not a great-looking fellow myself, so that's how I evaluate them. I don't want Kiefer to, Kiefer to choose it for me. But questions are: How much can a bike improve on riding comfort? Mm. Bike number two will never be up to a nine, motoring, but can we get it up to an eight? Mm -hmm. I personally don't think so, but I never tried. 
How can I pipe myself down to have more fun off the track with bike number one without thinking about motoing? It seems like she also likes motoring, by the way. Bike number one. I need to hang out with her a bit more to give her proper evaluation. Okay. B- bike number two, the 996. Yeah. Sounds like Heather when I met her. Awesome. Bitchin'. Looks good. Didn't know how to fuck. Didn't know. Didn't know. Knew nothing. She was with one dude. Uh, I'm going to get... I'm gonna, Figure skating guy? Uh, no, wasn't oh, that okay. guy. Right. I'm going to tell you what happened in our first session. Uh, we were going to have sex, and it took me over a little bit of a month to have sex with Heather. She climbed up on top of me. Um, and this is... I am not exaggerating. She climbed up. I stuck it in. She went whop, whop, whop three times, up and down, backed off. Are you done? And I looked at her like, what the fuck are you talking about? She's like, that's the longest I've ever done it. What? That Her previous boyfriend was a, was a one-pump chump. Like, literally, oh, he was oh. young, probably stuck it in, done. She didn't know how to suck dick. She didn't cook dinner. She didn't cook. Uh, she didn't know how to, to work her hips. She would have sex when I would want to have sex with her, but it wasn't like the horny sex that us men dream about, like dirty kind of thing. All of that changed because we did things together, because I communicated, because I asked her what she wanted out of sex. She didn't know. I told her what I was expecting out of sex for me. She became that girl for me, and then it changed into her life. She likes sex. She is horny. She is dirty in bed with me. She does these things that I like that makes me not slip, that makes me not want to go cheat because she does all the things correct. Mm -hmm. And she didn't know those things. So bike number two could be a nine, could be an eight. You can teach it. Yes. Okay. But you have to talk. If you're a dumbass and you're like, (laughs) you got to fucking talk, dude. What about a cock shot? No. Yes, for this one. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you can teach. You. Nine, you can, nine, you, six. So you can teach. You can have a nine, nine, eight, dude. You can bring her up to an eight. Bring her a wind and bend. Nine, nine, eight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> God. Um, this other guy sent a question a long time ago, and it is so long. Uh, that's that's too much. Yeah, keep it shorter, guys. Keep well, it shorter. Well, I, I have one more question. Okay. Okay. So, uh, well, I... What? Yours. Don't forget about yours. That's what I mean. One more question. Oh, okay, yeah. good. So, I am the host of a popular internet motocross <laughs> radio show, and I've recently gotten into mountain biking, specifically intense tasers. Is this anonymous? Yes, it's okay. anonymous. <laughs> specifically intense tasers. My wife, who I love very much and is an angel in every sense, recently started mountain biking with me, mm-hmm. and I love her very much for this. Mm-hmm. However, she doesn't seem to grasp the shifting of the mountain bike, despite me telling her numerous times and teaching her about shifting Mm -hmm. and about letting the bike do the work for her and able to climb hills and make mountain biking more enjoyable. Instead, I see her grinding up a smallest hill ever because she's in the wrong gear. Mm -hmm. This past... uh, Saturday, I went out with her, and I she cli- we climbed a hill, and she couldn't get up it, because even though I said, downshift coming up to the hill, I told her shift shift shift, big one big one big one because it was a big and a small one, so we just we equated it to that. 
So then she had to push up the hill. Mm-hmm. And I looked at her gearing, and she was... I'm on the tallest gear. She's in the middle mm-hmm. up this hill. It's a pretty steep hill. Yep. I then proceeded... My friend proceeded to say, you're, you're not shifting it. You're not in the right gear. You'll never make it up that hill. At which point, my lovely wife, who is an angel in every way, unloaded on me about how she did shift. Okay. When the evidence clearly states she didn't shift enough. Mm-hmm. So I'm worried about my wife not enjoying mountain biking because she can't quite. And this also, this is conversation four or five about shifting. Okay. Complete demo, complete showing, complete explaining sprocket size, mm-hmm. complete. Mm-hmm. Wah, wah, wah. And then, you know, after I said, in maybe in a harsher tone than I would have liked, you'll never make it up that hill. Look at the gear you're in. I told you about shifting. Oh boy. She proceeded to yell at me. Should I send her a cock shot or how do we get over this <laughs> shifting thing, Kiefer? How do we get over this? How do we teach our wives about shifting and how it would make the ride more enjoyable and easy. She, she said one time when she shifted, it was a very jerky motion yeah. because she was on flat ground and she was shifting in the wrong gear, which, yes. and I said, yes, totally understandable because yes. you were not climbing a hill. Yes. So, so how do we not get in a divorce, but work in shifting? Can you, Steve? You better take line line number one real quick. Hello. Hi. Yes. Am I on the air? You are. Hi. Uh, first time, long time. Yeah, I'm really concerned about this this guy who wrote in. I, I mean, wow, he must be really suffering on an everyday basis. Like, what what is he gonna do? He like, just he just wants his wife to enjoy the mountain bike ride more. That's all. Uh, call her. Well, she Excuse- sounds like a big freaking idiot, so I don't know. He should probably just bounce on her, right? Well, no, he shouldn't, but she immediately goes from zero to being a big idiot immediately. Uh, so, uh, hi, call her. In her own mind. In her own mind. Uh, I would like to hi, ask Kiefer, a, big I, fan. I would like to ask a couple questions. Uh, if said woman could ride around flat area on pavement near home to get used to shifting, would that be an option to help ease the relationship uh, tension? You know, the problem is, <laughs> is that when you shift into that big button to the top gear, whatever, the pedal. <laughs> <laughs> the what? The pedal. Our tune. Our tune what? <laughs> what is it? What's the pedals do, ma'am? Excuse me. Sorry, you broke up. The pedals up. are too noodly. And noodly. spin and you can't. Make the bike go, and I don't like that. So, like, it's too loose, like but it's too noodly. Too loose, I... noodly. She calls it. Okay. And she, remember, it's an e-bike, so there's a bit of a jolt, right, when yeah. you get pedaling. I mean, I can't help that the the bike. She can't help that the bike doesn't go when that when you shift too much. But she's been told that if you go up a hill, it won't be noodly anymore up the okay. hill. But she shifted three. She has three gears. <laughs> It's yeah. an 11 speed. If she shifted three hill. fucking gears, it wouldn't be in the middle. It wouldn't be in gear five. Okay. okay. Can I, I relate this I, to it? Oh, you're I'm here. I'm here, oh, I'm here to help now. with this part. Thank you. Oh, Thank you. I did this with my wife. Okay. Exact same. <laughs> yeah. Was like going, you've got to be kidding. So I went to a hill. Yeah. After she told me she shifted okay. too hard to pedal, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, right. no. 
So I go to the hill. I put the bike. I did it. I put the bike in the highest gear on the back. I said, go up the hill. Yep. She went right up the hill. Right. Mm-hmm. Come back down. Put the bike in the middle. Said, go up the hill. Oh. I can't. Simple. Yeah. When you start at the bottom of the hill, put it in the biggest gear, only at the bottom of the hill, not when you're riding around. Yeah. yeah. You see the, the hill area. coming. Yeah. You see the hill coming, you start going up to the top. Okay. Then That's the- another thing is, you know, maybe you should have stopped me <laughs> at, the bo- at the bottom of the hill and be like, hey, That's we're coming good. up to this hill. Make sure you shift seven times before we get there. Here okay. we go. It wasn't at the bottom, but it, yeah, I mean, it was uh, a 30 second ride to the hill. So I stopped 30 seconds before the hill and said, hey, shift up this hill. Here comes this hill. Uh-huh. And she's going to get frustrated with mountain biking because she's not going to be in the right gear to enjoy the experience. Right. You know, just be frustrated. Andy, I like that idea. That's what, that's what I did. She has to get a feel of it. Yeah, so she can understand the feeling of Because right. she knows the feeling because she says it doesn't like cool. it, but she's on flat ground. Right. This must Noodling. be a common thing right now because I went riding with, with Travis and Allie. Okay. And yep. Travis was very frustrated with Allie shifting oh. as well. Oh, oh, Travis Preston. And, uh, and Allie Do you know him, Travis Preston? Yeah, well, he probably you know wouldn't be as frustrated with you know somebody <laughs> like me. Allie was saying there's a lot of clunking when she was riding, mm-hmm. and there's always clunking, clunking. And when we looked at it, we have come to the conclusion she was in the big ring, and she wasn't able to move the thing. And then when she decided to go down, and she's pedaling down the hill, she's freaking going to spin her way off the bike because yeah. it's... Yeah. <laughs> right. And she's like... Gah, gah, gah. So, Travis probably got a little Tony. Oh, he did? Yes. Okay. All and right. Allie wasn't that stoked on it so uh <laughs> we can understand your frustration uh whoever this uh Caller, lady is yeah. yeah yeah um but i would think more time in the saddle just like after dark stuff is best it's the best thing yeah just more time in the saddle and more patience from the husband the husband is very patient okay. he's very patient okay the husband is very patient All right. but the wife is also an angel in every way Yes, hmm. she is. <laughs> All right, thanks, caller. Thank you, caller. Hey, good luck. Thank you. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Hope okay. You, I hope your guy that wrote in can find some, you know, shred of happiness in his poor, miserable, pathetic life. Yeah, he's, he tries every day. Mind. Every day he tries to find <laughs> a little sliver of something to keep himself going the next day. <laughs> well, well he, we had Rhino on the show, ma'am. I don't know if you listened to that, but I'm sure he's re- rejuvenated now. I don't really have two girlfriends. That's so awesome. <laughs> oh, well, I oh, like this go. caller. Yeah, yeah, this caller is very, very free. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, caller. Thank you, caller. Bye. Good night. You, dude. Yeah. Hmm. Wish I, mean, Poo- I wish Pookie sounded like that girl. Like, uh. We had this call. This guy that wrote in, he, he had almost World War Three on the trail the other day. So. Hmm. I think every man has been in that situation. I've been with Heather. I uh, just saw it on Sunday. Preston, yeah, with I Preston. saw it on Sunday. Right, right. And I think it's just part yeah. of a... Uh, is this something you can relate to, Marks, at all? Anything? Uh, do I look like a guy that mountain bikes? <laughs> no, but in some sort of... Uh, you've given him many chances, Steve. Just move it along tonight. <laughs> you gave yeah, him a couple yeah. chances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. keep He's, it moving. Fair enough. Nothing to see here. Fair enough, he says. <laughs> he understands it. Right, right, right. And Talon, I think, is... I don't think he has chicks. You're, you're too have problematic over there with, with yeah, Talon. Yeah, with, with, yeah, there's too much going on. Just worry about... You raped her. 
All right. Keep for After Dark. Thank you, GrillYourAssOff.com. Uh, code PulpMX. Keep the After Dark questions coming. Yeah. Uh, but let's try to mix them up this time, you know, not the same kind of questions. Let's get some other questions in there. Some of these questions are the just same. Just talk to there's, your chicks. There's no, people don't talk. There's, there's more than one vagina out there if yeah. you're a single male. Yeah, and cock shots. Re- cock shots are a must in some occasions. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, well, thanks, everybody, for listening. Appreciate it. Andy, thanks for coming up for the show. Appreciate it. No problem. I had a great day. Thank you for mountain biking. Yeah, it was yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. uh, and uh, we got a pod- I did a one-on-one podcast with you coming out, Fly Racing Racer X show. I don't know when, but that was we dive more into your career and growing up in the Dez and, yep, and some stuff sure. I didn't know about. Ninth, ninth overall, Saddleback in the 500s. He's OG. Bro show. I know. Plasma. I remember Plasma. Plasma. Yeah. You'll know yeah. what that means. Yeah, you you'll know about it when you listen to the podcast. Yeah. So. Uh, Kiefer, thank you. Thank you. I liked being back. It was fun. Yeah, I haven't been back for a while, so appreciate yeah. that. Uh, Marks, thank you. Talon? My pleasure. Talon, thank you. Keep, keep on single tracking, bro. All right. Keep on single tracking. Um, thanks to our sponsors as well. Uh, sponsor deals on com. Thanks to SwizzCore. Thanks to Moser. Thanks to Pookie as well. Uh, Speaking of Heather, I just, got a, we, I just got a great picture, so I know where I'm coming home to. So, awesome. You did? Can we see it? Uh, maybe. Just show that camera right there. Uh, no, I can't do that. No 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 there it is. Uh so thanks everybody for listening. Appreciate it. We'll be back next week to talk some more uh bench racing and everything else. And uh thanks to people who use the codes. I really appreciate it. It really helps us out. Thanks to the people who use Amazon on the app and everything else. And uh, and the people watching. Man, it's been fun. So thanks very much. And also if you can subscribe to Racer X. Yes, please do that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, please. Uh they got a sale right now, two ninety nine for three issues. Digital and print. I, li- I still that's, like that's print a lot. Yeah, I'm still a print guy. Yeah. Uh, Racer X online for more information on that. Uh, all right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. See you next week. He's just in my ass. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.